Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to New York City on this Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, December 5th, 2023. This sports program starts right now. Football! Happened last night in a massive way as a backup for the Bengals beats the Jacksonville Jaguars in their first home Monday night football game in 12 years. A devastating blow to the Jacksonville Jaguars, who were in conversations and maybe becoming the team that represents the AFC with the parody on that side of the NFL. And what did Jake Browning say? He said, I'm from Washington, and I can spin it. On a historic evening for the quarterback, the Bengals maybe claim that this season isn't completely over, and the Jaguars have a lot to figure out. Shout out to Duval for showing up last night. I think the 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 light show and the fireworks and Jack's him DeVille doing a gainer off the top of the stadium to start the entire evening and bring the football down to be kicked off for that game was nothing short of flawless. I do believe that maybe uh, Monday Night Football could have turned up the audio on the crowd a little bit, give them a little bit of a rub because they haven't been uh, on TV in like 12 years in that way. But nonetheless, good game. What happened to Trevor Lawrence at the end? We will certainly dive into that as we go on. What does it look like going ahead for the entire AFC? That'll be the topic of conversation today, as well as Coach Jeff Saturday will join us uh-huh. live in studio. Tim Lagler will join us live in studio. Legs is joining us live in studio. CJ Stroud joining us via FaceTime, 2.30 Eastern Standard Time on ESPN Plus and on YouTube and live in this studio. The same one where a lot of things have been said about this man. Oh, yeah. True. Sure. I think he was called a murderer by people. Possibly. Aaron Rodgers will join us live in studio today. We cannot wait for all of that. The boys are here. The toxic table at Boston Connor and at Ty Schmidt. I see the ponies running con, man. Yeah, yeah, ponies are running. Because you know what? We've been talking about these primetime games being absolute dog shit all year, which they have been. But this weekend, I mean, we had three back-to-back-to-back that were unbelievable. And let's not even think about the possible terrible primetime games coming up. I just can't believe that we got a Jake Browning 350 yard master class mm-hmm. in Jacksonville in the first time that they've had a Monday Night Football game since 2000. How about Zach Taylor? Yeah, yeah. unbelievable. How about Zach Taylor having to do what he had to do? Jamar Chase obviously has a big time touchdown yeah. showcase himself. Higgins was doing his thing. Yeah. Joe Mixon's running all over the place. The Bengals said, we heard what you've said about us being dead, mm-hmm. and we do not necessarily agree. And I think, Jake, 2018 was the last time he won a game. Yes. So I hope he got to drink it down. I hope he got to suck it in last night because congrats, dude. You're making a name for yourself on a team that is built to go. And on the defensive side, Luan Rumo got to stop when they needed it. Yeah. That's yeah. the conversation. Got to stop whenever they needed it. I think they'll be able to figure it out. Good for the Bengals. And con man, you have a graphic now with what happened with Trevor Lawrence and CJ yeah. Beathard, fresh out of Iowa, Definitely. making an appearance last night, started out a little bit rocky. Then he goes on to make a couple plays for the Jags. How how many quarterbacks now is it? Uh, I believe 50 quarterbacks have started an NFL game so far this season. Yeah, and it will, you know, be 51 once beat hard, not beat heard starts next week, presumably for the Jacks, because it looked as though Trevor Lawrence's ankle uh, turned left. That song bitch turned sideways. It was yeah. gross. That was gross. Not cool for Trevor, by the no, way. No, no, brutal. But 12 of 32 teams right now have a backup starting in week 14. Yeah. Okay, that's going to be a conversation no matter what it is. On the AFC side, it's nine of them. 
Okay, that's a lot, which is why the AFC is so wide open. I think if you were to look into it, NFC side, three different backup quarterbacks. And obviously, this is taking into account that maybe Derek Carr will miss a game. Because we have seen Wolverine blood in (laughs) Derek Carr before, Mm -hmm. where he has seemingly broke his leg on a Thursday. Completely. And then on like Monday night football, four days later, he's playing somehow. Ah, yep. He re- he recovers quickly. He had a shoulder, back, and head. Yeah. If he's able to come back, we will certainly be impressed. But let's assume he's going to miss at least one game and Jameis is going to be in there. 12 of 32 with backup quarterbacks as we get into meaningful football. One half of the hammer. Ah. Cowboys tone digs. That's something we're going to have to take into account whenever we're gambling, pal. Yeah, you're going to have to look at the teams where it doesn't matter if the backup quarterback is in or not. Like, you know, if you lose like a a like top tier elite guy versus you're going from Kenny Pickett to Maserati Mitch Trubisky. Like oh. a lot, some of these backup. Co- you well, like Mitch Maserati? You like Mitch? Is that what I heard there? Sound like you like him? I don't know. Just if we were to bloop, 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 go back in time, yeah. that was not the case at all. No, the minivan. I, I don't know. Yeah, I, this guy was called the malpractice Mitch. Ringo, yeah. You remember all those things Mitch. you were saying? Now it's Maserati, <laughs> like Gus Johnson. What happened? What's going on here? I thought any way that we could get Maserati Mitch in there, I'm going to get in there just like Gus does uh, for Marvin Harrison Jr. Heisman finalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm just saying. I wouldn't say. I don't know how you guys took that. I I, I love Mitch there coming out. Of, I, I mean, I love him. I met oh, him. so you He's hate great. Kenny then? Oh. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying I don't know if the drop-off is, is significant. Okay, so let's talk about having a good backup quarterback. It's why the Indianapolis Colts are where they are. Mm-hmm. Jake Browning last night, I think, surprised us all. D-Butt, yeah. nine-year NFL vet, host yeah. of Everything DB and the Man to Man podcast. Incredibly clean onesie here. Wow. Incredibly clean <laughs> onesie. <laughs> What's that? We got, we got, we got some space between I get it, but if you talk to the, you, you, yeah. you, 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 you look, It's not a romper. You look fantastic. You look fantastic. You had the Jags minus 10 last night at home against uh-huh. the Bengals. I think a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. I seemingly only took the Bengals plus 10 because I had to because the standings in AJ Cincinnati Bengal legend he even went yeah. with yeah. the Jets. Nobody expected Old Browning to do what he did last night. What did you see from him? I mean, he played a, a hell of a game. What ninety percent, three fifty in the air? That's something we haven't seen from somebody non drafted. But he was a dog, you know, from beginning to end. Well played game. Obviously, had needed him from wire to wire to get it down to OT. Jamar Chase had a huge game. Mm-hmm. Was targeting him early. Wasn't going down the field much early, but then got more comfortable as the game went on. So hats off to Zach Taylor. You know, getting him ready uh, for his second start now. Uh, and take his team all the way to the white. Look, at this chase play was incredible. But uh, it was, it was, it was. I like him dancing going wide. in the end zone, Love and then it. obviously bust out the gritty. And Chase, you know, we know he's the number one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you lose your quarterback, all of a sudden you're staring down a much different season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. T Higgins got um, back out there too. He made some plays, and he was awesome. He yep. said that he knew that Jake was going to be a guy going into the week. I think he reiterated that in an interview afterwards. He's like the moxie, the confidence that he showed was something that we we're all incredibly impressed by. Are the Bengals back? <laughs> I mean, AFC, we saw we saw the war of attrition with those quarterbacks over there, so they definitely got a shot, and you got to expect that Lou, you know, that defense definitely got to pick it up and make some yeah. plays. You would think that would be the strength of this team right now, especially with a backup quarterback. They definitely have to get in there and make some plays be better. Uh, but they got a shot. You know, AFC's still wide open. Are we out on Jacksonville Town or what? I mean, we got to know. We got to figure out what Trevor Trevor's injury. I mean, CJ look bad. Obviously, say, a Hawkeye. You got a guy. You got a guy. I mean, I, listen. I, I hope Trevor's not out for an extended period of time. That looked bad, and it looked very bad. bad. He slammed his helmet. That game last night, though. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, CJ did everything he could. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He so the first first time. Time. Dude, you're at home. Look, 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 what did he do right after that, though? Boom. Marsh him right down the field. Kick a field goal. Let's get into overtime. And then, yeah, they couldn't get it done, but. 
He's a player. I mean, he's a game manager. He's not going to go out there and poop the bed like some of these guys might do. Now, would you rather have Trevor Lawrence going into the playoffs? Yeah. Absolutely. That's how we're going to have to just view the AFC, I think. Who has their starters? Seriously. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's and they cool. lost Christian Kirk. Yeah. So, first, first play? What, what was that? Did they describe what that was? Groin. Yeah. yeah, but what? They didn't say oh, yeah. exactly what. Because that, that looked like a pretty standard yeah. football move. Yeah. Just kind of turning and falling. What was his over under 50 yards? And your uh, bet? Oh, that's what I had him at. And he had half of it on the first play that went out. But, hey, that's football, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope he bounces back, man. But a uh, tough injury. He's their yards leader. They, it's weird. Jacksonville, uh, Ingram, reception leader. Kirk's the yards leader. And Ridley leads him in touchdown reception. So they spread the wealth. ETN's uh, a beast, too. Oh, yeah. Dog. And, and, I, healthy. and I respect Doug Peterson. I feel like he'll have it figured out. Speaking of somebody that I respect, somebody's just walked in the studio that we need to join us. Uh-huh. At I was very lucky to watch this man be a leader whenever he was a teammate of mine for a few years. Then I got an opportunity to watch him on TV. Boy, this handsome man, man yeah. Yeah. brought the juice and the energy. And then last year, guess what we get to see him do? Huh. Be a head coach in the NFL. Yep. Whoa. Hell yeah. Had he ever coached in the NFL before? Absolutely not. He's a head coach, though. He's our coach. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jeff Saturday. Yeah. Jeff, are you gomb- are, are you uh, do you get into the gambling at all now that you're no longer a coach in the NFL? Just a touch, a dabble, a dabble. I mean, I went with you know, DB. I, I, I thought I was going to ride with him, and my you know all my picks got hurt first quarter. I hit everything else. Yeah, Dude, that's that a, that's a problem with sports. That's how, get, that's how they get you, man. That is, it is three out of four. Let's talk about last night's game, Jeff. Let's go in. Jake Browning does something that nobody really could have fathomed that he was. There were ten point dogs last yeah, yeah. night because of him being the quarterback going into Jacksonville hasn't had a Monday night football game in 12 years can't lose that one obviously then we also lose Trevor Lawrence and Christian Kirk all things wrong for Jacksonville last night even though we love their team do you believe in this Bengals team now with Browning especially with the AFC with the way it's looking right now I do not okay (laughs) I wish I could here's my thing last night right like if you're Jacksonville I mean one dude is not gonna beat me I'm just going to say it right now. Like, if there's, and listen, you've done a lot of defense in your life, yep. man. If there's going to be one dude who you're not going to let beat you, Jamar Chase. He's not going to be the guy. A buck 50? Like, he had a 70 plus yard and a oh, 60 yeah. plus yard, dude. Oh, yeah. 150 yards coming out of one dude. Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, you just got to go, hey, man. Circle the wagons. We're going to cover him. Let Higgins beat us. Let, you know, let somebody, let's mix and beat. Let somebody beat us. But don't let that guy beat us, especially with a quarterback who isn't as seasoned as you would like. The kid played lights out. Yep. I'm not taking anything away Spinning from the it. Spinning, Spinning it. it. Listen, Mixon played good. Like, they, they played good. But, man, that guy's not going to be the guy that beat me. And that, that was the part that was disappointing to me. And, and also, after Trevor gets hurt, you missed a field goal. You can't do yeah. that either. Like, that, that, that was brutal. There was just too many mistakes from Jacksonville's side. Uh, the Mc, hard McManus part for me came is, back and made one, by the way. The one that didn't matter nearly as much. No, but that's where they all matter. It was a painful loss if you're Jacksonville. Um, but but from the Bengals' side, I just from an offensive perspective, I don't know that they they have those type of production nights. All right. So I hear what you say there with the whole we're not going to let this one guy beat us. And that's like, I think that's football conversation. I think it's TV TV conversation. Let's talk about you being head coach. Yes. Haven't got a chance to really Uh chat with you about being head coach. So everything I had heard about that building was potentially that it was in ruins. Okay. Whenever you were brought in there. Yeah. And we have a lot of 
simpatico family in that building. Yes. And I asked immediately, like, how's Jeff doing? You know, how, how's Jeff doing in there? And a lot of people, I'm not going to say exactly who it was, but a lot of people in that building had the same message. It was like, our culture has completely gone to hell. There's people late for meetings. There's people missing treatment. There's guys gambling yeah. against the Indianapolis Colts oh, who are actually on the team. <laughs> in there. It was like the building, the building just kind of fell apart. Yeah. So Jeff is coming in here, and he's going to be a guy who's just going to have to take it on the shins from everybody as he has to reinstate what a professional football team looks like. Is that an accurate depiction of what you had to do in your first day in there yeah. where you caught off guard completely about what you were walking into? <laughs> it was more than I anticipated. I'll put it like that. I'll church it up a little bit. And, and there, was, there was a lot of what you're saying that was going on. So it was um, – but I, I think I think Ursay knew that. So, like, I, I will say I think Ursay, I think I – think I think they knew kind of where the situation was, kind of how it had gotten a bit off the rails and kind of what it needed to look like for it to get back to, to you know, what they, what they envisioned. Um, I knew going in, I'm at, you know, my conversation with Jim was we're going to go 0-8. Like, just recognize we are no shot. Yeah, no. First of all, you just you just got rid of all of your offensive staff, right? Yeah. Like, like so. Just put that aside. We're going to walk in this room. Parks Fraser's calling place. Yeah, yeah. we he's have a twenty-year-old who hasn't had a room, right? Like, he's never like been in charge of a room yet. And I love Park. Great kid. Great guy. Great love him. Great kid. Kid. No, no, no. Sweet I'm, boy. I'm being real. And a good football guy. But, yeah, you love him. But he had never. He had never had his own room yet, which means for those out there, they, he didn't, he didn't, you know, he had never been like the quarterback's coach or the receiver's coach or whatever, where you're sitting in front of a room every day. So I knew we were going to have offensive challenges. We had a quarterback they weren't sure of, right? So there was a lot going in. My job when I went in was there were two things I knew. I wanted to make sure the culture was going to get back to where it was when I was there and when you guys had seen it with productivity. And the other thing was from the offensive line perspective, like stop the nonsense, stop the noise. We need to get these guys back playing together. They're going to have bumps. They're going to have bruises. It's not always going to be pretty, but we got to get the, if, if the team wants to go anywhere, they put enough assets in those five, they got a ball. Three guys and, getting paid more than you ever made there. Oh my word. <laughs> <laughs> different money. You're bro. in the ring of honor. Oh, this guy's in the ring of honor. Money. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got different rings, like all kind of rings they can afford, but it, it was, uh, it was definitely a challenge, but but again, I never looked at it the way I think the outside looked at. It. I knew what I was getting in for, and I knew what you know it was going to. There would be a lot of a lot of like you said, you know, beatings press wise, whatever it was, fan wise. Um, but I but I I was glad to take the opportunity to do it. We're I, was, I, was I, was yeah. I was going to bat for you as much as I possibly could, just yeah. because when you don't win, it's hard to go to bat, bro. Well, I had to get first, you know, that I, first I, man. Whoa. Yeah, just we we yeah. the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Here yeah. we go. Oh yeah, the Raiders. We had a good time. I was pumped for you, man. I got pretty loud after that. Had to kind of just. You got to kind of. This is not bringing up. Connor has a question for you. Yeah, coach. So obviously, when you get hired, some people were you know talking about how they were pissed. Other guys deserve it all that sure, bullshit, sure. right? How did you deal with that? Because uh, it's not like you were saying, hey, I, that guy shouldn't be the head coach. No I should be the head coach. Absolutely. You were reached out to to be the head coach, and then you kind of got buried because of the fact that you'd ever coached before. Right. Like, what was your reaction to that? And did you tell every, anybody, like, hey, go f- yourself or anything like that? Or yeah, no? nah. so good, probably, good discipline. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. Not, I will say this. My biggest concern when I walked in was the coaches, like making sure. Mm-hmm. And the first meeting I ever had with these guys, hey, man, I, I ain't trying to pretend like, 
I know nearly as much as you guys know yeah. about whatever position you're coaching, whatever. My job is to help you be the best at whatever. So whether it's Gus Bradley, whether it's Parks Frazier, whether I mean, you, you just looked throughout the whole building and said, what can I do to help you guys, right? And so I think everybody understood that there's a level of humility. I wasn't trying to be like, hey, man, I have all the answers right here. We're going to walk in. We're going to correct all these problems. And I think I was, I was um, for those guys, it was, it was good because they knew – I wasn't the one beating on the, I wasn't beating on the desk for myself. Right? Yeah. I was like, hey, man, what can I do to help fix whatever problems? Listen, they knew they're going to have to start playing young players. You think our defense wanted to go play? I mean, we sat a lot of good players yeah. to play some young guys who are now playing really good. But you think Gus wanted that? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, exactly. His things, resume. His exactly. resume. Yeah. So you're sitting on that. But let me tell you, if I can die on that hill for him, I'm, I'm glad to do it. Because he's a freaking great D.C. He, the guy understands ball. He gets people ready to go. That was my role, right? And so that's just what you do, man. You don't – I didn't sweat all the – man, listen, I tell you what, I have forgotten more football than everybody who's making fun of me has mm-hmm. ever yes. thought, right? And, and so I, I ain't sweating it even a little bit. Like these dudes, you know, off the couch blasting me, I get it, man. I wasn't your pick. But I will say this, too, from Jim's perspective and Chris's perspective. I think, you know, Gus and his whole staff was brand new. Right, they had just fired oh, yeah. the, the two play callers on offense. Mm-hmm. Like yep. when you looked at the staff as, as as a whole, there wasn't a lot of places they, they wanted to go, you know, because they're going to have to look at this and revisit it at yeah. the end of the season. So it was an easy like come in, do your eight weeks, and get out. Right, and so um, did you want the job? I wanted it under condition. Because when I saw when I heard you wanted the job, I'm like, Jeff. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Coach, only 32 and over. That, that's yeah, right. that's I hard, get dude. it. I get it. But and, I, and I will say this. It, the, the lifestyle part for me that's what I'm was saying. the biggest. And, and that part, when Chris and I sat down, that was the biggest. That is the biggest issue, right? Like, I, I, I will tell you very frankly. I ain't going to be there from 5 a.m. to midnight. Yeah. I'm going to let y'all know, bro. I'm going to eat dinner with the family. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, and I have that Bruce Arians, like, you know, Tony Dungy-like yeah. mentality, bro. Like, we're going to go do it, but I ain't, you know, I ain't living it. Like, I'm, I'm good, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm And Jim knew that as well. Jim, had, he's like, hey, man, if you want to do this thing, let's interview at the end, see what happens. And it was a great experience. Like, I, man, I tell people, I had to write, like, I got Jim Caldwell, Tony, like I got all these guys. I wrote like a, a 200 page manifesto. Yeah, dude, about hey, this is what you would do with your Shout program. Out. Here's the type of players to you Jim. Want. No, uh, to Chris, to Ballard. Uh, you know, when you're presenting to Ballard and 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 in the and the, the you know as the as they were going, and obviously it would go to Jim later. But as you're going through that. There was exercises that I went through that were phenomenal, man. As a leader, like, what do you want? What type of staff do you want? Who would you keep? Who wouldn't you keep? Like, player-wise, who do you like? Which direction you want to head? There is a – and I will say this, man. It gave me a completely different perspective for coaches. Like, these dudes, man, like – like they take a lot of shells. Love man. ball. Yeah. ball. Love ball. Love ball. Love some ball. Dude. Like live it, breathe it, die. Like the whole deal. I mean, when I tell you there are some dudes on staff who have been doing this a long time, man. Mm-hmm. And ain't seen a kid play a sport. Like, I'm like, <laughs> that's tough. I'm like, nah, that's just kind of the requirement, the expectation. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. That's why most former players you hear from, it's like, nah, I'm not born to be yeah. a coach. Yeah. Especially and, ones on TV and radio. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, we're not born to do it ever. Uh, D-Bud has a question for you. Yeah, I saw you uh, throwing some pancakes at Foxy earlier uh, on, oh, the, yes. on the set. And now we got AQ who shows, shines a light and shows the guy yep. in the trenches a ton. 
Connor mentioned 50 quarterbacks have started a game this year. Ooh. What are some of these offensive lines? And obviously, when you get the backup quarterback, the offensive line, I think, becomes even more important. What are some of these offensive lines around the league who don't get enough credit who you think can make a run? Oh, and do offensive lines stink now? Offensive lines have taken a um, a step back, but I will say because of what is being coached. Like, mm. we coach so much more scheme-specific now than we ever did, right? Like, when, when, when I was playing, it was much more about fundamentals, techniques. Yep. Yeah, this will translate. Yeah, yeah it'll Football. translate to whatever it is, right? Yeah, it'll go hands in the dirt, right? All those kind of things. Now it is much more about specific you know, scheme, whether it's Mike McDaniel, whether it's Shanahan, whether it's – so you look at those two teams – their offensive line, although they have to be good, I'm not trying to minimize their, but they don't have to be like Philly's offensive line. Mm-hmm. Like Philly's offensive line has to be cut from a different mold than those guys because of what they asked to do, right? And so as you're looking at the way that teams are, are judged, especially offensive line-wise, it makes complete sense for certain ones like Carolina's offensive line. A lot's going to be asked of them to protect Bryce Young, right? Mm-hmm. Like. I guess they're not doing a lot they of things. I'm just saying it didn't work out great, right? So it's, it's like it's those kinds of things. I will tell you an underrated offensive line, Buffalo Bills. They get blasted really? all the time about not being able to run it, about not being able to do whatever they're doing. These guys are a good group. They can make it happen. The Colts offensive line doesn't get nearly enough love, right? Like mm. these guys still. have played these guys have played lights out. Oh, yeah. I mean, they have played lights hey, out this season. Hey, we're in it. Oh, man. They in it. They, they, they got some steering power, Hey, bro. Gardner Minshew, too. A Lightning football mania. player. Minshew mania. Running wild, brother. Bro, <laughs> I, I got to meet him at the uh, training camp or whatever. And, you know, a couple years back, he was all over the internet. He had living in his RV, making videos. He was in commercials mm-hmm. because he's this lightning rod of a character. I'm like, hey, you've kind of disappeared from the internet. His eyes won't play ball. Like I, I, think he, I think he got a chance to experience all that and was like, this is not, yeah, I just nice. want to play ball. And he just, he knows that he doesn't have forever, right. you know? So he's like, I just want to enjoy every single moment. And even though Anthony Richardson was there, all the teammates were like, Gardner has been uh-huh. a great asset to this building Absolutely. as a leader and everything. And now that he has an opportunity, it's not always perfect. No, no. no. Boy, there are some bad decisions made <laughs> sure. in the Gardner Minshew experience. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But at the end, we're, we're in it. Yeah. And Shane Steichen, I don't know if you got to meet him, Shane Steichen, this guy has had to deal with Jonathan Taylor not wanting to be there. Oh, bro. And now he's there. He's had to deal with the number five or four overall pick getting hurt in four out of five games. Yep. And then losing him. And now Gardner Minshew's in here. He Alec Pierce just scored his first touchdown. He was first-round draft pick last year. Yeah. So it's like the things that they've had to go through to get to this point is insane to think about. Bro, it, first of all, Steichen is a freaking stud. Dog. And yeah. got some brass cojones, bro. Like, this dude drops them out oh, there. Yeah. All the can, time. And, and continually makes, like, good calls. Like, I got a ton of respect for what this guy's doing. I will say this. I got a ton of fan, I mean, a ton of, of, of friends who still live in Indy, right? Everyone I get is about Minshew mania. I mean, these dudes are fanatic. They want the jorts. You know what I mean? They, 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 they want the cutoffs, bro. They want the whole, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. The, the, the whole deal, man. They have bought into this guy. And to your point, like, there's something electric that's going on with Indy. And you saw them, man. They just putting one in front of another. They keep finding ways to win. The defense finds a way. Offense finds a way. Special teams blocking two punts. Like, uh, well, Stonehouse yeah. had to have surgery on his knee. Teasing and peace to that, pal. We hope you come back. Yeah, that, that looked terrible. It did look terrible. A couple of your former teammates, too, doing a hell of a job on that staff. Reggie, Reggie Wayne, receivers, yes. uh, Kato June in there with the linebackers, my boy Mike Mitchell in there with the secondary. By so the way, a good Beast. job with Shane 
keeping those guys on the staff, holding them over. All, all, all three of those guys that you talked about are difference makers, right? I mean, like Cato, Mike, those dudes. Mike got a different. Now he got a, he got a different mentality. Oh now. yeah, that dude's for real. Oh yes, that's a dog for real. <laughs> all, I mean, I'm telling you, he, nice. he is. Listen, he is not about that. He is not about the new rules of ball. <laughs> 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 However y'all want to take that, he don't care about no new rules, bro. <laughs> about de-clicking folks, right? Cato, yeah. him and way. Reggie being honest, I like yeah. that. Oh, oh, yeah. and Reggie, you know he. Oh, you know Reggie. Yeah. Like he, he is I mean that dude is for real. And he got Pierce Ball and he got Josh Downs yep. making plays. Yeah. These dudes have yeah, Pittman oh, he, but he was already, but I'm talking yeah. about these dudes, he is oh, Josh, God. I think Josh Downs impact to me has been undervalued and underrated oh, yeah. because this guy in the middle is opening up everything for everybody. Did you see else. him in training camp? Beast. No. Couldn't catch a ball. Oh, you talking about Josh? Yeah, Josh Downs. Oh. Training camp. Could, he was in preseason games. I think he had like five drops yeah. right in front of my eyes at his preseason game. I'm like, this poor guy. Uh-oh. No. Let me tell you. But then as soon as the game started for real, it was like diving catches. Yeah, I'm like, this is my favorite guy on the team oh, yeah. all of a sudden. My, so, so my son went to school with him at Carolina, right? So my son walked on to Carolina as a receiver. Downs is, in a, Downs is from my area in Atlanta. And let me just tell you, dude, like my son, first, first week he's playing – He's like, this is the smartest yes. receiver I have ever been. He's like, Dad, he, when the ball is snapped, this dude is getting vertical, and he sees every rotation, and he makes play after play. He said, like, this dude is ahead of the coaches. This dude knows yeah. ball. I remember telling Ballard last year we were talking about, this guy is an absolute beast. And he's, he's okay, a so little guy. Yeah. 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 We're thankful yeah, for him. He's a small guy. Hey, look at you. Your Good final guy. gift. Hey, hey, yeah. Thank yeah. you. You made me be scout. I'm scout. Hey, maybe in the GM. Somewhere. Not, like, Chris puts his hours in too now. Caleb, that? Caleb Downs. This is oh, little brother. Little brother. That's yeah. his little brother. Uh, starting, at, starting at Bama, roll tide. Freshman. He, they're, they're saying he's Hall of Famer. Bro, they're, roll tide. So uh do you remember you uh, Big Chat? You. you remember Big Chat? <laughs> Uh, Josh Chapman. Uh, you might not have been there. No, no, yeah. Josh Chapman, next regime. D-tackle from Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think he was a captain for Alabama as a sophomore oh. or as a junior. Yep. Multiple-time national champion. He's beloved down there. Okay. Reason why he's beloved, classic D-tackle. We're talking like 370. <laughs> oh. Southern accent. Like, like incredibly infectious personality. Yep. Great cook. We're talking about he's cooking an entire grocery store just because it's a Wednesday. <laughs> like he, Recently, probably might have to. He's awesome. He was his locker was right next to mine, so like I grew grew very tight with it. He is the man. We go down to Alabama uh-huh. to do the simulcast or whatever. See him. He's now part of the strength staff or something. Yep. I think Coach Saban's just like just want this guy in the building. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a guy he's we just guy. want in the building for whatever it is. I come over. He comes over to chat with us. We dap him up. We're like, "What's up?" And we go, "Hey, who's somebody that we should know about?" And he goes. We got a safety boy, best ever. And I'm like, what are you? He's a gold jacket. Haven't even seen him do anything. This guy's a gold <laughs> jacket. This was and second I said, of the year. He yeah. said, Caleb Downs, this boy different. And I'm like, what's different? He said, ever. He different. He, he's a true freshman. Yes. And he's leading them in tackles. Yep. Yeah. He's calling out checks, too. He's reading plays. I get, he blew something up in the Georgia game mm-hmm. that was like he saw it beforehand. Yeah. It, that Downs family's for real. Oh, bro. Pops and Josh is a coach. Josh has been a hero for the Colts. Yeah. I yeah. mean, to your point, he has been a Ain't hero no for us. Dad is a coach. Caleb won the state in my area last year. This kid, whatever you needed him to do, you want him to run it, you want to play defense, you want him to return punt, you want him to kick it, whatever he can do, oh, dude yeah. is the best. Will smoke you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, puts this part on you. It is not a You're talking about that, Mike Mitchell. Like, that is seemingly how they talked about this guy. He's yes. a true freshman. It's like, yeah. of course, Saban. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? obviously. That's why they put him in the college football playoffs. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why they put him in there. 
FSU. Ty has a question for you, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, you were talking about uh, Carolina's offensive line a little bit, and, and your situation with the Colts was a little bit different, obviously, because you had the previous relationship with Jim, and you kind of sounds like you knew all the expectations, sure. laid everything on the table when you got in there. But when you look at the situation right now in Carolina, mm. do you think they need to hire an established head Like, can a first-time head coach go in there knowing what we know about Tepper, where, you know, he's calling him to the carpet every Monday. He wants to be super involved with everything. <laughs> like, based on your experiences, what's like, your, this what's sounds your, exhausting. Yeah, yeah. How, did, you see Frank? did you see Frank? He, oh, looks he was exhausted. Yeah, he was. Exhausted, bro. You're he was fighting like, fires everywhere, dude, including your owner. Like, your owner walks up dropping F-bombs in front of the media. Like, that does not help you. That is not helping anybody. I, I would say... I would say yes. I would say, in fact, this. I would say getting an offensive-driven guy, similar to what the Colts just did, right? Mm -hmm. Go get a dude who you have seen run an offense similar to what you want, right, and let him go run with it. And understanding that this is what it's going to require. Now, I will say this about Kerry. Like, the Colts had a much better roster Mm -hmm. than what the Panthers had. Exactly. O-line specifically. But, but, I mean, you looked at them in – like, they – whether it's Pittman, I mean, you, you had Pierce, they had just drafted. Like, they had dudes in the building on defense at the point they had Shaq, they had Zaire, they had EJ Speed, like, they had Buck in the middle. They, I mean, so they had guys. Buck, that's cool. The, the issue Buck. from the Panthers is they're devoid in a lot of areas. So whoever they're going to get, mm-hmm. like, Tepper's going to have to pump down, man. Like, like you're not there. You're, you're not at the point where you're going to go win – 10 games, mm-hmm. right? Like five games is going to have to be good, right? And so unless you just invest a bunch of money, bring a bunch of dudes in right away, it, it just they, – they don't have – they don't got that gear yet. You yeah, know what I mean? they, uh, they're something. And what I will say is I'm very thankful that Tepper's an owner in the NFL. Yes. He's just chirping. <laughs> All yeah. the time. He's just chirping. Now another owner also seemingly – Back in his bag, mm-hmm. both on Twitter oh, and yeah. at press conferences. Big time. How do you feel about the state of Jim Mercer? <laughs> both of us know him very well. Very well. Very well. Yeah. And uh, obviously, you were the first call that he made whenever he was looking for somebody to be a head coach in the middle of a season when it's going terrible. So you're very tight with him. I believe me and Jim also pretty tight, as yeah. tight as you could possibly be. And I'm just kind of watching him live his life right now. Feels like he has gotten to the point where he looks in the mirror. He said this at the last owner's meeting. They were going through all the uh, photos, owners' photos from yeah. all the meetings, and he is in the longest, the most amount of photos. That's right. So he's the longest tenured owner. Yeah. And there was like something that switched in his head where he's like, "This is my league." Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's kind 100%. of almost how he started like operating. Yes. How do you feel about owners in the modern day right now? Jim Irsay, Tepper, others, Josh Harris, Magic Johnson. Mark Davis. I mean, it's like becoming a thing. Mark Davis is awesome. Mark Davis is awesome. But how do you feel about that as a whole? I'm going to put them all on different levels. I want to say this about Jim because I do have a personal relationship. Obviously, I like Jim. Um, You knew something changed in him with the whole Dan Snyder thing. Yes. You remember, like, he walks out, and I guess, like, the whole thing was, yeah, we're going to be mom. Nobody's going to say anything. Dude walks out and is like, Excuse me. I got something to say. Yeah. All over. Let's do this. I got no fear. He hires me. I mean, like, the dude, yeah. he got no fear, right? He's just like, hey, man, I'm on a different level right now. What y'all going to do to me? He, he just has a no-gas principle right now going on in his uh-huh. life. And so when he when he goes through it, I think, you know, it's, it's good for our game when – 
when owners care, right? Like you, you Agreed. want ownership to care about the game. You don't want like the guy who's got twelve businesses and this is just sure. one of it, right? Collecting money. Yeah, you you want you want them to actually care. Now, do they all make the right decisions? No, but but there is a level of respect from players when your owner knows who you are, cheers you on, and I would say that that's the part of I know about Jim that I don't know about other owners. I don't know Mark Davis well enough to know if he's that guy, but man. He's that guy. Like yeah, so he he loves his guy, right? He got AP in there. And he's like, hey, I'm yeah. gonna love on my like. Though that matters, man. When you're finally done with the game, dude, you don't want your owner to be like, hey, I don't even know that guy. Like, business you, and businesses, it matters. Yeah, yeah, you know, if the person at the top knows the people that are working, yes, they're yes. gonna operate a little bit differently. Exactly. But whenever right. the people at the top are making decisions that are affecting everybody's lives, have no tie to the day to day, I think people care. Now, with that being said, we do not agree with Jim Mercy tweeting Kimberly Martin and Stephen A. Those are his opinions. Yes. Right. Those yeah. are his opinions in yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. getting all that. And, yeah. and he is a billionaire who uh, is not scared. No. And, uh, I mean, you're just going to have to charge it to the game. But I appreciate uh, the way they responded to it all. Let's talk about the Raiders a little bit with Antonio Pierce getting high. They're Love. saying seven to ten jobs are going to be open. For sure. Seven to ten jobs are going to be open. expectations, dude. Yeah. It's silly. Like, like I mean... I think people think, like, when you look at a season, y'all know this, man. You look at the season. When you start the year, mm-hmm. you look, there's six teams. Every year that you'll go, they got a real shot to win. Sure. I mean, like we played on the Colts. Every year we thought, okay, we, we have a shot at this thing, right? Not every team woke up that year and goes, hey, we got, you know, they may lie to you and be like, oh, yeah, we got a shot, right? And then they go three and whatever. Right? But, but you you look at these teams and realize, but owners have this expectation that Fans it's going to be like oh, Houston. Yeah. I mean, you I mean like that is that is a freakazoid right now, dude. Like I can't I cannot believe that how good they have gotten as quickly as they have gotten. But that's that's like the needle in the haystack, man. It's gonna require more usually than that type of turnaround. I just think ownership has these expectations that fans got, though too. Well fans too. Yeah, yeah. The reason why ownership has it, I think, is because now with social media and now with everything, you hear everything everybody thinks. Like back in the day point. back in the day it was only like what this studio decided Mm -hmm. to tell you what the newspaper decided to tell you. Now it's like everybody has a platform for an opinion. For better or worse. Now, yeah, we don't agree with that, but (laughs) you do hear everything. So I think owners who own a company and a business, especially like Robert Kraft, his stadium's not selling out. He's like, why is my stadium not selling out? You go to the, immediately social media, you can see what every wicked awesome mass hole thinks in a matter of seconds. I think that is heightened to owners being like, well, I can't have the perception of complacency or it's going to ruin our business where it might have been the same in the past. Now it's like in their face Absolutely. all the time. I think that's a real deal. That's a, that's a great point. And I will say that, you know, when I realized that the most was this year with Pittsburgh, like Tom, you know, the whole way. And you just felt it from Tom. Like you felt the weight of him letting go of Matt Canada mm-hmm. when he did. And whether you love Matt Canada, hate Matt Canada, think he's nobody was in that first one. I don't you know think. what I mean? Like, but if you're True. in that, you felt it for Tomlin. Like he's like, man, my job is to get these guys to do their best job. And he felt. And I remember Dungey being like this. Like Dungey would, he did, it didn't. He ain't firing guys. Like this dude is going to go to the. He will not fire guys, whether you think he should or not. I think it is becoming increasingly difficult to do that because of what you said. How loud, dude? You heard it, like in we, like we're in Utah. 
Oh, yeah. we were in Utah. Mm-hmm. That's very far away. Yeah. Very Utah, far. I think, known to be like genuinely good people. Good nice. people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. And we, we open the show, and all of a sudden, it's like 400 people. Fire Canada! Like, Is that the same oh, word? Are they talking about Canada, the country? <laughs> yeah. Are they talking about Mac Canada? Yeah, here? No it way. got loud, dude. It got very that loud. That is painful. And I did appreciate that Tomlin basically said, like, he felt like a coward. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, feel like, yeah. because when you fire somebody, you're pawning blame off. That's right. On this particular person, as opposed to me. I appreciated that angle Agreed. from Tomlin. I hadn't heard that from anybody, I don't think. Oh, and like the new owners, too, with their coaches. Like, we did the Tepper. He's on his sixth, including interim. It looks like Josh Harris now. He's, you know, their oh, first year. They'll probably let go of Ron. And then you look at the Waltons. They did one year with Hackett, yeah. out, and then they brought in Sean Payton. Like, That's right. They, they, no one wants you to buy win. a team, not, you want to win. Yeah, not just no, fans. And also, you buy a team, you got a lot of cake. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And there's no coach's salary cap. You know, oh, that. That's a thing of beauty. That's why you did that 200 page. That's exactly yeah. right. You in general like the same contract, right? Because you might always make it eight games. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like Frank's bank account ain't hurting. No. Whether he from, 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 from the Indy or here. They did the math. It's like 25,000 bucks a day for the next like eight years yeah. or yes. Yes. 70 years, Frank. Through 2026, no, like I think. That's like 80% of the question. Hey, congrats, Frank. Yeah. My man. My man. You did it. You did it. Tony's question Yeah, Coach, first and foremost, all I can do is stare at your hands because they are absolute bear paws. <laughs> and it looks like you just punch trees all day long, so I don't want those on me. Just want to let you know. But you were there with uh, Shaq Leonard last year. Yes. He was hurt, but you were there. You were in the building. You've heard. You know him. Yeah. Why do you think that didn't work out? Because they paid him. And normally when you pay a guy that much, you he's not a guy that gets cut in the middle of the season. And do you think he still has enough juice to help the Eagles here on a run to end the season? Two, yeah, yeah. No. Two, two things. I would say probably for the Colts is you have – Zaire, who is balling, right, and playing well. Speed was balling, mm-hmm. playing good. They already let go of Bobby last year, right, to go to the Giants. So they sure. kind of knew. They, I think they had an idea of what they were going to get out of. And then you have Shaq, who's coming off the injury and wants to be the guy again, mm-hmm. right? But you've seen other guys build and play to the level that they're playing to. And I think he's super competitive, being Shaq. He wants to be on the field. all He doesn't want to get taken off. Yeah. And if you are taking it off – and he's having issue with that. It makes it difficult for Gus to manage that, for the team to manage that, right? So it becomes a, is this really worth it? We, we have Z playing well. We got Speed playing well. We can we can move on from that. As far as <clears throat> what I think is. Hey, he was intro last just like four weeks ago. Yep. Yeah. At the stadium. Still intro last. We do. You know, when, really? the, when the defense was coming out on the field. Really? Plays yeah. nuts. And then they would, like, got take – then they were taking him off on third downs, taking him off on fourth. It was yeah. weird. It was a weird situation. Yeah. And you know he ain't coming off happy. No. Like, no, no, good no, no, come no, off no. happy, right? Like, they come off – they got they piss and vinegar, right? They're like, don't take me off. That becomes a distraction. And I think from Shane's point, he's dealt with enough, right? Like, at some yeah. point, you got to go, hey, man, we can find ways to win – this is what I do, do know about Shaq. Even when he was, uh, you know, injured and not playing, the dude from from diagnosing football plays to understanding personnel formations, groupings, this dude is a savant, bro. Like I, when I tell you, he understands football from the defensive side as well as anybody I've been around. So he can diagnose it and see it and be able to help guys. So going to the Eagles, especially in their defense. Physically, even if he's not there, 
helping guys understand where they can be. And then his link in the middle, man. I mean, the guy can pick it off. He can knock mm-hmm. balls free. He has that kind of tenacious ability. And he loves ball. Loves ball. Loves ball. Like you talked about Minshew. Like, all he wants to do is play ball, bro. So we got a chance to see him. Um, he came to the game. Yeah. Right after he got cut? Right after he got cut, because mm-hmm. he had a suite there. And it was a Sunday, and he had a good time to hang out with the family, so he came to the game, and I got a chance to chat with him, you know? And obviously, Indianapolis is going to miss that, dude. His yeah. energy, oh, everything yeah. he did for the community. Yeah. You saw he was doing the turkey giveaway. Yeah, right after. Literally, the day he was cut, like, yeah. we're very appreciative to watch him play and everything he did. Felt like Gus Bradley's defense, though, just never was the right one for him, right? Yeah. And he was hurt when Gus Bradley's defense was kind of put into the Colts. That's right. So he's coming back. It's already kind of been built and established without him. Kind of a misfit is kind of how I thought it was. His style of play, too, not and, really. And, and Z, man. Like, like Zaire's yeah, a dog. Zaire. Also, Walter Payton, man of the year. Yes. Oh, congrats to that. Zaire. Well deserved. Hell right? yes. Yeah. 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 Dude is a stud. But that's the other thing, man. Like, our game, when, you know, when guys get injured, unfortunately, other guys, and thank God, I mean, thank God it did, because that's how I got my start, right? Like, when you get guys who have been a, basically a special teams guy, and he gets his ability to start, and he balls like yeah. he did, it makes it easier for a team to move on from a massive contract or a situation they don't want to get into because the guy behind them is playing at that level. Not fair. That's our, no, exactly. Not, but that's our business. But right? it's reality. Uh, speaking of not fair but reality, the Jets have fired Tim Boyle. Wow. What? Gone. What? Oh, boy. The Jets releasing oh, quarterback no. Tim Boyle and signing veteran quarterback Brett Rippon oh. off Seattle's practice squad <laughs> per Justine Anderson. Rippon started a game this season for L.A. Boyle started the last two games for the Jets. And obviously, not a lot of conversations have been had about the Jets, mostly because watching their game sucks so bad because <laughs> they are so horrendous. Yeah, it is bad. You do, bad. You're doing this with that jersey over your shoulder is just... Speaking of, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> will be joining us in about 21 minutes live in this studio. We'll get his immediate reaction to Timmy B being let go and what else the future could look at in an exclusive sit-down interview. Ooh. Yep. Right over nice. there. That's right. I'm doing Barbara Walters over there. I love it. I know it's going to be hard-hitting. I got notes. I I got notes. Uh, Jeff, you played with Aaron Rodgers, obviously. All the things are being said about him, I guess, before we started interviewing him and having conversations with him were wild for us because he was just basically casted as a smug prick. Yep. Mean guy. Mm-hmm. Eager to, and then we get a chance to meet him and chat with him. It's like definitely unique. Uh, sure. Definitely a hippie for sure. But like you're talking like football <laughs> yeah. guy. Yes. Like oh, old yeah. school football dude. And then when he comes to the Jets, it's like there was this big celebration and parade and everything. And it only lasted four plays. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting a chance to punt it for a year is how everybody's viewing it. Mm-hmm. But the Jets fans are having to sit through this oh, year. Yeah. In which they're gonna, trying to run it back next year. What a time. What a story. Cool. And what are the possibilities you think with him and this Jets team with how it's constructed right now if he was to play next year? Oh, bro. I mean, they, they would be Super Bowl contenders. Even with that O-line? Absolutely. Dude. You think? Because he covers up bro. that stuff. Bro, listen, there are, there are a handful of guys to ever be able to do it like he does it. And when you talk about when Tom Brady walked into Tampa or when Peyton Manning went into to Denver – yeah, Stafford, or, Stafford to LA, LA right? Like these are different dudes, man. And look, if, if you don't think he's seen every blitz known to man, you haven't seen. He's seen every coverage they're going to try to give him. He understands how to put his line in the best place to do it. Whatever that looks like, right? 
You never feel like you're out of a game when you have a quarterback like that, man. And when you got the defense they have, you have the running. Think about the running backs, how much better they'll be when you got that guy back there. No longer can dudes play nine guys down and go, hey, throw it to beat me, right? You got Wilson. That's all we're worried about. Like, it's going to open the entirety of the offense up. He, he is a he is a I'll tell you this the first time I was ever with Aaron we were just warming up in QB center exchange right before practice you go out there I've been with Peyton now 13 years right so I go to snap the ball the first time I wear a shotgun I snap the ball back and I hear and I was like I said bro did you just gas that because it, it made a freaking hum past my ear right I was like that hits me in the head I'm gonna die you know what I, mean? I was like Bo, you just gas it? And he's like, no, man, I'm just warming up. Come on, bro. And I was like, good <laughs> Lord. Like, like, I'm just telling you, that the, the, the way that dude lets that thing go, so it's next I, level. I think with what you just said and what we've all kind of realized, this entire team was built for Aaron to come 100%. in. 100%. Yes. And then whenever it gets ended on September 11th, four offensive plays into it. Mm. Then you got Zach Wilson trying to go in and do what Aaron's doing with a brand new offense, his West Coast offense that Aaron's been in for actually 18 years, yeah, right. where he knows the ins and outs of it. And then Tim Boyle goes in there. It's like kind of a, I don't want to say impossible task for these people, Close but this, this is what the – this is what the team was built to do this year, yeah. and it did not happen. It like, was 100% impossible. Yeah. Like, the whole idea that somebody else was going to come in. They were bad when they had him starting as a quarterback. That the offense was built around him. Like, it's not going to all of a sudden be good with an offense that's not built for him, putting him back in. By the way, dudes were wearing somebody else's shirt last year, right? They're like, Mike White. Yeah, exactly. You're yeah. like, holy crap, now we're going to ask him hey. to go back. Hey, Zach Wilson's a good boy. He's a good boy. Right. Right. Listen, Zach Wilson's a good boy. Nice good boy. boy. Great, hey, great, great. He get possible. He a pro. He get paid. No, that's a, you such a defensive hey, guy, hey, bro. You are such a defensive you guy. Play, you got drafted two overall, so we know you got the skill set. Now you're sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. You got training camp. You got these meetings. And pop, like, we just saw, what did Jake Browning do last night? Zach Wilson's a good boy. Yeah, Jake Browning. Well, I don't know if Zach Wilson thinks the team around him is great. I, just, <laughs> I don't know if he thinks. <laughs> that defense? We have some news out of the game last night now. Uh, Coach Peterson has announced that Trevor Lawrence okay. has a high ankle sprain. That is wow. good because yeah. that, oh, that's big. that son of a bitch turned sideways. Yeah. Yes. That thing yeah, was sideways. Yeah. And the look on his face and the punch of the mm-hmm. ground, mm-hmm. he obviously knew something was wrong. High ankle sprains a few weeks. Happy to hear that, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor. Sucks. Sucks that it happened. Could have been worse. Happy to hear it's not like a dislocated ankle or a fractured ankle or something (laughs) like that. He can get back if the Jags can continue to do what they had been doing until they lose to Jake Brown. Hey, AFC South is (laughs) a wagon. Could have three. Could have three okay, with, the, with the way people were popping off mm-hmm. at the mouth about the AFC Thank South. You. That's right. You guys don't know about the wagon. You don't down. know about it. You have no <laughs> idea. No idea. Three Fire. teams. Three teams in. Speaking Fucking of, C.J. Stroud will be joining us at 2.30 Eastern Standard Time on YouTube oh. and ESPN+. Can't wait to talk to him. You said something about how uh, what Houston was to verse what yeah. they are now oh. and the job that's been done. D'Amico, Coach of the Year there? Is Absolutely. That, is that what's happening? And why do you, why do you think D'Amico has been able to turn around man listen I have no idea I have because no, if you could if you can bottle whatever he's done every owner in the league's buying it bro mm-hmm. like this dude Stingley has, Will Anderson yep. CJ Stroud the draft yeah. for sure Nico sure. Stingley one year before D- yeah, yeah but I'm yeah, just saying yeah. oh yeah, Tank Tank yeah. in the build all their young guys Nico are calls, yeah. Tank Dow, all draft picks are performing well. Tank Tank probably not going to be lead blocker anymore going forward. Yeah, well, they, also have, they also have a left tackle who just is an absolute brick wall. Like we, who's that? Larry Tunsil. Oh, 
his cardio. Uh-huh. We've known since draft night that, that guy's lungs <laughs> yep. are better. He can hold. He can hold for a while. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sent a text to Chuck Pagano when that video hit the internet. And I was like, listen, I've happened upon <laughs> said gas mask that was on face of Laramie Tunzel in that video before. And I've seen others with same mask on their face that Laramie Tunzel on. I've never seen anybody just go, <clears throat> yeah, that was all right. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's lungs. What is wrong? Move him That's to the board. That's He's putting him to one. Yes. <laughs> They're saying this might drop out of the first round. I'm like, excuse me. This dude is a super athlete. Oh, we need to take care of it. And he's gone on to prove it. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. gone on to prove it. Maybe I should get into scouting. But what? <laughs> other than just the players, what do you think D'Amico's messaging is? And why do you think they're all buying in so much? Oh, I, I, first of all, I think he's as even keel as it gets, as, as a person, right? Like playing against him, like he, he is a methodical, uh, you know, he's, he's a prepped guy. Like he understands what it is. But he's not emotional about You see him in the games, man. Like he's going to keep it even keel. This is what we got to do. And he went and got a guy in C.J. Stroud that feels a lot the same, right? Like, when you watch him, you never think they're out of a game. Mm-hmm. And, and I, like I told – I said this yeah. one on Get Up. Like, most, most QBs, their rookie year, you want to get them to the end of the fourth quarter, right? Like, put all the pressure yeah. on them. Make them see your coverage. Make them see the disguise. Make them figure this thing out. The dude does it. Every freaking week it feels like he walks off the field with the lead somehow, right? And, yeah. and you, as you look at that as a rookie – it, it blows me away. And I will say this. Strausser, who used to be in Indy, who's now the O-line coach for the Texans, has done a phenomenal – they not only can they throw it, they can run that yeah, thing too. Yeah. They can tote the rock. They, so offensively, you're seeing those young guys produce. And then defensively, as a coordinator, I would tell you that D'Amico was probably one of the top one or two callers in the game when he was in San Fran, and that has just continued, right? Like, he doesn't put his defense in bad positions. Like, even late in the game, when Russell throws that interception mm-hmm. last week, mm-hmm. like, that play, it's it's insanity, right? That's chaos. And then the ball gets spinning out, doing all that kind of crap, and then the guy's right in the position. Uh, I think that's yeah, part of it. What were you going to say? Now, the, uh, not only the draft picks, but even the signings, the guys that they bring over, that's obviously incredibly important. But Dalton Schultz, he's been a monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry, yeah. Stevie yeah. Nelson mm-hmm. in the corner, Jimmy Ward, who had yeah, the damn yeah. ceiling pick. So, you know, knowing, obviously, you got to give a shout out to D'Amico Ryan, but Nick Casario, too. Casario's done a great job. obviously, you know, you know, went to three. Sussario. Sussario. To your point, I think I saw a tweet yesterday that their last eight games or something like that have all been decided. The last, this game deciding play is all been within the last minute of the game. Yes. Like, they are the cardiac kids, and, and they win those close games, which is, you know, D'Amico being so even killed. And CJ. Yeah. CJ being a guy is certainly something. More updates here from Ari Mirov of Doug Peterson's press conference. Doug Peterson doesn't believe that Trevor Lawrence yeah. will need the tightrope surgery procedure, mm. which is the same procedure that Kenny Pickett had, and I think we learned about it from Tua. Yeah. Yes. In is that how we all learned about it? Powers had it yeah, uh, this year, oh, too. That's right. Mac did it last year. But it is, it's been something very recent where it's some sort of surgery. I wish I was a doctor. We'll have Aaron Rodgers joining us. We'll ask him. Yeah, he's a doctor. But it's some surgery that they started doing, I assume, down there in Birmingham. At, yeah, Birmingham. Uh, James Andrews. Andrews' thing. And it's like 
standard high ankle doesn't normally need a surgery. But then they said, but wait a minute. We can take this maybe five to six week thing, make it a three to four or two to four type thing. And they started doing it. I appreciate that we're trying to beat all these injuries. Him not needing it is good news. That's what that sounds like. You would think so. Because, I mean, but like Kenny just got it done. No, where's the card at? Thank you. Come on. Thank you. Are you serious? You know what? It was terrible to see see his franchise quarterback walking all the way to to the locker room. But at the same time, it's a good sign. It was a good sign. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> that is that. You stop searching it up, bro. You got a cop taking your, your franchise QB into the, into the house, it's, it's man. Weird. That is crazy. Big Dom, big, big Dom over there. Big Dom would have put him on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, Big Dom and the Niners, I do believe, probably had a phone call, a sit-down. Nice. I think they're if all I kind of big dogs. All I think so. Kyle Shanahan came out and said that he's heard the big dom's good guy. I respect mm-hmm. big Basically, dom. Basically, heard okay, no problems. Let's move if, along here. If I know big dom and his culture, he he brought some of his guys and he brought and then the 49ers guys and they mm-hmm. sat down at a table and they discussed it. And they well, was there out. one light on over the top? There was one, yeah. light, was one light on. There was a, a guy standing in the background. Some gabagool. Yeah. Around. So there was exactly. some gabagool. There was some caprese. There was some bruschetta. Oh, and some cannolis for the fact that Yeah, yeah. Greenlaw was right, bro. Like, I don't care what anybody said. That's that's out there. That dude's right, bro. I'm telling you right now, dog. The Greenlaw, I'm with you. I ride with you, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we agree. I agree, by the way. And I bet you Big Dom was like, well, probably should have got smacked in the mouth. Yeah. But I, I didn't like that Greenlaw got kicked out for that. No, no. chance. I didn't, and I didn't like the Big Dom got kicked exactly. out. Yeah. You know, I, He's I gotten didn't a little like soft it. on kicking football? people out. Yeah. Like, no punt. I mean, like, you, you touched his face or you he yelled him. at you. you and we're kicking people, people out. People calling that a left hook on the internet. That's what I'm saying. Come well, on. Those people, where are they from? I mean, that's a quick Where are they Oh, we know. We know where they're from, Jeff. We all do. Okay, we run two, into a lot of them in this. They're business. from the 2000s. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Not, I like. I liked it. I think. Hey, listen, it got everybody energized. A better ball, more fun. Did you hear uh, the Zach Wilson story? Uh, yeah, about the, him not wanting to play or doing the whole yeah. undisclosed injury. We don't know what's real and what isn't, though. Especially, you know, because Zach Wilson's a good boy. He's a good boy. boy. Exactly. He's a good boy. He it seems like they got it out me, for him. Let me, hold on. Before you, let me, let's say this, man, because I had Canty and I went at this about this morning. Okay. This is the Jets' fault, bro. Like, this is the Jets' fault 100%. If he, you brought Aaron in, like, send that dude on, bro. You had dudes <laughs> on his team wearing another man's jersey underneath their shirts, bro. Yeah. And you going to bring him in to be your savior after your guy goes drafted down? number two overall. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, okay, okay, so they invested in the kid, yeah. Jeff. Okay, they invested in the kid. Okay, how'd that work out for you? <laughs> At great. some point, you go, okay, go get Joe Flacco. After you saw two weeks of it, three weeks, go get Joe Flacco. Well, Brad just sent him back to the practice squad for God knows what reason. Why yeah. they say good, we don't good. we can't win with you? Yeah, yeah they I just that's dangerous putting them down there. Yeah, How many teams have backup quarterbacks right now? Uh, 12 going on 13. You go down yeah. the practice squad, you are available. Yeah. Yeah. You, you are available. Word on the street is Flacco said, hey, look, I've played basically just as good as Deshaun Watson. Give me $230 million guaranteed. <laughs> oh, right He's not wrong. That's just what, that's yeah. just what the word on the street is. What if Flacco did walk right into the GM and the head coach and said, you seen what I did there? Yeah, time. You saw that deep ball? Yeah. I think he needs to start for the Steelers on Thursday night. Let's get the whole AFC North division roundup for Flacco. Okay, Ooh, how would you stop. feel if Flacco was a starting quarterback? You'd be more it confident? It would be the funniest thing that's ever happened in the NFL. You yeah, but you'd be more confident? I wouldn't say I'd be more confident. I wouldn't be less confident. Uh, he does not like Mitch. Jeff. You don't like yeah. Mitch? Jeff, I we love North Carolina. Carolina. He does, Jeff. Yeah. He does. North Carolina ties. Yeah. I get it. But this dude has said some terrible things about Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. What? I've never done 
that. Had to delete a lot of tweets when the Steelers got yeah. That's not true either. That's not true either. All I said was, actually, I think it was a positive for Mitch. Because I said it's not much of a drop off from the starting quarterback in a, for an NFL team. That's what backup. you said today. We're not that's today. A back to compliment. Yeah. That's Kenny, why. Kenny Pickett. What are you? Oh, so you don't like you, Kenny? You were, yeah, yeah, I don't have to like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like him. I get paid not to like him. I'm a good one. Like Me too. They are both good guys. You could have a beer with both of them. I can promise you that. But I, I also think you know it's the Christmas season. Why not? Why not put the Rudolph in? Hey, we have to talk about it before the hour ends. Before the hour ends, we have to talk about it. Connor wanted to bring it up since minute one. Yeah. Well, oh, I can't wait to hear what this yeah. is. And, and I didn't want to bring it up. You did. You bring did. It. I bring had it. to. I have to ask about it. And who cares now? The Colts yeah. are seven and five. They're going oh. to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And pancakes is the best segment on ben, TV. Sat them down. Love it. So much better than in the trenches. So, so guys, back to uh, that's respect. Right? Last year, okay, <laughs> when you go into the locker room uh, in Minnesota and you're up thirty-three nothing, you guys <laughs> just eating orange slices. <laughs> no, just kind of like, hey, we did it. I'll be deadly. I'll be deadly honest with you. We walked in. I was like. Boys, we're in trouble. No! You sound like LeBron right now. Listen, I went in. We we didn't – I don't think we scored a point offensively. I'm dead serious. Like, we got the ball down inside, like, the 15-yard line, I think twice, and had to kick field goals. We had a block kick, I think, for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. Like, everything went our way. And I was still scared to death. I was like, man, we can't get a first down. Like we are, when I tell you we are, so we start out the second half, and I was like, we gotta, we gotta push the gas right here. So we, we called a shot play, mm. and it's freaking wide open, bro. Mm-hmm. And Matt doesn't throw it. Mm. And why? He, What's and, his deal, Jasper? I, I, I have no idea. Still whatever, don't know. Whatever it was, I was like, <laughs> He's when he didn't do it, I, I, I said to Parks, Parks, we in trouble, my man. We are in trouble. <laughs> so no. And, and here's the other thing. I will say this. The other thing, because I mean, and listen, you can't if you can't laugh about it, right? Like I, I ain't crying about it so it's like yeah we could not like when they saw jeff outside joe's jefferson outside and you saw them like and just throwing the freaking back behind and this dude is jicky jacking and taking it to the house and i was like gus what coverage are we in he's like we've called them all and we can we ain't stopping our soul right now we're like these dudes are they are taking it to the house on us carly earth is on the headset for all this huh oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> She was making a record. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we get down. The only oh, thing, the only thing I had, the only thing I had was we're at fourth and inches. And I was like, well, they were like, we can try. And I asked Bubba, I was like, hey, what do you feel about the field goal? He's like, nah, man, we need to. So I was like, all right, we're going to go fourth and inches. We're going to go for it. We're going to go for it. So we go to get it. And Matt gets it, but gets it late. And so the referee's like, hey, man, the rule in the NFL is if his feet stop, we, we, the play is basically dead. Yeah. Mm. So when he got the ball, he kind of laid first and then started driving his feet. And the, and the referee was like, that to me was it, right? Should we have tried a 57-yard or whatever? Maybe. You know, how, how do you do it? But at the end of the day, we had our shots. We just didn't hey. do it. It's all right. It's historic. Hey, it's history, bro. It's just yeah. names in the book. Well, it's, exactly. it's in Canton. We're all in it. It's right. in Canton. Yeah. Uh, that, that was Jeff Saturday. What a legend. Appreciate y'all, man. Absolute legend. You crush it on TV. Very lucky to be a former teammate of yours. And uh, keep going, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And just keep accepting any head coaching jobs. <laughs> we can have some fun with That's it. not on you. That's, no, uh, that's on the teams. <clears throat> Let's take a trip to journalism time. Whoa. Okay. okay. 
In this particular studio, a lot of sports journalism takes place. Mm. Real stories are told. Hard-hitting questions are asked. The go of the sports goes as this particular studio goes. And joining me now for an exclusive sit-down interview is a four-time <laughs> NFL MVP. Wow. Current wow. quarterback of the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. Attaboy, Aaron. Aaron? <laughs> Trying to be Roy Firestone right now or what? Barbara Walters mostly. Yeah. That's the thought. Look at how intimate this is. Incredible. Okay, we got a camera here, two shot. We got a one shot right here for a moment. I'm asking my questions. I think that we'll be able to cut to. And Whoa. You have a one shot there. Let's get to the main. Where's my one shot? Here? It's yeah, coming. Got it. Oh. 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 Aaron, when you speak. Just act like that camera's not even on you. Incredible. No, because you're talking to me. You know, you're talking to me. You're talking to me. You're not talking to the people. This Got is it. just Go. us chatting. Okay. I have to ask. There is a growing narrative across society even that you did not tear your Achilles. Here we are watching you walk your handsome ass into this studio down Pier 17. On the sidelines, we see you moving. In the tunnel, we see you moving. And we see you throwing. When are we ever going to find out the truth about your fake torn Achilles? Mm. That's how you want to start this whole thing out, huh? Journalism. <laughs> <laughs> this show's losing, losing its shit. No! <laughs> we used this to make it journalism. good. You know? This is journalism! One trip to New York, and this is where you go. Whoa, this is your town! This is your town! Why do you think people think you didn't tear your Achilles, Mr. Rogers? Well, I'm just trying to do something no one's ever done before. So, when that happens, it can't possibly, in the collection of the impossible, ever uh, be the reality. So, But I'm, I'm, I'm proud of people, you know. There was a time a few years ago where... Anybody who had any ideas outside of the mainstream narrative and the normal thought process were called the C word. And I'm glad that there's some other people joining the C word. Joining the, uh, the ranks, you know, the people who are questioning things. Now, if we know the history of the word conspiracy. And oh, the, that's oh, the C word. Okay. Conspiracy, I know. The conspiracy theory. Oh, journalism. Yeah. Remember, we got the low camera shot. We got, <laughs> we got a one shot here for that this one. Maybe I should talk directly to the camera. But, Thank you. Um, I, yeah, I respect, uh, respect everybody's opinion about it, however misguided and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about you being a um, conspiracy theorist lunatic. Just feet away here in this particular studio. I believe you were potentially called a murderer yeah. for not getting vaccinated true. a few years ago. During Now we sit here, December 5th, 2023. How do you feel about how it all took place? And how is the body? Are you the most healthy you've ever been? Yeah, I feel great. The body feels great. I will say I saw Stephen A in there, and uh, he's been taking care of himself, too. So shout out to Stephen A. Man. Jacked he's, right now. He's been getting jocked. <laughs> and uh, some to that whole eating right, uh, you know, taking care of yourself, exercising, cold tub, sauna. Um, Stephen A should maybe talk about that a little bit more. But as I sit here today, I feel like I'm definitely on the right side of history. And uh, went through a lot of shit uh, for uh, an opinion that was my own, uh, you know, personal belief based on what was best for my body. And in an era of censorship and uh, quelling free speech, um, uh, I'm glad that uh, I took the stand that I did and welcoming more and more people to the, uh, the side of freedom and uh, free speech.
All this right. is great. I can just directly go to my iPad. <laughs> I actually like this movie. Nice, I can just go right to my one shot. I was about right say, to say, we just did real journalism there. Yeah, this and we is even great. got They're snapped. loving this, I'm sure. Oh, what absolutely. Nice. What else do you want to talk about Look at here? This staircase right here? Who else can we real? piss off here? Two gays. All right, how yeah. about this one? Zach Wilson in yeah. your relationship with him. Very close, seemingly. Is that accurate? I love Zach, yeah. Did you talk to him about him saying, I don't want to play football here? I I will say this, you know, when you when you uh when you have sources right and uh. and that's always an interesting you know Ooh. thing and you know first of all to have like uh that you can go down a whole rabbit hole with uh actual sources made up sources why is someone willing to be a source what are they gaining out of that on and on and on but when you uh use sources and whether intentional or unintentional try to assassinate someone's character like that report does for Zach. I have a, I have a real hard time with that. Okay, really so you're saying that that was an effort to maybe make Zach look like a worse human than a potential people already view. Yeah. I think that that was, how can he not read it any other way? I mean, you're basically saying that this Quit. this kid is, is quitting on the team and, and doesn't want to play and has given the middle finger to the organization. Um, now listen, uh, I don't want to speak for him because he's going to get a chance this week to speak and I'm going to let him speak. I'll tell you that I love the kid and I've spent a lot of time with him uh, and um, I think he's uh, an amazing uh, young man and he is young. You know, he's in his he's early 20s and I've had a blast spending time with him. Um, he's gone through a lot of shit in the last three years and he's got every right to be uh, frustrated and disappointed about it. I think he's done a good job of standing up and taking accountability this year. Um, when when it's been his part to do it, um, and I think that uh, that if if that's journalism now, if you're going to use sources and whoever that, I want to say the F word now. Um, you can't. We're doing journalism. But whoever <laughs> can't right? That's yeah. That's yeah, fool. That, that's that one of the rules. What's one of the rules? I whoever that person is that that thinks it's okay. Number one to talk to anybody like that. I don't understand what you get out of that. Number one, but number two. Um, what do you? What is your impetus? What is your motivation to try and bury someone like that? Um, and that's a problem with the organization. You know, we need to get to the bottom of whatever this is coming from and put a stop to it privately, uh, because there's no place in in a winning culture where. And there's been. This is not the only time. There's been a bunch of other leaks big that, city that a lot of out. reporters i get it a lot of friends i get it they're not your friends no yeah they're not your friends yeah what? friends they're not your friends even if they are like is that really what you want to be about you want to be about using someone in the media yes. to leak stuff to uh in order for what to get them to put your name out there for a job or if you're a player to get you a write-up something i think it's chicken shit um at its core and and uh you know, I think it has no place in, in a winning organization to be to be a source on it, especially not if you're going to assassinate somebody's character, and, and especially not when it's someone that I really love and care about, like Zach Wilson. So. Obviously, it's not the only time this has ever happened in the history of sports and teams. Obviously, we've seen this happen before, which is why you're not only just speaking for this situation. We've seen it in the past. you got to nip it in the butt. Got to get that person out of your building, especially if they're trying to tear you down from within. Now, let's talk about that building. The New York Jets organization. We chatted about it with Jeff Saturday earlier. Now Jeff, well, let me say this first. Go just, ahead. Just listen. I've I have uh, had relationships uh, with uh, obviously a, a number of different uh, 
meeting people over the years. You, you get to know them, they're in the locker room, they're those beat writers. Um, you put your name on, on something, then you stand behind it. You know, like, I believe and this, and yes, it's okay. You're immunized. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. but, I understand uh, what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Put your name behind it. We like, agree. I have no problem with you. I honestly, I don't have a problem with anybody having a relationship with Diana Rossini or uh, Shafty. Yeah, any of those. Rappaport. What? But Palacero. What? Schultz Report. What? Ari Mirov. What? Lombardo. What? Lombardo. Definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he hears some stuff. But just put your name behind it. So that make things a lot better. Actually, and then it just then we'd have a conversation in, within the organization. In the real world, okay, like the real news that do these actual interviews like this on a regular basis, we understand where anonymous sources might save somebody's life. Okay, so we're not talking about all oh, media. I'm not talking about that at all. Whistleblowers love it. Boom, got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. That's Please. the real world. You're anytime potentially dying. Anytime there's major corruption going on, if there's major corruption, we need the whistleblowers to yeah. have the protection to be able to speak up without getting harassed fired killed yep mm -hmm. something came out today yeah heard a lot of that <laughs> but like we're not saying all anonymous sources are bad but in sports there's no death potential so it's like it, i think that is kind of the guys they stand behind is like you got to protect anonymous sources it's like from saying zach trying to kill zach why you think zach wilson's family's gonna kill him how who do we who's gonna do that we're talking sports specific this isn't an yeah. all all anonymous sources need to stop no, that conversation no, no. Yeah. Uh, let's talk very about the, good point by the way yeah let's talk about the building in the jets uh building of the jets it was the actual structural building or it's the, a long one we saw it hard enough you yeah. gotta walk a long yeah, way a long walk, mm -hmm. yeah art deco yeah gothic yeah <laughs> 18th century yeah gorgeous <laughs> The Johnson and Johnsons build a good building. Yeah, they oh yeah, yeah, with right. good money too. They do, they do build a good building. So aside from the building being built great, which we all agree, heard the boys break it down. The Jets team itself, okay, we're watching how it's going this year. There's obviously a lot of questions about the offense line, the protection, Hackett's play calling, the entire situation. From watching where you are, you know, you think, hey, next year, this year. Whenever you're back, you speak. You were doing journalism, so you give whatever you want to say. Uh, whenever you play again, we have a chance to still do everything we dreamed of in the offseason whenever we were running into this miraculous year that it was supposed to be for the Jets? I think so, yeah. I think, I think uh, it's about the culture. You know, Culture can win championships. Chemistry wins championships. Um, so we obviously need to fine-tune a couple things, just tighten a few things up. Um, and... I feel like there was there was some really amazing progress uh, that I saw uh, throughout OTAs and training camp, and that people got to see in Hard Knocks the way that we cared about each other, the the culture that was being created, the chemistry that was being created, and the practice habits as well. And when you win in, you I was joking with this with uh, one of my buddies in the locker room that day. When you win in, everything gets glossed over, and you know, and Jeff knows, and anybody's played knows. Um, it can be a blessing and a curse because the little things aren't big things, you know, and, and, and a lot of things get kind of swept under the rug. What that can lead to sometimes is, is some, uh, some habits starting to form over the years. Uh, but it usually takes a long time for that to happen. When you're losing, every little thing becomes a huge thing. The tiniest little thing and the media is doing their job. And a lot of times that job is to divide and to get a, uh, you know, a quote and, and a comment uh, that is going to, draw people to it when a lot of times it, it can also be very divisive you know there can be clips taken out of context 
and the guy's saying, what did he say about this? Or what, who said that about what? And just the littlest things can become, uh, you know, things that can really divide a locker room. So uh, that's kind of what we've been dealing with, I think, uh, the last, uh, last few weeks, especially after um, things were, you know, four and three, looking like we were starting to turn the corner. And then obviously we've lost five in a row, and uh, it's been a rough stretch. But um, you, you, this next five weeks will be fascinating because as – we're not mathematically mathematically out. It'll be interesting. Oh, that's a big piece of information for you, from what I've been told. Journalism. I haven't got my single shot yet. I was going to make uh, the uh, the gym from the office face. Um, Enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're making a mockery out of this whole thing. Yeah. Um, Next five weeks. It'll be important. interesting to see how guys respond because we've we've had adversity. We've seen how guys deal with adversity. Who's going to finish the season uh, as a professional? You know, who's going to do it? buy into this thing um, and keep doing it together and put good ball on tape and, and take pride in their performance. Because I've been on a, a couple teams where down the stretch it's been rough. In my first year in the league, we were 4-12. and 12. And my first year starting, we lost five, uh, five out of six down the stretch, I believe, um, after we were 5-5. Five and five. And so I've seen what it looks like uh, at times when things are going not great. And it really reveals the character um, you know, in those, in those adverse moments. So it'll be interesting to see if guys stick together and we hold this thing uh, together because uh, there'll be a lot of interesting decisions moving forward. Well, I'll be interested to see it, and I can't thank you enough for taking the time to sit Can down. Can we go back over there and have fun now? Yeah, let's have to <laughs> Hey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this here? What are you thinking about this from Mike Green? Oh, I'm you can't hear my me. i shit here. Yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of. Yeah, can you give me a link back up? Why I got they... some. I got some Adidas on. We're back in Adidas. Whoa! Yeah. Because remember, he was wearing those moon shoes. Yeah, the Robert yeah. De Niro. On yeah. those, yeah, the Robert De Niro's from the yeah. Irishman. We were walking like that. Yeah. <laughs> you got a pretty good little stride like 12, right now. Uh, Twelve weeks tomorrow. What do you think of that? Uh, it's unsigned, so it's kind of strange. Honestly. Oh, jeez, yeah. Greeny. Six to midnight. There was a conversation yeah. about that yesterday. Oh, Greeny was afraid to ask. Yeah, Greeny was, Greeny was asking me if I should ask you or if you mm-hmm. ask you. Mm-hmm. Didn't really know the ins and outs. Who's got the, ma- the most makeup on right now? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody? All declined. Come yeah. on. Nice. Do you? No. We're real. Shot. Oh, you got makeup on. Do I have a single shot here or not? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Two. You need to stop with the single shots. All right, we're sick of shit. Here, Been a pro. Beautiful. Hey, is that you. your watch? Is that Zenith? This is not the new one, but this is a Zenith, of course. Yes. There are your people. Thank you. Let me shout out Zenith. Can I shout out uh, Huga <laughs> a little bit too? Who? I like that. It's the you know it's a Danish concept that means uh, cherish the little things. Oh yeah, you did this before. Mm-hmm. We did, did this yeah. thing before. Yep. Shout out. What's it called? Huega. Shot right here. What? Nope. Right. No two. You got two over Three. here. Three. Three now. Three okay. is yep. me. Yeah, oh, you got two. A got lot of single shots. shots. What's it called? Huga. Huga. What's that? Booga. 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 Shout out to Booga. We're all about Booga. And speaking of, Connor has a question for you. Yeah, Aaron, and I, we are all about Booga. And, you know, there were some, uh, how do I say this, WikiLeaks today. But um, <clears throat> I'm not going to bring that up just no, because. Maybe, maybe another time. Yeah, there's some good ones out yeah, there. Uh, <laughs> you mentioned the culture. You know, when you come in, you're the you know most experienced guy by a lot. In, in the Jets, especially when you're thinking about like playoffs. What, what did you add to the culture? Because obviously that was a huge thing for them in the previous years that maybe hadn't been established per se yet. And how do you see it now as opposed to when you first got there? Well, I think because of what I've accomplished and how long I've been around, I think there's an instant like uh, 
clout that I come in with. Yeah. It allows me to yeah, my say, voice to yeah. carry a little bit. A, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. it does. Yeah. Uh-huh. Couple heavy fees. <laughs> my voice carries a little bit of a you know, stronger uh, stronger tone I think from the start when you walk in there and guys respect what I've done in the league. So I have a platform to kind of speak into certain things. Um, you know, I tried to in the beginning to just kind of be a, an observer, to be a consultant, to yeah. kind of take the experience I've had from 18 years in a great organization and and see, you know, what uh, what I like about what we're doing, what maybe we can uh, adjust a little bit, um, and where I fit in. You know, how I can use my voice to get this thing steered in the direction that we want it to. Um, I felt like there was a lot of a lot of leadership. I just think I didn't know when I got the team like who the guys were, who the leaders were. I think we have a lot of great leadership, especially on defense. You know, if you look at uh, what C.J. Mosley has done as his career and the way that he leads uh, and does it kind of like a Julius Peppers, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Just want to give him. A I put him in there. Yeah. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I could windmill dunk still. Yeah. Fair to. But the thing that I think is interesting about both those guys is. don't mess with those dudes. Like those <laughs> dudes, the quietest, the silent assassins, man. Yeah. Like JP never said a whole lot, but if you ever got into him, and, and we played him in Chicago one year, and, and the whole plan was the first four plays, we're going to chip him. You know, we're going to like chip him outside, then we're going to like cut him, and then we're going to like send two guys at him. And we had this one play, we were in goal line personnel, like on the uh, minus 40. And the whole thing was, we're going to have a guy outside, and he's going to come down and crack this shit out of JP, and we're going to toss, right? So he was going to motion to whatever side he was on. So JP starts on this side. He sees the guy motioning down. He runs to the other side. We motion the guy across. He comes down again. JP goes to the other side. Call time out. And I was like, I went over. I said, why the hell are we pissing off the biggest bad (laughs) on the team now? And and CJ's like that as well. Awesome leader. Um, But I've seen a lot of guys grow and step up. Obviously, we're playing a a few more young guys at this point in the season. Um, which has been fun to see their development. The offensive line has gone through a lot of turmoil. If you look at the five that started the season, Connor McGovern's out for the season. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker's out for the season. Makai was starting at right, mm-hmm. now with the left. We've had right tackle injuries. Uh, Joe Tittman's now in at center for us. The only guy that's kind of been standing through the whole thing at the same position is Lakin Tomlinson, uh, who's had a nice season for us. But it's tough when you have so much, uh, you know, so many moving pieces uh, up front. Obviously, we've played three different quarterbacks now. Um, and there's obviously more uh, developments uh, happening uh, happening this week. Yeah, but Tim got fired. I don't like to say it, but it happened. Um, happened today. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been a great learning experience. It's journalism. I believe in uh, uh, the guys there. I believe in the, the men and women uh, that work at the facility. I believe in the the individuals in in the position of leadership. Um, I think that there's uh, just like anywhere, there's uh, a lot of uh, reactions that happen. Know, various times and and some may be influenced by fans and pundits maybe a little more than uh, that i'm used to but uh i think a great opportunity for us to stick together now and to just watch and see how it all plays out and how people respond to this adversity and um it's been a wild ride and i look forward to uh taking back the reins pretty soon what you do uh, on what you do on sunday night sunday night at a party Oh, what, what, what was yeah, it? What was I had a party in the city. What yeah. was it? For a birthday, yeah. Okay, so now that you talk about it, I saw that there was a bunch <laughs> of your Jets teammates at that party. A bunch of them. You and think? F- were you, you know? surprised? Uh, what's that? I, I didn't see You it. were a big hit at the party, though. You were a big hit. <laughs> oh, so, you got I, it. I so that's where you were. You went? I thought we did okay. What? Honestly. You were a big hit. More than anybody, and there were some interesting people there. Well, buddy. A lot of people wanted to meet uh, 
Pat, where's Pat? I said, the only friggin' guy wearing no sleeves. <laughs> well, Shane Gillis had a T-shirt yeah, on. Right he did. Uh-huh. Let's yeah. never forget that. Shane Gillis had a T-shirt on. And I heard after we left, there were some speeches given, and Shane Gillis did not give one. This what? Son of He's a, a professional what? speaker. I heard AJ brought the house down. I did hear AJ brought the hammer. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> He lied to us? Where is he at, by the way? Oh, he's, he's in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, what do you guys? He's the No, we, so the setup. The slow, uh, You have no idea. Yeah. Nah, you probably the do. slow you, phase out? You know, you, I, I, you know. Could you? <laughs> no way. Could never be without. Hey, sir, AJ. we're going to actually move the set. <laughs> to New York yeah. City. Yeah. Uh, no, we're using yeah. a truck that was driven here that is outside of this yeah, particular Shout out to all the men and women that make the. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Especially here at this one. I mean, there's a lot of people that had no idea what our show was who have had oh. to work it the last two days, and we're very, mm-hmm. very grateful and you thankful. You think they'll be excited to see, you know, the, us the gone? Oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Should have seen him yesterday after the show. Like, Jesus Christ, thank God. One know. more day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I actually heard so one of them say. Is Foxy getting fired, too, or not Zito? No, no they're all in a truck outside. Oh, yeah. Hey, all right. Okay, you guys are still here. But all look right. at the setup, yeah. though. It's not a real, it's not a real set. They're so they're tight, huh? Yeah, the amount of. Listen, Aaron, now's not the time for this. We just appreciate everybody. Absolutely. Love it, Stuart. Really appreciate it. Yesterday, we couldn't hear a thing. Today, they fixed it. Pretty yeah, good. Really. So it was incredible. Pretty I'm good. very, very thankful. That's not real. Come on! What are you talking about? Because that's, that's classic conspiracy theory. That's a window. Yeah, that's conspiracy theorists over here. Right, there's a boat. Boom. Right Boom. There. Two Double of them. Of them. Couple of them. Boom. I'm glad you said it. I've been sitting on it for 48 hours. I wasn't allowed to say it. Thank you. <laughs> That's They're not, not real. Yeah, that's not that's true. A, that's nobody not true. told Tony he's no not allowed to say that. Who knew the Cobra oh, Cowboy and Rogers would team up? Yeah, like that lady on the plane that said, mm-hmm. that's that, not real. Not well, real. She's, yeah. she's being muted. Yeah, well, actually, she, she, Tiffany Gomez? She's uh, being muted. I've seen her uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, she, she's, she's going. Right and by now, muted, I mean she's just saying, like, oh, yeah, I didn't really see it. Okay. Yeah, I did hear a lot of people saying they probably cloned her in Antarctica, brought her back up, and not having her do this PR run. Okay, so that's that C word he was talking about earlier, but who knows? She's a lizard person. Let's talk about the conspiracy <laughs> of your birthday party. Yeah. Okay. What about it? No conspiracy here, unless, you know, people want to dive into it. A lot of Jets players there. Okay, you uh, you think about draft day with Kevin Costner? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember that one yeah, guy? It's important. Yeah. They're gonna yeah. draft. Nobody was at his birthday party. That's right. For you, Russell you weren't here that long. You weren't here that long, and then you were gone for most of the season. Whenever you were talking about over there about the relationships and the culture being built, feels real still after coming back. Now that you're here full time, does it feel like exactly how it was a training camp with the boys or what is it all like since you've come back with the it's team? It's different. It's different. I'm not playing. So the whole, the whole vibe is different. I mean, I think that, you know, it's, it's been frustrating for sure to not be out there, um, to watch us, you know, struggle at times, uh, to know, you know, a lot of stuff that I'm about that what we tried to build that just couldn't get kind of pushed into the standard practice and the, you know, the, the, just kind of the way we go about things because it kind of goes into autopilot sometimes when you're doing the same mm. thing over and over and over and, and they're seeing me and how I go about my business, it becomes part of the routine. And without me here, it's just natural, you know, things fall back to uh, what they, you know, what they have been uh, before. So it's good to be back around the guys. Um, and I, I love, uh, love spending time with, uh, with cool the group of dudes. Yeah. So, yeah All the dudes I met, cool group of dudes. Sure. Very talented. Garrett Wilson's hands too. Yeah. Large. Yeah. Big. He was there. I didn't want to give anything away. Brees Hall also yes, there. He looks so cool. 
Nothing. Uh, Party was there. Great. Nothing sacred, huh? <laughs> Kai was their biggest. There was a lot Mackay, of humans. He, big human. Yeah. Huge. Did you, yeah. Huge. Did you give him a hug? Uh, no, but yeah. I hear you hug his mother. It's very nice of you. Yeah, there you go. You're a hero. Thought you were a bad guy. He's a nice lady. Yeah. Tony has a question for you. Yeah, right? I kind of want to expand on that since you haven't been there for a while. Is it different? Like, this is the gift-giving season, and you normally give amazing gifts. So now that you haven't been there, and you haven't been playing with the boys all season long, do you still give the gifts? Do you still give a gift if it was your first season? What's that like this year? Now you're really putting me on, on Yeah, that'd be a good one, right? <laughs> it's it's got to be a good one. I love Christmas. <laughs> I know I you do. Mm-hmm. Bye, <laughs> you know, it's like you know, Thanksgiving, love Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> My love birthday, it. get that out the way, and then Christmas and... New Year's, it's, it's, a, it's a fun season, and, you know, I, I enjoy uh, the gift-giving part of it, um, and so we have some, some stuff set up, uh, obviously, for, for the line and the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. The, the line usually does some, I guess, together, but we've always done it line and quarterbacks, so we have something planned for, for all of us to do a white elephant, and then, you know, f- when it's the first year, like the first year that Matt staff came in, they weren't aware of kind of how I do Christmas, like oh, okay. gifts for the QB room, you know, because it's pretty extensive. And I didn't tell them just because it's almost sometimes more fun, like when you kind of shower people with gifts and they yeah. give you like a little puzzle or something. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's puzzle. Yeah. Okay. It's no, that matters. I love puzzles. I no, do. They're great. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> like when other people do them for me, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, not crossword though. I do those myself. Yeah. And, sure. Thank you. Way. What a hero! You're humble. Still yeah. humble. Local? Local. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Cool. But I do like going all out for Christmas. So. Okay. Do you crosswords? Uh, I'm sorry. Word searches. I know. So those are Wheel of Fortune Ooh. people. I'm a Wheel of Fortune guy. I'm doing the word searches. Yeah. You're Jeopardy guy. You're yeah. doing a crossword puzzle. Just two different options there. Sudoku. I think both parties dabble. Really? I think so. I wow. think Sudoku's a unifier. The one through four or the one through six as well. I think the six. Isn't it the oh, six? Nine. nine? nine. Um, yeah, nine. Right. Three by three. Three and six and nine. Or listen. Don't let me just out Tesla? academia you right now. <laughs> What's Sudoku? Don't let you do I am not the guy that you want to have out academiaing you. You know what I mean? What about Uno and Checkers? Yeah, we can play it on D-Butt's jacket right now if you want. So Checkers and Chess, I think, <laughs> same thing. Similar, yeah. I think yeah. Checkers, Wheel of Fortune, yep. Chess, Jeopardy people. Yep. And I think anytime you're making a decision, need a Jeopardy person around and a Wheel of Fortune Bingo. person around. That is, uh, I agree. I think those are two matter of facts. Speaking so you're of saying our, the Jeopardy people are, are not street smart. Boom. And Wheel of Fortune <laughs> people are not... Book. book smart yeah because a lot of those questions are like name the character like, no sh- i watch jeopardy i watch every night that i can i'm a jeopardy fan but i mean if i get two right throughout the entire night pretty I'm good. Jacked jacked up. Yes. Yeah. i am jacked i think up. you should maybe do what uh bill murray does in uh groundhog day you know he's watching Memor- the same yep. episodes and you memorize all of them oh, and just yes. go to an old person's home i'm a genius and <laughs> just start laying these down hey guys we'll watch jeopardy yeah. together yeah come on <laughs> Yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm a genius. That's yeah. Our Jeopardy, Jeopardy. our Jeopardy guy. Yeah, guy got accepted to Harvard. Obviously, tied. Well, you know, I think Jeopardy would would be better off if you were still hosting it. I don't know if that's still. (laughs) Oh, you don't like Ken? I I love Ken Jennings. I do, I do. But it's just not the same. And as a Jeopardy head from you know. Long, long ago. Not the same without Alex. Let's be honest. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Recipe. 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 Boy, he hated Pat Sajak. Rest in peace, Alex. Rest in peace, Alex. Miss you, Alex. Miss you, Alex. Miss you, Alex. Uh, but anyway, 
So we've talked as we've talked to you this year. You've kind of said how you've you know reached out to Jordan Love after certain games, and for a good chunk of the season there, it was hey he is the guy, and then it's hey he's not the guy. We still need to see him down the stretch what he can do, and now it's kind of flipped back to he is the guy. Um, and we've always talked about like accuracy is kind of the one thing where either you have it or you don't. Guys typically don't just like become more accurate in the NFL, and maybe that's not true or, or to an extent it is, but. Have you been surprised with what he's done over the last couple weeks here? Kind of like, you know, confirming that, hey, maybe the Packers do finally have this next guy after Aaron and he is going to be the guy for the future? No. No, I'm not. And he's, he's playing the last, especially the last three games, he's playing outstanding, but he's, he's in his first year starting. Like, um, as well as he's playing... Can we not crown him right now? Yeah. For his own sake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we shouldn't do that to kids. We shouldn't crown him, and we shouldn't cancel him. Dennis, just crown him. Yeah, I'll crown him. Okay, go ahead. That's fine. <laughs> I love Jordan. I think he's going to be a great player in the league for a long time. Yeah. But can we let him play his career? Mm-hmm. Like, and I, it's both sides, too. They, you know, people, a great example is Geno Smith. People just yep. kicked him out of this town. They right? wrote him off. And then mm-hmm. he went and was a backup yeah, right for back. six years. Oh. And then he went to a Pro Bowl. And sometimes it's situation, sometimes it's change of scenery, sometimes it's figured something out. I do believe you can get better at accuracy because you throw the football, the football from the ground up. So you learn how to have great fundamentals, everything else, when you sync those together, everything else is going to be better. So am I surprised by the way Jordan's played? No. Am I happy for him? Hell yeah. You know, I think there's, you know, and there's some people that probably like this, but there's some people probably thinking that I was rooting against the Packers this year, rooting against Jordan. Couldn't be farther from the truth. I'm not a bitter person about that. Like, obviously, I wish things had gotten different when I was in Green Bay. And there's things that I wish I had done better. Um, but I have so much love for that organization. I have so many people I still talk to, you know, every single week that, that work there. If I catch Jordan's game, I just send him a message. I was at a birthday party, Sunday. So I didn't see right. the game. But what was I doing? I was you were, say, I was yeah, we were watching. Yeah, you were yeah. I was yeah. asking you every yeah. few seconds, yeah. how's Jordan doing? What's the score? You yep. know, because I keep in touch with how they're doing. And I'm I gotta go talk to a super famous guy. Come back. What's, <laughs> yeah, what's, yeah, what's the score of the game? So I'm not surprised at all. Um, I also think for all these young kids that are playing, like, let's give them some time to develop. You know, you crown somebody too early. The expectations, the weight of that, is tough to deal with. You bury somebody right away. The dealing with that type of negativity and pressure is hard for people to come back from. Yeah, but what are we supposed to say? <laughs> Well, it's sets like this. Not oh, yeah. shows like this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it counts down. It's 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 get upset. Well, I don't watch that, so I'm not, I'll, I'll just withhold my, my comments. Hey, Big Perk's on there. He's yeah, worth a watch. Yeah. Big Perk is worth a watch. But I do appreciate the fact that you're like, hey, the pressure that is immediately anointed on these people. And I mean. It happens to, to top picks all the time, right? Yeah, it happens yeah. to number one picks and number two picks. And we have one in, in, New York, in Jersey, right? Yeah. Number two pick that has gone through some, some tough times in three years. And people want to bury him in year one, and they want to bury him in year two. And they want to bury him in year three. Right. And the burying part, you know, there, there's some objective things number-wise you can look at, although I think there's subjective lenses with which we look at those, and we, and, uh, we miss out that there are some object- objective things that you either have or don't have at your disposal that can affect the way you play. But I do have a problem when there's character assassinations, because... You're making generalizations about people and who they are uh, without actually really knowing them. And if somebody in the locker room came out and said something about them and was willing to stand behind it, that's a different story. 
But if yeah, Zach's be, a good boy. He is a good boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's dealt with a lot of shit that, that would crumble a lot of people. And I'm proud of him. And I'm looking forward to letting him speak. Uh, that's why I'm not trying to speak for him today. I know how I would feel. You're going to bat for him, though, which is a big deal, but, I think, by the but way. But, but I heard you're not supposed to do that. You're pretty But I'm excited yeah. about listening to, have, to hear what he has to say uh, this week and rallying the guys and finishing the season out uh, on a strong note. And then who knows what's going to happen for his career, but, uh, but doing it the right way. Piggybacking yeah, off of that, like, do you, is there a time frame or a number of starts or a number of seasons starting where if a quarterback – hasn't figured it out by then, then... We can say these guys suck! Because yeah. that's like, a cool thing. One like, I agree with you. Like, one season is not enough. I don't, like, obviously, their first season started. Probably two isn't enough either, but you obviously know much, much more. I, is think, there, I think you're going to see flashes in, in the first year, okay. for sure. And then, with any quarterback, after you play 16 games, I mean, 16 when I, when I first mm-hmm. got in, now you have uh, a year of film that everybody can watch. So you can see, like, how... Can we attack this person? What did teams do? Did they pressure him? Did they play coverage? Was it a lot of two-eye coverage, a lot of one-eye coverage? What was the makeup of the team? Did they have a strong line? Are you worried about the run game? Did they have a number one back? Was he a Pro Bowl back? Where are the weapons at? They get to sort all that stuff out, and you have three teams in your division that play twice a year that really dive into those division games. So the second year is always, I think, uh, uh, you start to see like... Sophomore okay, slump is what they say. Which happens, because why, you know, you have you had no film on you, you yep. have film from college, but you're in a different scheme possibly, and oh. maybe you're in a shotgun the entire time. Mm-hmm. Now you come to a team that's more 21 personnel, you're going to be under center, you're going to be action stuff, you know. And then for a player, think about, and I always say this, the rookie year is so freaking difficult because you literally go from a season, and so I mean, long. kids don't play in bowl games anymore, but now you're training, right, for yep. a couple months for the combine. Then you go from the combine back to training. Then you know. Then you get drafted. Then you go to your team. Then you're they're all off season. Then you, you know, have a tiny little break. And then you go out right into training camp. And now you're playing more games than you ever have in your career. And now it's the first off season. We go, oh, take a breath. Okay, now what I got to work on? There's so much development that happens between years one and years two and two and three in this league. It's a, what have you done for me lately? It's a, I have zero patience and zero attention span. So everything oh. needs to be made. <laughs> this we got attention span. Boat in a quick. <laughs> There's a boat behind yeah, you, right through that window, right hey, there. Did you feel more pressure on you to be good early, being that you had a chance to sit I was behind Brett for a yeah. couple of years? You know, now it was your yeah. very similar love. 25 years old, he saw you win a couple of MVPs, mm-hmm. saw you do it behind the scenes. So, do you think? Obviously, you dealt with it personally, but is that a thing with you guys? Yeah, as usual, DB. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Um, that. When you when. Yeah, when you've been in the league for, Journalism. like I was three years, yep. three years for J-Lo, um, I felt it, I'm sure he did too, the, the grace period for it is much shorter. Yep. Like, you better show in year one, it's year four. Mm-hmm. So, if you look at Jordan's career though, years one to two, there was a big jump in development. Years two and three, you know, yeah. you see him in the preseason, you're like, right. oh, you know, he's playing well. And he played, I think, one game in, uh, in two in the uh, second game. year. Right, yep. and then with a toe, and then played oh, yeah, in the third year. Yeah, he played against Philly. Hey, real quick, Mysterious. let's go back. Why Mysterious do he have? Why did he play that with that toe? Why did Jordan? What happened? That you want to go back over there? I had, I had COVID. I had COVID then. COVID toe. I thought. Yeah. COVID toe. Yeah. Toe. Toe. Yeah. No. Do you want to go? Do we have to go over? Part, yeah, go back. We will go back. Over go back. <laughs> if you want. Remember, to. you showed the toe to your cam- the camera. Yeah. Remember that was oh, yeah. your shot. It was your actual Twitter profile photo. Oh, they changed mine. I, I used to be three. Now I'm two. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Way to handle it. This guy's a pro, dude. Pro, not bad. This guy's a pro. Back to three. But you're saying development was very evident. You think from watching him in different great yeah. uh, stages. And then, as I did in 2007 when I played against Dallas, 
on that Thursday night. Jordan came in against Philly when I got banged up and, and did some nice things. And the, the thing I'm going to say, which actually answers your question, which I, didn't, I apologize, my answer wasn't, wasn't great. I got sidetracked. But the narrative in this league changes so quickly. And to watch the up and down ridiculous roller coaster that I would watch you talk about on the show uh, about the Packers and about Jordan, it, it's really uh, a reminder for all of us players uh, and coaches. Uh, watch your mouth right now. Just <laughs> watch your mouth. You about you, to say you gotta, no. You got to be able to to block out. Oh yeah, us? The, the external noise. No, let us in. We're good. Please. Let I'm not saying don't watch it. Of course you're gonna watch. You're gonna see it. But, okay. But right. can you deal with it? <laughs> okay, I don't okay. think you should seclude yourself and yeah. never watch anything. But if you're reading everything, you're reading all the comments. Mm-hmm. Like it can really, it, it, for a person that's not super mentally tough, it, it's hard. When did you get to that point, by the way? Because there was a lot of terrible things said about you a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, like from somebody that didn't live in Green Bay, just outside. The only time we heard about your name was just probably something bad or a comparison to somebody who's like considered one of the greatest of all time. So they're kind of putting you down. That was a large portion of your career, right? I mean, I don't want to like put words in your mouth. Former but teammates too that you had a bunch of success with, you know, seemingly. Helped like, out, made yeah, them a lot of money. Right. Uh-huh. And then they That's came true. out. Well, right, but... But that's what we're referring to. Two people. How, did you just have to... At least they went on the record. Yeah. Sure. Hey, respect. Hey, re- yeah, like, hey, way to go. Put your face out there. Way to do that. But at what point did you get the mindset where, like, none of this is real? I can't listen to anything out there. Because that had to be tough, honestly. I, genuinely, as a human, it had to be tough. None of this is real. <laughs> Dude. That's the whole thing. It's not true. Those two boats. Come on. Yeah, those are real boats. Aside from the boats. birds. Whoa, easy, Tony. Look at this. Look how cold this window. Whoa. Please, they don't fall in. See the frost. (laughs) Yeah, a heart. That's the same boat going back. What's the loop time on this? (laughs) (laughs) Fifteen minutes or what is it? That's a GoPro (laughs) with a window. That's a window. That's a window right there. there. That's a window there. Listen, I think dealing with uh, negative comments, media, whatever it is, is all about identity. And if you find your identity. Uh, in those comments if you need to find a pump up from those things then you're never going to get what you actually want if you know who you are uh, I think it's important to be aware of it so you know what's being said out there but you can't find your uh, happiness or identity in the comments from other people because uh, none of these people for the most part I think you'd ever ask their uh, advice for something. Ask them for advice about something. So why would you give a shit about what their criticism of you is? Hell yeah. True. You're preaching there. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, so obviously... Nice shirt, nice shirt by the way. I appreciate that. Yeah. Ponies kind of found it in. Well... Wow! Wow! You've had some better ones. You've had much better Absolutely, but you can't all hit home runs because they're all home runs, and how do you know when... You know, you, you, Big you, Mac did. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah. 1999. I suppose. Kyle Schwarber. 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 Sure. Sure. How about when Sammy Sosa was eating all his steroids? Yeah, oh, yeah. him and McGuire, same summer. Yeah, Marky Mark. Yeah. They were good time. Barry Bonds. Baseball. That was great baseball. Put him in the hall. They were going in his river. Yeah. Like, yeah. Baseball was going baseball's in his river. Baseball's been struggling a little bit. Yeah, let the boys juice. Yeah. We've been saying it forever. <laughs> let the boys juice. Or maybe just whatever they're doing in Colorado, like juicing the balls up a little bit. Maybe they should. Bad idea. Yeah, bake all the stadiums five thousand feet. Boom! You build a whole uh, hill. Yeah, a mile. Hyperbaric stadiums. Now we're talking. Yeah, that float. Yeah, Mm. home runs all the time. Mm -hmm. Like on Pandora. Zero gravity. Yes. 
All right, we figured out baseball. Figured out baseball. baseball. Go. You're welcome, Manfred. That's who the. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 Bob Bring Manfred. Bring spitballs back and the pine tar. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Steroids. Uh, hyperbaric Spider- stadiums. Attack. No suspensions for charging the mound. No. No, let, them, no. let the boys fight. Let them you fight. Get a run. You get to run if you fight. <laughs> yeah. How about that? You win the fight. Oh, true. If you win. Anyways, yeah, we're fixing baseball. I didn't you know that's what we were going to do. Like yeah. yeah. Like Look at journalism. How about that? We're doing a lot of journalism. Remember, commissioner of that league. Yeah, Bob Manfred. Yeah. He yeah. said that they're playing for a piece of metal, right? Yeah. Yes. Worthless piece of, piece of metal, yeah. That's all. That's what the commissioner called his own trophy, commissioner's yep. trophy, which yeah. is what you win in the MLB. He thinks highly of himself. So a piece of metal. I like his humility. Yeah, yeah. kind of right. Is he coming on the show? Who? Is Bob? he coming on the show? Bob. No, I, I think him and Raj will be the only commissioners that don't come on the program. Speaking of tomorrow, Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA, will be joining yes. us live. Yo, Adam. Yo, Adam. Adam is here. Roger. We still waiting for Roger? And we got the NHL commissioner coming on. He was so cool. Remember, oh, yeah. he had his, his shirt open. Yep. He was at his desk. Great you know, Pat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 He came on. Told a couple of stories about, we're not against did fighting. Did you ask him why he's trying to get the fighting out of the league? Yeah. Did. Actually. Sure did. Journalism. And he said, sure. uh, he said, uh, he said, we're not, the staged fighting, staged fighting is what we're trying to get out of the game. Yeah. The natural fighting's A-OK. Yeah. The staged fighting, we don't need that. They could do that on Saturday nights in boxing. Sure. Right. Yes. Now we got the commissioner of the NBA coming on. Come on. I think the MLS commissioner wanted okay. to come on. SEC last week. The SEC commissioner, yep. Greg Sankey, was coming on. We're starting to become a commissioner show except for one hey Raj Raj don't be scared Raj nut up come dance come on Raj put big boy pants on put your big boy pants yeah. on yeah, okay. yeah get out there with the crowd it'll be good it'll be good Raj How's it'll be good fun? this guy's doing all he's there you see last put night put your Gucci on Raj That's come on right. Raj come on Raj what's he wearing he's making 50 a year what's he making 60 60 that might be one of the questions I'm going to say he's worth it. Yeah. By yeah. the way, Raj. Why is your basement so shitty still? Yeah. Well, that was not his actual basement. We know that. Oh, it was a movie set? Yeah. Perhaps. Like, uh... No. Whoa. No. Stop. Whoa. <laughs> Stop. Okay. Don't you believe those commies from Stop. Russia. Stop. Don't you believe those commies from Russia. <laughs> oh, I thought good. you were talking about another thing. What are you uh, talking about? Okay. We're talking about fake moon. Uh, you talking know. about the moon? We're yeah. talking about the space No, no, he's talking about Australia. The Hankses when they were over there. Oh, jeez. Nope, not talking about that. Oh, okay. Let's get back to sports. Google AI did come out, though. Yep. Russia's Google AI. Yeah, exactly. Let's see. Let's I don't believe. think that's a thing. Again, you know, the yeah. people who got their asses beat in the space race are saying, yeah, they never went to the moon because they could. Shocker. Hmm. Okay. How about that? You're right. I agree. I mean, exactly. We went, back. Huh? we went back. Why would we go back? Why would we go time, back? Like, we went up there and it was rocks. Got everything we go we back to see more rocks. Set our eyes on Mars. What about the dark side of the moon? Well, we don't talk mm. about Transformers that. are over there. Good album. Yeah, we don't, yeah. And we don't mm-hmm. talk about the dark side. It's a good album. Yeah. It is. Who's that? Debutch. 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 Come on. Butchy. The dark side of the moon. Pearl Jam? What is it? Area. Oh, yeah, I should have I I knew that. Is there anything that we haven't covered journalism-wise that you think you should have a take on on ESPN? Yeah. His team is playing tonight. Where's my camera at? One camera. Five? Two. 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 Five is the jib. That's been a great Four. camera. Uh, hey, you've been crushing it all the jib. Yeah. yeah. Everybody here's been crushing it. Yeah, even that guy who's just 
crushing Pokemon on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah, but Love that guy. Yeah, but when he was called upon. Boom. Hey, boom. 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 Put it that. Boom. I gotta catch Pikachu, uh, but boom. I'm pausing for it. He had the wire so quick. He was yep. Love that, it. that actually, you know how uh like football players when they're not in, they're on that little bike on the side. Yeah. Yes. They're staying active. That's what he's doing. That's what he's doing. With his hands. Staying active, staying yep. active. Boom. 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 He's going back and he's catching the bull picks. You know? Easy. First throw. Guy's a dog. Oh, He's a punter. Not a lot on. Not a lot of time needed. Yep. But when you are needed, got to be explosive. Oh, right. And he yarder. has. He's been able to crush it. Two, okay. I think. Is yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel good. I feel like we covered some things. We can't. You know, we can't give away all the all the great juice on one show. Right. Yeah, but his, his. I mean, your team is playing against your new city's team tonight. Milwaukee against the Knicks. Is it an in-season tournament? This is the in-season quarter. Hey, this thing's awesome. It counts. I like this thing. Where's it at? I think it is in Milwaukee. It's Tough Barn. Tough Barn. Tough Barn. You'd you'd be courtside if it was here. You know what the the name of that stadium is? Uh, Milwaukee's best. The the Deer House. Beast Light. The, the Buck Stops Here house? Oh, Boom. Buck, yeah. Buck Dome. Buck Dome. Buck Dome. The Buck Dome. The Buck Arena. The Buck Off Dome. Oh, let's go. Fizerve. Hmm? Fizerve. Forum. It's close. Okay. Fizerve. 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 So hold on. You That's your for... company you own. Don't you own that team? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yes. Play for oh, you guys do Tiny, deal. tiny owner. Are you the majority yeah. owner? Uh, no. Are you going to do more ownership no. stuff as you grow older on that? You're going to here. Have you come around <laughs> with Johnson and Johnson and Pfizer because of it? You know, have I what? Have you come around on those companies? To Pfizer with the arena and Johnson and Johnson. With uh, it wasn't it's Pfizer. Uh, it's been Pfizer. A lot of money on TV. A lot of money. Yeah. They America do. on this network. No. Yeah. Are you gonna hop in one of them? Maybe. Oh, you'd be throwing, throwing a them. couple. Babies? What if he was throwing one? Woo. Ooh, yeah. And he was like the best thrower of the ball in history. Throwing you. Boom. Right Vaccine there. right into Boom. your arm. And then somebody's like, hey, Alan. <laughs> Hit me. Boom. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Right in stride. Look at us. We're brainstorming. This is journalism. Going an Emmy. You ever sat by yourself on the bench all by yourself in the first quarter? Looking all sad and Tom's stuff. being a hater right now. <laughs> yeah. oh Who was doing that? Travis now? Kelsey. He's talking about Travis Kelsey right now. Travis Kelsey on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. You had a party. First half. I bet you. I bet you, though. Even though he might have been sitting there, he was probably doing something else at the same time. Maybe thinking about something. <laughs> he wasn't just sitting there. Two at once. There, you mean? There was something else going on. <laughs> and on that note, I'll tell you what, Aaron. I don't know if we're ever going to win an award for what we do. But damn it, you deserve it for everything you've said on this particular show. Mm-hmm. You've enlightened us. You made us smarter. And you, I will say, for somebody at the status that you have, your lack of fear of basically saying and doing anything is is ridiculously admirable. I'm yeah. like, because you could just mail it in right now, okay? You could just do whatever, you know? You got people, smart people that you're friends with that probably say, hey, let's just do this, let's do this, let's do this. A lot of people do that. The fact that you don't, and the fact that you came in here is, in, is awesome, and we appreciate the help. Well, you gave me no choice because you told everybody yesterday I was coming in. So although I had some other things going <laughs> so on, thank you. Sorry about it. Wheel of Fortune guy. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune guy. Yeah, let this guy slam me in a <laughs> Damn, I got to dress up too. I got to. No, but I'm going to wear my, my Huga hat. You know, yeah. I'm going to wear my Zenith watch. Absolutely. Yeah. And your Adidas shoes. What? Book club? Right. Ooh. Yeah. The Bible today? 
No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I got some gems, though. Oof, I've been reading Those some watches would be a great Christmas present. Yeah. For who? Just boys interview you normally. Take <laughs> <laughs> something to think about. I'll see what I can do. So Shout is out. the book club coming back, yeah? Yeah. With some bangers. I mean, what week are we on? Yeah. Some bangers. I mean, what, what is we week five, 14? We got five weeks left in playoffs. And playoffs. And yeah. Who knows? We might do an in-person in Indy one of these Whoa. days. Whoa! See which set we like better. It's not a fiver yeah. city anymore. Not, do you guys have a view you know. like this, though? What's that? You guys have a view like this? Yep. Yeah. The yeah. Could. yeah, you oh. could cir- throw a circle. Actually, you do it. the circles right behind yeah. us. Yeah, yeah no problem. Pretty Great sunrise. And we can drop a river in there. Look what, I mean, look what Zito did on this particular graphic right oh. here. Boom. Clouds floating by. Yeah. Zito, did, Zito, did Zito did that dong shaped really building over there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, this is fake, but the view of, uh, of the city, whether you're driving in, looking at the skyline, flying over it, it's pretty cool. Do you love the city? I do. Yeah? Knew you were going to love this Hello, show. Seaport. This is Dan in Bristol. You got me? Check one, two. Check Whoa. one, two. Yeah. Okay. Dan in Bristol. We Dan got you. Check got two, him. three. Check two, wow. three. Dan in Bristol. Important. We Seaport. all had that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Important yeah. check yeah, at 150. Awesome. Dan, we got you, Dan. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Don't know what's coming yeah. on next, but Dan's on top of it. Yeah, uh-huh. Doesn't he? <laughs> awesome. Wow. Dan's going to handle it. That guy knows. Can we get Dan a raise? <laughs> yes, please. And an was that on switch? air or just in our ears? Hopefully on air. That was oh, on air. Yes. Oh, oh nice. nice. I love this guy. Good. Are we, are we off? No. No, no. no. Dan was on. Dan's we're on. on. Everybody's on. You're we actually, got two minutes. You're about to give a good answer, I think, about the city of New York that a lot of people could potentially hear because, for instance, me, I could never see myself living here ever, okay? But I love coming in. Mm-hmm. A couple I don't days. live here, though. Yeah, but you're I in the area. I live in Jersey. Yeah, but you're in the area. You brought Tony, Tony Soprano's house, right? Yeah. Smart. We saw it on the internet. Beautiful home. Yeah. Beautiful. Alleged. Yeah. Crystal through our unity. Never know. Oh, oh. Crystal. Crystal. Crystal again. Crystal. 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 Crystal, we can hear you. We are in Seaport. We can. But we can. But we can. Houston, this is Apollo. They should not be hearing me. Go flight. Go flight. Is that what he just said? Yeah, go flight. That's what he said. Comms, go flight. Comms, check. Oh, man. When you said a search party? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For Dan? Uh, you love, you love living in the area, though? You do I, enjoy I, it? I do really love it. I mean, I'm a Cali kid. I grew up out there. I love uh, spending time at the beach. But, man, there's something special about the city. Great energy. And the music is taking us out. So I'm going to give it back to you to do a sign-off. You're good at this. Yeah. Cool. Just like AJ. That's what AJ Hawk does. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Miss you, AJ. Flying. I think we'll be able to call him in the last hour, I think. There's only so many computers. Well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? There's a slow phase out. We'll be back in Indianapolis tomorrow, but we are incredibly grateful for all the people here. Thank you. In much. Bristol and Aaron Seaport. All your talent, Dan, coming in. <laughs> very thankful for him and very thankful for everybody that watches this program. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday can continues for a little bit on ESPN Plus and YouTube. I believe SportsCenter is in about seven minutes. We'll see you tomorrow live from the Thunderdome. You're the best. Be a friend, tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. Goodbye. Says that music just yep, yep. just oh, yeah. blasting. Question. Is that anatomically correct? Is that where, <laughs> is that where the Statue of Liberty is normally in the city? Yeah. Anna what? Anatomically. Why would that be anatomically correct? That's the word. Geogra- geographically. There's a lot, she's, of, mo- she's there's right a lot of modalities when we're talking about where buildings are in the city. Hey, she's right there. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, right I in the middle know. of the...
No, like she's... Yeah, right over there. Like, you can look out this window right Open here. the window. I can open the window yeah. and look out. Lean out. What hole? How sweet would that be? <laughs> yeah. If we just pop this fucker open, just poke our head on the other side, that'd be amazing. What's your deal? <laughs> What's your deal with this thing? What? Lasted the whole day yesterday. Yeah, we, we almost made it through two days. Real they didn't window. want you saying that? No, it was just kind of, we didn't want to ruin yeah. their thing. The this, is, uh, this is a house that Greeny built. And yeah. Also, it turns out... That it looks staircase. great, but... Yeah, it's fake. That staircase over there. Yeah. That's a good way. Door up top. Yeah. There's nothing up there. It's a nope. staircase to heaven. Mm. Staircase to It's Yeah. Sure, there's some interesting uh, <clears throat> rooms in this place. All right. How so? How Let's so? get to a break. <laughs> that's all I just That's, a, that's okay. the whole thing. Like a secret yeah. port, maybe? Yeah. I mean, maybe. We're We're underwater underwater vehicles. I mean, there's a lot of. All right, air. are we going back? Are we back on? We've been. The, We've been on yeah. this whole time. <laughs> oh, okay. But we're not going back on ESPN, I guess. No, no, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. From Indy, maybe. We have a lot of journalism today. For yeah. Sure. Hey, it's thanks not, for doing journalism. If this was the last show for, for you and the show on Big Network, man. I think pretty solid. You're right. Um, everybody just just kind of look this way. Oh, what's that we see? Boom. Statue of Liberty. There it is. Oh, wow, there. Boom. Check it out. That's Statue of Liberty. She's right. beautiful. Right through that window. Uh, just fun fact, you Jeopardy people. That was a gift from France. Yeah, well, that's right. Mm-hmm. How about that? They got a matching really? one. So was, the, so was the Brooklyn Bridge, I believe. What? I think that was a gift, too. Baguettes as well. Crepes. Crepes. Yep. Menage a trois. Really oh, thin yeah. pancakes. Yeah. Well. It's a good gift. You say bass I had pizza, Grimaldi's Pizza, which is underneath this Brooklyn Bridge right here. That's real. Right here. There's a pizza place, allegedly the best in New York and in the United States. Really? Last night, had it. You United said it was States. your second favorite of all time behind. What's it called? Grimaldi's, I think is what oh, it's called. Oh, yeah, Grimaldi's, yeah. Right? It's supposed to be legit. Yeah. It's supposed to be pretty good. But it was good. Ed doesn't like it, but I think it's pretty good. Ed. Ed, Ed doesn't eat pizza. Look hell? how sexy that guy is. He, that guy hasn't had a pizza in Ed. years. That's Money Team Ed, by the way. Uh, he needs a lot of credit. Yeah, two yep. cameras. Oh, two cameras. I watch that guy do a wedding. And shout out Ryan next to him as well. Hey, Ryan! Ryan, hey, hey, he dressed really cool. He dresses so cool. Sweet camera. Look at those loafers. That guy dresses so cool. Wow. What kind of camera is that? Denim, denim, denim. You, what could, you, you, you don't even know. Like a. You wouldn't get it. You would never. Diva, you think you could handle a camera like that? Uh, yeah. You have to take that to an old, old Kodak to get it developed. Mm-hmm. And I got to wear it yep. just like that, yeah. too. Sweet. And oh, yeah. Have that rig. I mean, that beard, the beanie, and then also the toms, I think, down south. Oh, yeah. Yep. Human. You buy a pair of toms, they uh, give a gift. Uh-huh. They give a pair to a kid. That's Thank right. You. Yep. Thank you, toms. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. What a human weapon right there. Guys, I'm real. Missile. Doing philanthropy through his feet. Yeah. Right. Camera's still on him. It's great. <laughs> That's right. Hey, you've had a lot of single cameras on you today. Mm-hmm. We're trying that to- was fun. That was way more fun than I thought it was going to be over there. Just to be able to go through the single camera. Have a little faith. Yeah. Trust the process. Have just a little bit of faith. That's some hard, hard it is some, questions, too. It is some, yeah, bu- it is it is some bullshit, though. You know, like that, that oh, report yeah. that came out. About Zach? Yeah. How many of those are? Like, if you see 10, are 10 of them, are they all just shit? I, I, I mean, the... the, the it's shitty that. what they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the gist of the conversation. I know that what was reported was, was, uh, was not factually correct, you know, as far as, like, my involvement. Yeah. Like, it made it seem like there was some big drama that was going on, and then we had to bring in the old guy to say, hey, call this young guy and, you know, square everything up. <laughs> it's like, but that never fucking happened. Like, that was never uh, part of any of it. 
Like, Zach and I talk all the time. You know, we talk every single day. I see him. We had long conversations during the game about various things. Actually, oh, yeah, we saw one of the videos. Actually, I mentioned. Oh, yeah. yeah they, they grabbed it. <laughs> what, yeah. what did I say? Yeah, you tell uh, us. Okay, you tell us. It was funny. You're a professional. You funny. know the camera's on you in the side. We're not doing And he does oh, not. Zach, Zach's not as savvy. On that level. He'll, he'll, he'll figure it out. He just, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> But that could have been at any 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 time. So like, where's my? Yeah. You were talking about five. You guys were talking about the Falcons. Third quarter. So my you know, the thing the the little mouthpiece is up. So I'm guessing it could have been defense was out there because I usually have it down when the offense is there. So I don't know what I was probably talking about one of the calls because there were some real interesting calls that happened. Um, I'm trying to see whose ball it is. Normally, oh, say it's normally we can tell. Second and 16. Oh, so we're probably Timmy off Boyle was spinning it. Tim Boyle, 12 and 19. Yeah. Was, yeah, I mean, look, who knows who he's talking about. But, but the whole point is, you know, I don't understand, and I never did, and this stuff it isn't like just the Jets, but I don't understand anybody that will use, like, some media people to get some sort of, like, what is the, and there were people in Green Bay that would leak injury information to reporters in return for like uh, a positive review uh, or a positive word or putting a good or putting like writing that they should be up for a Pro Bowl or something, and I never understood that. I mean, I remember really walking out of of uh, walking in the training room, hearing something, talking to a guy who was hurt, and literally he had just walked out of the office and uh, the doctor's office, and like 30 seconds later he was out there. Wow. by a certain guy and we all knew it was like four guys around who heard what was said it's you and we know exactly who it is it's you so in this situation i don't know uh who gains i guess you know whenever you're f- like with big pharma it's like uh right. you want to figure sure. out what the whole what's sure. really going on follow the money yeah, like of course. Mm-hmm. follow who ha- who is to gain in the situation i hear you that's right? the i mean yeah i mean absolutely. so in this situation uh who is gaining something here like uh, trying to assassinate Zach's character. I don't know. I, I don't think anybody gains a situation, whether somebody from the organization or you a coaching just, staff or player. I think it's... it's do uh, the Kardashians. Uh, you, yeah, the Kim and Kanye, allegedly they gave fake names to everybody in their tight circle, and they wrote down what the names were going to be for their kid, and then whichever one got reported was like, all right, no, it's See this ya. person. Gotcha. That didn't know it's this person. It's a shame you got to do that with humans, but it's the way it goes. Uh, you talk about nobody benefiting. I mean, have you heard the anonymous quotes that have been said about this particular show to the Washington Post, the <laughs> New York Post, what? the Wall Street Journal? What? And it's like the people that are saying it are people that would potentially benefit from our show doing well yeah. on ESPN, but instead, we know who they are. Mm. I mean, it's very clear who they are. It's like, that's everywhere. And it's like, you got to get those people the hell out. Like, it's impossible to do, though. You know what I mean? Because I feel like once you put your finger in one hole, another one's going to pop up yeah. at some point. Don't you think? And I that, agree. Yeah. yeah. There's no there's no place for it, you know. And as much as, you know, you had a couple uh, interesting uh, individuals, you know, the same two over the years saying stuff about me, mm-hmm. at least they said it. You know, I mean, there was probably some anonymous shit there in, in 2015, uh, 2016 it was said, yeah. but at least... They talked about it. Yeah. It was interesting why and for sure. The content of what they said was very, very questionable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we all can probably agree on that. <laughs> um, but at least they, they put their face to it. But like in a situation like this, like do you have to even do damage control like in the locker room or do the guys understand too, like, oh this is horseshit? Like 
or do they have to make an announcement? Like Zach did not say yeah. no mm -hmm. to the team, or everybody just knows that to be true. What do you think? I mean, uh, we don't. We're not going to spend a ton of time with it. I think. Got it. Um, I would guess that Zach will probably say something to the team tomorrow. Um, I would hope that if that's the case, it stays within the team. Because mm -hmm. you, you guys, Feels like we've all bad. been a part of a team or an organization before. Like, and there's some things that are esoteric in nature. I mean, they're meant for a certain group of people. There's some conversations that are only meant for certain people yep. and shouldn't leave the building. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a trust that goes yep. along with being in a locker room yep. where you say something to your homie and that shit doesn't go anywhere. Or you say something in a team meeting room and it doesn't go anywhere. And there's been too many instances this season um, where that stuff has happened. And it's, it's not okay, and we need to uh, weed it out in whatever way necessary. But Did you say esoteric? Esoteric. Who? Esoteric? That's a good word. Foxy can bring up a definition. So Like an element? I'll wait, and then that's when we'll end it. What, Chuck, did you say? What you see? Say. Where's Chuck at? What you see, say, and hear here stays here. Chuck's probably in Boise, Idaho right yeah, now. Being old somewhere. He starts traveling tomorrow from there. It takes him six days to get to Indianapolis. Esoteric, intended for or likely to be understood by you only a small number. Wow. With a specialized knowledge or interest. Wow. Esoteric. You're a Jeopardy you guy. You're a Jeopardy guy. You're a Jeopardy guy. Uh, I'm going to say I learned that at Butte. Shout okay. out BCC, Butte Community College. Yeah, shout out. Loaded Butte. That was where that, uh, no, that your high school was where that one wide receiver. Oh, yeah, that guy. Dog. dog. Number nine. Thomas Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Tommy Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Thomas Wilson. Monster. Wherever you're at, buddy. Look up, look your up some. Your biggest fan in the world is this man right <laughs> yeah. now. Oh, my God. Look up some high school Aaron Rodgers highlights. And it is an Aaron Rodgers highlight reel for sure. But it's also. But, but you might be confused because number 10 out there. Yeah. He's making a yeah. lot of plays. A lot of plays. Dog, too. Dog oh, yeah. mentality. Absolutely. All right, let's get the hell out of here. We appreciate you, man. This is very kind you guys of you. done? You got another hour. Yep. You yeah, want me to get the hell out of here. We don't want you to take you up more time. Get the hell out do you want to hang? Oh, do you want to hang? No, I, I got stuff to do. I got a, I got a busy Fate. week. Oh, so you try to make me feel bad. Jeez. <laughs> try to make me feel bad. I got a lot of hats I'm wearing, you know, besides this Huga hat. Hell yeah. <laughs> that was four times. That's pretty good. How about that watch? Look how nice that thing so is. Nice. Well, I see DB's watch all the time. I said, I got to bring in mine, you know. Deba, that's his ass, right? The green face on yours, though, does look good. Thank you. Would you would you wear it? Oh, every hey, day. You were gonna actually play <laughs> hey. every day, Aaron. Hey, yes. Hold on with the music. There we go. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> hold on with the music. You were gonna actually play this year, yeah? Because I'm looking down at these shoes, and you're out of the moon shoes, and yeah. getting to another pair of shoes, I think was a defined step at one point through this whole process. You were gonna play this, mathematically not eliminated. Mm -hmm. Still, rehabbing as fast as possible, as hard as possible. I get it. But genuine, that would have been like game changing forever, you know? Like, I, I, have you thought about that now that the chances potentially aren't as high? Have you thought about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's the most disappointing thing about the whole, about the whole uh, rehab process was that there was, you know, the 24th was, uh, was literally on my mind. I, I felt like that was, uh, you know, post what, 16 weeks, or sorry, 14 weeks. Today's, tomorrow's 12 weeks, so two more weeks. Yeah, it'd be like, 14 and a half weeks, I felt like that was reasonable based on my progress. And, um, you know, what I did last week in a small circle uh, felt great. Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to try and get out there tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, but, yeah, the uh, 24th was always uh, what I was 
focused on. But Commanders. You never know what can happen. You never know what can happen. Yeah, because mathematically. Yeah, Bingo. that's right. Mathematically, not eliminated. A lot of things happen to the NFL. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With all these injured quarterbacks, A lot too. of injured quarterbacks in the AFC. Yeah. Who knows? You never know what could happen. That's right. I could show up to the ESPN set in New York City. Yeah. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. There's a lot fake. of things said. That's fake. What? You know, you got to get yours in, oh. too, I guess. <laughs> There's been a lot of things said right in this area right here. here. Uh-huh. Right here. Not on this desk. Different table. Mm-hmm. Brought in a new table. Oh, and you this, this is where they do first take in here? First take's over there. Okay. Get-up's in here. Oh. This is the NBA desk. What's the difference? They probably talked about Stop. the NBA desk. Greeny, Stephen A. Who's Greeny. on what show? Greeny. This is Greeny. Get-up. Get-up. Greeny yeah. and who? Orlovsky. Uh, Maziano yeah, is on Maz, Dino. Uh, Rex Ryan. Okay. And then Ryan Clark. First take is Stephen A. and Michael. Maziano was yep. on there. Kimberly Martin. Shan. Shannon. Now. Molly. Shannon Sharp's on there. Shannon yep. Sharp. Molly hosts every single no. day. But that was an accident, I promise you. <laughs> you threw the ball to Sterling a lot? I watched this Brett? show, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, I did not throw the ball to Sterling, you asshole. Yeah, that was Brett. <laughs> Jeez. Sterling was a dog. He was a dog. Dog. You keeping an eye on the Brett situation? I have. <laughs> I would keep an eye allegedly. on You're allegedly. You're allegedly keeping an eye on What's mm-hmm. going on? I'm locked going on. You trying to get sued again? No. No, I almost have come all no, the that's way double, around. No, that's double jeopardy. You're actually not allowed to get sued again. You think? For the same thing, I don't think so. I think, by the way. <laughs> that's law. Handled so. that one pretty good. Yeah. Pretty solid. Did you win? Yeah, you handled it well. Yeah, I think we did okay. Yeah, I think the people in Brett's here. Someone's got to sue them. Allegedly. That's what we're Allegedly. Talking. Allegedly. Allegedly. We don't think it's... We're gotten to the point where... It was good save there. Good save. We're not sure Brett knows anything's going on. No. We think it's other people representing for Brett. Allegedly. Allegedly. So that is that is how I've kind of come to think about it. It's like, does Brett even know that he sued me? Yeah. I, I don't know. No, I'm not, you know, I'm not 100 sure. Allegedly. No, I'm certainly feel that way, mm-hmm. but I, <laughs> just, just, I don't know. <laughs> we got to steer this away, bro. This is... I don't even know. I just, that's how I'm viewing exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I'm viewing it and yeah. moving along. Yeah, full right. circle. You know what I mean? Because the only people that want to know. Oh, man, the photo booth the other night was nice, wasn't that? It was cool, huh? So good. Yeah, the, yeah, the food, too. Sushi. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Was it on top it of uh, naked like people? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A, that like Kanye's. Did you have the naked people? Can we ask audition? about the masks? No. What was the masks? Why were the people in the masks? Like masquerade? They were awesome. Yeah. I have no idea. I grabbed But shout out to Zero Bond. They, oh, okay. You know. yeah. Whoa. Shout out to yeah. Zero Bond. That feels like an AJ Eyes Wide Shut thing. That's what he's super into. Yeah, he did it one year. He yep. did a party yep. at his house, you know, for his charity, and the theme was uh, Eyes Wide Shut. So, like, I've seen all of Kubrick's movies, obviously. Right. Um, of course. You know, that. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. His, don't, don't go there. His, yeah, well, maybe. His cinephile is unbelievable. Yeah. Is what? Cinephile. So, He's a definition there. He is a cinephile. <laughs> yeah. You kind of misuse that, but yeah, put up a definition. <laughs> we get it. You're saying um, his IMDB? Yeah. Boom. There we go. He's catalog. <laughs> we got it. Yeah, we got it. All right, let's get out of here. Let's let you go do your thing. The 24th is when it was supposed to happen. No, no, now no, we know no, that. No, no, put it. I mean, that was a that was a target. You sure. said it. That was a target. That's what you said. Still could be. It was literally. You remember when Coach Saban told us, "Yeah, I benched the guy. I want to see how you'd respond from that whole thing." Yeah. And then a few weeks later, we say, "Hey, you benched him." And then, yeah, I don't, I like, don't like saying guys got benched. Is right? this is this hat color Huga, by the way? Um, is it more, would you say, uh, I got my camera now, I'm good. Yeah. Would you say it's more Florida State? 
red or Bama red? I think it's Florida State. I think it's got some Montana State in it. That's Montana what I originally State. thought yeah, it was. Maroon. Yeah, I thought it said the Grizz on top of there. Yeah. Roll damn tight. How do you feel about Florida State? Those boys. Mm. That was my team growing up. That was my team. I think they should have got in. Over? And Texas. Okay. Nice. Oh, oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Oh. All right, but Texas beat Bama four months ago. Yeah, and Saban called us uh, to tell us to tell ago. the college football playoff committee to put them in. So yeah. that's how ESPN. We're in. Yep. That's, that's why you doing. just said what you just. Oh my God, he's an ESPN show now. Wow. Show. How? Because you want the SEC in there. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hope you feel good. Welcome to New York. All I know is in welcome to New York. All I know oh, is the Pac-12 yeah. is in. Finally, the West Coast bias ends. The last year we're in the goddamn division. <laughs> we're an actual division. Last game in the Conference of Champions history. California Golden Bears go to the Rose Bowl and take down the UCLA Bruins to earn a bowl game. Shout out Justin Wilcox. Everybody in Cal Bear Nation. Adam Durst for coming to my party on Sunday. Love you, bro. Yeah, it was great and, to see you, dude. Uh, you are the rain king. And shout out to you guys for having me in here today. See you in Indy soon. Not too soon, but soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, of course not. We're season still. Yeah. Mathematically not eliminated. Soon Shout-out is relative. Steve. You know, it's a few months. Shout out to Steve Levy, too. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not wearing any sleeves and looks good. Looking good, man. Change his diet, change his life. You know yep. what I mean? That's Who's right. next? Maybe Connor. We'll Possibly see. you. Probably not. Yeah. How about Greeny? You got anything to say, Greeny? Or is, uh... I love Greeny. Got to see Greeny back there. Uh, need to get that thing out of there. I'll just, that jersey, listen, it's nice, <laughs> but we can do better. So next time I'm here, which who knows that's going to be. Um, I'm sure soon. <laughs> I'm sure really soon. He yeah. said he sleeps in the I should have brought a, like a one that was signed. I'm sure we can sign that yeah, one, though, sure. right? Yeah, the Christmas. Let's just sign the glass right now. That's right. I'm not signing the glass. That's weird. <laughs> it's smeared. Yeah. You're a good man. Greeny's going to love that you just said that. That's where he sits every morning. Mm-hmm. So I, tomorrow he's going to be seat. doing yeah, a Yeah, he's going to sniff the seat when he walks in. Wafting, wafting. He's still smell. Next year we're going to win. Wow. I do love that about Jets fans. You know what I mean? They care so damn much. And this has been a shit season, for sure. But we will be back. Hell yeah. Football is what we normally talk about. But here on this glorious Tuesday, we have an opportunity to chit-chat with a man who is synonymous with chatter about the NBA on ESPN. We saw him in the seaport area this morning on TV. Yep. And we said, can we get that guy on our show today? We never <laughs> have that opportunity. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Legel. Yeah, Legs. Hi, Legs. Can we, call, it, can we call you Legs? You, everybody does. Strangers call me Legs all the time on the street. So you, and you guys aren't strangers. Absolutely. Well, we That's certainly awesome. were strangers until about three and a half <laughs> minutes. Ago, uh, but legs, it's an honor to meet you, and thank you for joining us. Let's dive right in. Hey, this in-season tournament has seemingly built a lot of buzz. Now, I'm from Indiana. Mm-hmm. We live in Indianapolis. Tyrese Halliburton's making a name for himself in this entire Whoa. thing, just like he did last night against the Boston Celtics. This has become a smashing success for, in my eyes. Now, am I reading it properly? Is that how it's being viewed by everybody nationally? And what does the NBA do next with this entire thing? Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely nailed it, and I was dead wrong. I want to be first to admit it. I was so skeptical because I'm saying to myself, you got professional players Mm -hmm. with a much bigger prize at the end of the year. 
why is this going to matter to them? It's, it's almost like a Christmas tournament for a college team. Like, that's what it kind of felt mm-hmm. like. Got it. Here's, what, here's the part that I discounted. I, I should have put more credence in this. The bottom line is this. When you have guys that are alphas with this much testosterone and competitiveness, yep. and you put anything on the table and say, there's a trophy, go get it, it does tend to bring this out in you. And, and that's what I was surprised about. Top guys on top teams buying into this extent to something this early in the regular season – that's different. I think the NCAA component of it, some guys didn't even get a chance to really enjoy that very long, if at all, right? It gives them that feel. And every single one of those guys, which is they won a national championship, they wanted to experience that. This is as close as we can replicate it in an NCAA format with these one-off type situations. And you saw it last night. That was about as wild an awesome. environment yeah. as I have ever seen Indiana in a regular season game. popping off. So, yeah. Incredible. Yeah. And Halliburton put on a show, and he's now become a player that's of national consciousness mm-hmm. he's not just a local story in indiana or guys that watch the game every day everybody now knows about tyrese halliburton because really of the in-season tournament okay so last question for me before a couple of big time nba guys have questions for you halliburton doing his thing doing oh. it all i heard too that since it is a five hundred thousand dollar bonus too like a lot of the starting guys feel like they're putting on for their bench like yeah, they're sure, playing absolutely. for their bench no that's question. another like great positive sign for the humans that are in the nba that i don't think gets talked about that much well no question you look at the game last night and just take a look at the video of the guys on the end of the bench for indiana yeah. 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 look at their reaction on every bucket right you're like okay this doesn't look normal for like an early december regular season game but that's what it that's what it created and and you know they the the way that they have gone about this uh and and played it out so that you had the pool play and those games took on as greater significance what we're trying to really do is create a bridge for this time of year right because the adrenaline from the start of the year is over this is all football all the Mm -hmm. time even for me the biggest nfl fan in the world unfortunately my team's at commanders so I can't Whoa. talk about that much tough, right now. Tough to watch. Season ticket holder to the Washington Commanders. Okay, that says a lot. Thank you for adding money to fix team. that stadium. Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah, I personally nice have contributed sure. to the pop. We're just trying to create a bridge to keep people interested to understand there's something else going on besides football right now in the NBA. And now let's see what the carryover is when it's all over. I want to see, do we just go back to feeling like the regular season for a couple months until the All-Star break? I hope not. I think this has created a level of awareness that we desperately needed. Got to come, Other game last night. Pelicans with Zion, yeah. it feels like, are the team that everyone wanted them to be when they first yeah. you know, drafted Zion. Are they one of those teams right now that, sure, it's the in-season tournament and they're you know, going to Vegas for the semis and possibly the finals, but are they like a real contender in the Western Conference like at this moment now, and if they can stay healthy, they'll be in it at the end? Completely. Once they got C.J. McCollum, I said, you give me that as my top three, because you know, we're always talking about big threes all the time. You yeah. give me a point guard on the level of McCollum, a wing at the level of Ingram, and then just a unique force in Zion Williamson, which there's only one of them, and they have them. Yeah. To supplement it with this bench and this depth they have, they've got, they've got nine, ten guys they can go to outside of those top three guys that are all put on the court for a specific purpose, and they impact the game every night. They might be the deepest team in the Western Conference in terms mm. of impact players. Oh. Mm. With that level of talent at the top of your roster, the question is always going to be not only Zion's health, his like commitment to competitiveness. Because when I watch him sometimes, he's kind of cruising. If he ever went all out and actually sprinted end to end and like really went out there to do damage every night and be the best player on the floor, New Orleans is probably in the championship contender category Ooh. until he Whoa. gets Come to on, Zion. Oh, I don't know if I'm quite there, you know, but they're, 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 they're absolutely, to me, one of the most interesting teams in the league because they've got more than enough to throw a monkey wrench into the Western Conference with Phoenix and Denver and those teams. 
The question's consistency and then, and then staying healthy. Last question. We know you have to go. Yeah, D-Bud. I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, yep. but, uh, you know, watching all football right now, yep. not really tapped into basketball yet. We know we saw what Joker and Denver Nuggets did right now. If you had to pick a team right now that's going to hoist that championship trophy, who would it be? Yeah, I'm going with Denver right now. I, they, they, they have the core continuity. And they got the best player in the world. It's no yep. longer debatable mm-hmm. who the best player on the planet Joker, is. Joker, best Jokic basketball. is the best player on the planet. It was a debate there for a while with Giannis. It was a debate last couple years with Embiid. I think that was a fair debate. Mm-hmm. He has separated himself from everybody right now. Because he does everything. He does everything, and he does it so efficiently. There's not one second of wasted motion in what he does. It's a simplicity to what he does that's so overwhelming because he embarrasses people when he looks like he's really kind of going half speed. Yeah. And you have no answer for his skill level. And, it, and his IQ is really what separates him. Denver, to me, because of the core continuity. But look, Boston's going to be there, Milwaukee. And let's see what happens with Phoenix when they finally get all three of these guys together okay. at the same time. How about the Pacers? I don't know if they're a championship player. Legs. Seen yet. <laughs> Legs. I don't think we there yet. Legs, we're winning the end season. Listen, I gave Howie all the love, you, all the love necessary, uh, right? But let's not go that far. Hey, okay. we're going to have a parade. We win that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shut no, down no, the no, city. No, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Legler. Thank there you. As Tim motions into his next program, which we can't thank you enough. Appreciate you, dude. Uh, We have the incredible opportunity now to get a chance to chit-chat with a guy who is taking the football world by storm. Tim Legler says he's a massive NFL fan, and obviously he's a season ticket holder for the Commanders, so he hasn't gotten an opportunity to see a rookie quarterback just slice and dice the NFL for a long, long, long time. Mm. Down in Houston, they go from fire sale to Talk of time. Now, obviously, rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. If they were to make the playoffs, it'd be the first time since Andrew Luck and Chuck Pagano did it in 2012. Same division, different city. Houston Texan legend, ladies and gentlemen, C.J. Stroud. CJ, great to see you, pal. How's the body feeling? You know, we're in week 14 now. You've come straight out of your college senior year, right into the off-season workouts, right into training camp, right into a full season. Right. How's the body? How do you feel, CJ? Uh, you know, you played in this league before. Going all the way back to college, man, uh, fast-forwarding now, doing a lot of work put in, so... Uh, Banged up a little bit, but, you know, it's part of the league. Everybody's not healthy at this point, and just working through that, but um, healthy enough to play, which is a blessing. Yeah, blessing for Houston. Uh, now, granted, you're still in the same division as Gardner Minshew. <laughs> Gardner Minshew's cooking, CJ, but not as much as you, okay? Everybody's chit-chatted about how great you've done as a rookie and how, you know, you're an anomaly at this thing. Has there been things that you feel like you've visibly gotten better at through this season? Has there been stuff that has slowed down for you? What is each week like for you at this standpoint that you've seemingly mastered the NFL already? Yeah, I mean, it's been a blessing to to have it look so easy, but uh, this league is very challenging. Um, there's a great there's great players every week. It's like the the challenges of a defense gets harder and harder every week. It seems like uh, so it keeps you really honest. And I just really uh, been on a great routine on uh, my body, on top of watching film, on preparation, and things like that. So uh, it may look easy, but it's, it's it's hard at times. And I just every week. I try to just uh, get better and better, and I pride myself on not making a mistake twice. And um, I feel like I've done a decent job of that and just trying to keep that going and um, just really, really lock into something special that's going on and keep building that. Every franchise is praying that a C.J. Stroud will yeah. show up and yeah. do what they did. You've made – hey, 
You should be very proud of yourself, CJ Stroud. A lot to accomplish still. A lot to accomplish still. But I think we're still learning stuff about you, which is what we love. Tone Diggs has a question for you. Yeah, CJ, I mean, obviously all the throws are awesome and everything like that. And we've kind of come accustomed to you making these unbelievable throws and stuff. But it was the first time that I've kind of seen some dude get in your face and push you and, and you didn't back down one inch. Is that because you're comfortable now? Would that have happened earlier in the season, or like, how? What's your thoughts on it, just all together? Um, yeah, I mean, I really haven't had an opportunity to really stick up for myself here. Like, it's been a lot of respect on both sides of the ball. Um, there's been like a couple little things here and there, but nothing direct. And that situation, I mean, I just felt like clearly the whistle was blown. You can see me trying to retreat and not take a hit or whatever. Usually I'll dirt the ball in that situation, but there was really nothing to, no one to throw dirt it to. I should have probably did it anyways because um, we're in an empty formation. But, uh, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I'm become more comfortable and I've, I've been able to hold my composure and, and keep real real calm, cool, and collective. Uh, but that situation, I just felt like I, it was necessary. Um, and honestly, I'm glad because oh, I was going yeah. to throw the ball at him. Um, <laughs> but I thank God I didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. I had a flag on me. But it was fourth and two. We ended up. Uh, getting the flag and getting the first, so it kind of worked out. But, um, yeah, it was just something I, I felt like I needed to stick up for myself. And I, the, the coolest thing for me was seeing my brothers having my back. You know, my old linemen, they ran down. They was not playing by me, and I appreciate that a lot because uh, just like they were uh, there for me, I'm always there for them, and I try yeah. to be as best as possible. So. Yeah, you learn a lot about each other in those moments, and the rest of your team learned a lot about you in that moment, too. You know, like quarterback, kicker, punter, similar situation. Mm -hmm. You're not scared to get into a fight. The rest of the locker room's like, did you see? Yes. Did you see? (laughs) That's a big deal, obviously. I'm not speaking out of pocket here, but, like, it feels like you and that Texans organization and team is, like, the perfect fit. Does it feel that way for you as well at this point? Yes, sir. Yeah, Um, and the thing that's been so cool with that is it was all natural. You know, it wasn't like, me forcing myself upon them, them forcing themselves upon me. It was um, just really natural. Everything that we built uh, relationship-wise, uh, uh, just trust, you know. I think for me, that was something that was really big, really big was coming in and being a leader. Uh, but I wanted to be I wanted to be earned more than given. And you can tell how much that uh, my teammates love me. You can tell how much I love them. And it's been a blessing to be able to grow something special so far. But definitely got to keep it going. And we can really do something special this year, I feel. So that's a definitely a first step. Yeah, if a rookie quarterback top two pick sticks his face into an outside linebacker's face. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm thinking that's going to be beloved in the locker room. D-Bud has a question for you. Yeah, CJ, uh, when your teammates and your draft classmates well, you know, obviously a great win, but uh, a big loss with losing Tank Dell uh, for the rest of the season. Who uh, Who's going to step up in his absence that maybe the public doesn't know about quite yet? Yeah, it wasn't – it's been – it's hard, actually hard to work, hard to like really speak about it still. Um, in those type of moments, you want to go back and really just like, dang, the play before that, we should have just did this or did that to yep. not let that happen. And uh, so, man, I, my prayers are still on the tank. That's my really, really part of my best friend on the team, and we hang out, hang out all the time. And I mean, I've been constant communication with him, just helping him out, trying to keep his mental right. So, I mean, that's just a sad situation, but part of the game and. Um, I really, I mean, I told Nico after the game, I was like, bro, you had a great game. I think, well, he went from 190 or something crazy. Yes, and bananas. I was like, not, yeah, not only do I think, like, you need to keep that going, but I think you need to start being a leader and be more vocal. And so I kind of challenged him with that, and, man, he was all for it. So him, I mean, Noah, Rob, 
Match. Um, I think Match is going to get more involved, which is going to be great for us. But we have the tools that we need to still be great. And, of course, we would still love Tank. He was at the forefront of that. But uh, this league is a next-man-up league, and I definitely have faith in those guys to make plays. And uh, I can't wait to see the guys, those guys do that. You're a rookie. You know, it's hard to – the way you talk and the things you say – it's hard to put that into perspective, but like this yeah. dude's a rookie right, right. now. Man. And you talking to Nico, like, hey, you need to be a bigger leader now. And then we see on the defensive side of the ball with Will and what Stingley has done, feels like there's a youth yeah. movement down there in Houston. Do you guys recognize that? And how close of a group are you? Yeah, for sure. Um, we have uh, our player development guy, Dylan Thompson. We have a rookie development meeting every, uh, I think, was that Monday? And all the rookies, we sit in there and he gives us like a thought of a day. Let's us know about the team we're playing from GM, owner, like all these little things. And then he gives us a nugget and he lets some of us talk um, and things like that. And um, I remember Will one day, uh, it was after we played the Colts, we were on too. And Will challenged everybody. And he was like, okay, we might be young. We might not know all, all the things that are going on in this league. And uh, that's all right. But we're the foundation. We're going to lead this team. Um, and I definitely think that we were all picked. Um, to our organization for a reason like every single rookie that we have that is active inactive or a private squad whatever you want to see like we all have a, a, a sense of leadership so um, that was a challenge that he challenged us with early and I feel like as you can tell it's been a, a young team yeah. kind of aura that has lifted this team up so mm-hmm. uh, it's been really cool to see that and um, of course along with a lot of great vets that we have too um, but definitely this team is is young and we're trying to definitely lead the pack as best we can. Speaking of young first year, go ahead, Connor. Yeah, CJ, uh, D'Amico, obviously, you know, he is, I think, one of the front runners or in the top three for coach of the year. And if, if you look at what he did to the Texans and what you have done for the Texans, they've completely turned the entire building around. How is that relationship on a day-to-day basis? Like, are you going up to him in practice talking shit? Or <laughs> how are we doing about that? Are you all right? I, I honestly don't know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out while I talk. Yeah, that's good. No, nah, you're good. Uh, yeah, Meek is a great coach, um, and him being a defensive coach, we uh, definitely have a, a good idea of like how we approach each other. And sometimes he gets irritated with me because I'm doing good against his defense, and sometimes I get irritated with him because he's calling uh, zero blitz in a two-minute drill and uh, in a walkthrough, you know. And, Hell yeah. Uh, so we have our, our, our competitive nature, and I love that about him. Like He's not a coach that's going to shy away from competing. Um, that's for me. That's what I. That's what I'm uh, happy uh, to to really be with a coach that definitely cares about the team and he understands what it is to be a player and he played for the Texans. So one of his biggest goals was to was to get this team back rolling. So um, I appreciate him um, and everything he's done. I definitely think he should win Coach of the Year um, to, to see how quick this thing has turned around at his leadership. All right, we'll count you down for a vote towards him for Boom. Coach of the Year. Go ahead and write that. Yep. Mm-hmm. CJ votes D'Amico for Coach of the Year. Your word should mean something. You think another thing that I think D'Amico and you and your young crew have, like these close games, you guys win them. You know, like there's a lot of coming down yeah. to the end of the game, need to make a play. You guys do it. Why do you think your group does that? Why do you think you guys in these close games, at, like you just know how to win? What do you think it is about your team down there in Houston? I think um, one thing, like you said, that it's, gets harder and harder as the year goes on, especially after Thanksgiving, is those hard wins, those last seconds, two-minute drills. So, Miko has done a great job of putting us in those situations all the way back to OTAs. And we've done a two-minute drill after practice every like every day. So, 
Um, and then now, since we can't do a full speed, we do two-minute walkthroughs on just operation, getting in and out uh, of our calls, echoing the call outside. And um, this this week was our defense I was up, and they did a great job of, um, of just being resilient, you know, and that's everything that you want um, Huge going bitch. into these yeah. last games. Huge. You know? Huge. So, Stingley's everywhere. Yeah. That dude is everywhere, yeah, feels like. Yeah, no, nah, Sting is – I told him after the game, man, I'm proud of you, bro, like, he, he's special, man. He, he's a generational talent. He's definitely, like, I, I don't know if I've ever told him this, but uh, he's the most talented on our team by far. Like, just pure, like, athleticism, ball skills, getting in and out of breaks, like, offense, defense, whatever you want to say. He's the most talented on our team, and he's been working his tail off at it. So I'm super proud of that dude. He, I know it's going to continue to happen. So I'm um, just really <clears throat> proud of him. He's floating through the sky there, and then his last one, he goes up, contested another big time. That's, that's crazy. You hear, that, you hear that about Sting everywhere. You heard the same thing with LSU, that crazy talented roster, and now to hear CJ say that's crazy. Hey, Sting, wait. Hey, you done good, bub. <laughs> you done good. People Keep saying going. really good stuff about you, and uh, Meek's celebrating in a big way. Tone has a question for you about some stuff. Yeah, CJ. Did I see that you're warming up with a basketball uh, before the game and maybe some other things, a baseball? I don't know if a baseball bat was in there or not. You're swinging a stick. What is that for? <laughs> yeah, um, I go back to really college. Um, I started working out in L.A. Uh, with this company called 3DQB. And uh, my, my trainers are Taylor Kelly, Adam Dudo, and John Beck. And they've done a great job of just – Putting me in situations where home I run. drill. That was a home run. Make me <laughs> splash. <laughs> to make my to make my body kind of uh, dissociate from my shoulder to my hip, and I've been working on some different movements and stuff, and it's been cool, man. Like the basketball, I really use that um, one because I love basketball too. Um, it's the pronation of like flicking your wrist and throwing a football to shooting a basketball is pretty similar, and it helps me just put rotation on the ball. Also, the basketball is a bigger ball so by the time I, I touch a football it's smaller and I feel like I can throw it hmm. harder, faster, farther. Um right. and then the baseball right. swing is Works. just uh kind of separating my shoulder and my hip. Uh and just that helps the zip on the ball and, and making my taking a lot of pressure off my arm. There's a couple other things that I do, but my coach in college, uh Coach Day used to always go to uh Stephen Curry's uh like pregame when he played for the um for the Warriors and my coach coached for the Niners and he said his warm up was like an hour long. And just that routine of getting yourself, letting your body know you're about to play a physical game, that's something that uh, I've taken up, and it's been cool to kind of just see it uh, pay off. And it's not easy. So and for kids, don't try it if you don't know what you're doing because you might hurt yourself. So uh, it's been cool, though, to kind of just get the buzz and help people out who want to try it, but be careful. <laughs> yeah, get fully lubricated out there before you do your thing. And when you're swinging that bat, are we hitting dingers there or are we spraying the field? Uh, we hitting dingers. Yeah, we, oh, yeah. we squash the buzz. It's, it's a it's a golf thing, but I use it as like a more. I feel like a football throw is more of like a baseball swing. Mm-hmm. Like setting your front foot, not not over striding, um, and rotating your hips. So a lot of it, um, kind of oh. has to do with baseball in a sense too. Let's talk about your throwing. Uh, you had a throw a couple weeks ago that didn't count. Oh, holy hell! You know what I'm talking about. Is that the yeah. furthest you've ever thrown a football? That 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 was one of the most absurd things I've ever seen. We actually ran the highlight of it the next day. First time we've ever gone. No, this play didn't count. But <laughs> yeah. look at this. Th- that was bananas. That's just in there all the time. Sure. See, yeah. That's in there. Yeah, I feel like I, I think I can throw it farther. To be honest, uh, I left it 
I left it. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, it did look short. Yeah, yeah. kind of floated at the end of it. <laughs> yeah. 65 yards. Wasn't that far? Well, no. it's a shame that it didn't count because I, I, I don't think it was a penalty, but you know, we're third and 20 and they just don't want us to get nothing. So it is what it is. We'll, we'll try to make that play happen again, but no, nah, it was pretty cool, I, but I definitely think I could throw it farther. Okay, well, I can't wait to see that. And you've said on the record so many times that refs have a hard job. Yep. Yeah, you yeah. Know, they're not going to get it right, it. and you appreciate them. But you're right, we agree. That was not a penalty. That was <laughs> no. bullshit. Ty has a question for you, CJ. Yeah, CJ, we just had Aaron Rodgers in here, and he was basically saying how, you know, we shouldn't be so quick to either crown a guy or basically say, like, hey, this guy stinks. And he said a lot of times in the NFL when you're young, like the development from your first year to your second year and then from your second year to your third year is – is massive and you might be a completely different guy but with you this year when you come in and you just hit the route hit the ground running like that and you've been incredible like do you notice your development week over week like as the season progresses like is there any time like for instance last week where like you're either reading a defense or you make a throw and, and you're kind of mentally saying like oh that's something that I wouldn't have necessarily been able to do or mm-hmm. wouldn't have seen like in the first week of the season but like you can kind of jot down like these different benchmarks and like progression that you've had because you've been playing so well this year yeah most definitely um uh, i feel Aaron hit it on the nail um there's a type of progress that you need to see every week um and for me like i said before i hate making mistakes twice so there's a ton of uh, mental bookmarks that i put um on defenses teams and uh, this is a player's led league and players make plays so uh, more than like scheme, uh, of course, scheme is very important. You got to know coverage. You have to know um, what kind of uh, play you're running against a bad look or a great look. Um, at the same time, you got to know who you're playing against. So um, I've been just jotting down notes and stuff on how certain players play because, I mean, it's really different. Like You can play an aggressive safety like Jesse Bates one week, and then you can play a conservative safety the next. So um, there's been a lot of progress, and I think like even as a team, you look at when we play the Ravens week one to now, we're a completely opposite team. And um, I just think that's the testament to hard work and um, not only on the field, but preparation and things like that. So uh, for me, I know this is just the beginning. And um, I said, I've said this before, and they'll hate me. This, I mean, they'll love me this week, but they'll hate me the next. And uh, no, that's one of the realest things you. ever. Yeah, love yeah, you, CJ. Do, no matter what. Yeah, the world will turn their back quick. So um, I understand that. And uh, nice. for me, that's not what I do it for. I do it for the glory of God and, and to see my teammates happy and smile and for the Texans fans because uh, it means more, uh, you know, and I can't wait to see the prog- the progressions keep going and to get better and better in year two, year three, year four. And it's a lot of a lot of exciting things that are going to come. And let's fill up that stadium. Yeah, that's right. Let's fill up that stadium, mm-hmm. CJ. You know, the, the, hey, you don't know this because you were probably in junior high at the time. But whenever J.J. Watt, who might be playing for you guys again this year, it sounds like (laughs) the way he's been talking on our show. When J.J. and them were rolling down there, that stadium was the loudest in the entire league. I mean, the Texans fans, in my eyes, are some of the best in the NFL whenever they – and they got it with you guys. I'm excited to see the train that this entire thing becomes. And I think the more I hear you talk – the more I think of like how perfect of a front man you are for a team and an organization. And then we learned about your cause, your cleats this weekend, which is another massive piece, I think, to your entire story. We're lucky to learn about you, CJ. That's just what you, the NFL world is very lucky for you. The football world as a whole is lucky for you. And I know that the prison reform is a massive 
uh, thing in your life because of what has happened to your father. Uh, just keep going, dude. You know what I mean? We appreciate the hell out of you. Hell we yeah. genuinely do. You need to, hear that. That. Thank you need you, to hear that from us. You need to hear that from us for real. Thank you, man. That, that means a lot. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're hey, now granted, you know, Colts two times a year. <laughs> I, seen, I knew it was coming. Yeah, 17 game season. You know, maybe, you know, these NBA guys, yeah, they That's like 12 games yeah. off. Yeah, couple. For the good of your career, I want to see you play 20, 30 years. Exactly. Uh, two games off each year against the Colts. Look at us. Play play management. What are you thinking? You're Not happening. <laughs> Not happening. Well, I'm playing against the Colts. They're a great team, though, man. They're doing a lot of special things. I like I like uh, Shane. He's a good coach. I met him uh, throughout the combine and everything. He's a great coach. And I think Gardner's a, playing really good football. So that's, that's a matchup waiting to happen. But it's, it's some weeks ahead. So uh, we'll see. All right. Even whenever you say something like that, it's the right thing. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the hell out of you. You're the man. Ladies and gentlemen, quarterback for the Houston Texans. Probably rookie of the year. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, CJ Stroud. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank you, man. Look at us just giving out awards. Yeah, there it is. Unbelievable. Yeah, that I one's, mean, I think we're pretty safe there. Yeah, you throw his hat in the ring for coach of the year. We can throw our hat in the ring for rookie of the year. Come on. Yeah, and MVP. Boom. Why not? If that Texans team ends up going on a run, like a real one, in oh, the yeah. AFC, which is possible. Yep. Hey, it's very possible. Could get a home game. In the AFC. Sure. Home playoff game, obviously huge. But what if they, what if they fuck around and win in the playoffs? Uh, you know, they have the team to be able to do it. That would be absurd with where they were to where they have come. <laughs> yeah. That is... Banana. Jeff Saturday mentioned it earlier. He said a lot of these other owners and other fan bases are seeing what's going on in Houston. They're like, yeah. oh, it's Paul. rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. We're able to do it. It's like, I, that's a special group down there right now. Well, that's what we were saying at the start of the season. Or not, we weren't saying it, but a lot of people were saying, like, hey, you know, they, they're they going to suck next year, and then they're mm-hmm. going to draft Marvin Harrison, and they're going to be able to yeah. kind of reform that bond they had at Ohio State. It's like they're going to be picking in the mid-20s. Like yeah. that, it just like no one thought that they'd be doing what they're doing right now. I don't want to say that anyone could beat anyone in the AFC because that would be stupid. But I think anyone, any of those AFC teams, if they have a bad day, could lose to any of the other teams. If Got that it. makes sense. Yeah, like yeah. if somehow the wagon that is Tua in that offense, which has happened for some reason, just isn't mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Could happen. Yeah. Especially, I mean, if Houston has the home game, it wouldn't be. But, like, in the playoffs, yeah. could we get cold? Yeah. Sure. You know, and I saw something out of Tua last night that made me think he's the coolest guy of all time. Yeah. For yes. Sure. That was awesome. He was great on the manic ass. Unbelievable. Yes. And then Peyton and Eli both deciding at the same exact time, oh, we got to sing over this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Singing two different tunes, but they sounded certainly the same. <laughs> yeah. Congrats to that moment. That yeah. Incredible. Incredible. And he's shredded. And the more, yeah. Shredded. The Bengals oh. are both sides. Look at the mental toughness of Tua, by the way. Still going. Yep. Keep going, you're perfect. On a delay. Yeah, seriously. You need to work on your cadence. Not bad, not bad. Very good, very good. Speaking speaking of music. Did you know that song? I did not know that song. Oh my God. 
You didn't fucking know either. Maybe yes, I did. It was not Pearl Jam. It was Pink Floyd. Yeah, he was joking. Yeah, we, we were, were fucking with you. Yeah, we were we were, they were, you were getting fucked oh. with. Darius, we were fucking with you. <laughs> well, now I know. That was Eric Clapton. Yeah. What two was just playing? Oh, I thought that was an original. No, no, no. no, no. Tunes in heaven. But there, I saw Darius Rucker did say he would. Uh, he would play with him. Oh Balls. yeah. Well, Hootie and Blowfish actually going on tour this summer. What? Mm-hmm. They're back. Let's go. They're back. Coming yep. to Indy? Coming to Indy? Mm. They should. Have, oh, have man. To. Have to. Indianapolis seems like a place Hootie and Blowfish would yeah. have to go to. Yeah. Got to. Maybe. Seems like it. Darius Rucker, uh, I think he was down there at the SEC Championship. Mm-hmm. Strumming away. Yeah. Yeah. Gamecock, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were named after him? No, I wasn't. Hmm. What? I wasn't. Oh, first the window's fake. Yeah. Now oh. you're not named after Hootie. Why would Aaron tell lies like that? Well, it's the C word. That's right. Yeah. I thought it was a different C word the first time. Me it. too. Yeah. I was yeah. sitting over there like, whoa, oh, we're doing really? journalism. Hey, ho, 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 we're doing words. journalism right now. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. Oh, that C word. Whoo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Well, I don't know because what you wanted to cross your you line. <laughs> you went straight to conspiracy. I, I, I don't know. I went straight to conspiracy. I yeah. knew he was going conspiracy. Just Mine was a much shorter one, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Not me. It was a completely different yeah. one. Oh. Catastrophic. Um, Had to do with USC, actually, South Carolina. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what I thought. What are you talking about? No, I knew immediately it was conspiracy theorists. Uh, I, I do believe there are just nope. a few other ones nope. yep. that nope. I... We've, we could just get out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like we did it. Sure. Didn't we? We did New York. Yeah, yeah we did yeah. New York. It's great. We did pizza. Right. Yes. Yeah, which... What's pretty, that? It's pretty good. It's good? It's like real good, but... What were you saying? There's number two? two? Where, where, two yeah, where's it at? Two, not in, one. In the rankings, right? I, I'm not going to do a, a full pizza ranking right now. Oh, okay. Dallas Salad Pizza is near the top. Yeah. Just sure. needs to be known because sure. that's a personal relationship sure. and I work there. Yeah. There's right. one that... Right below Sabar. ...tends to just sit above the rest wherever you go, and it travels. It is everywhere. It's everywhere. Really? And it, it's consistency... It's so good. Top-notch. And I have this Italian horn on, okay, and I grew up in an Italian community. Yeah. So when I say this type of stuff, I get judged harshly. I don't think from you should say it. Bingo. There's one of the Italians I grew up around, Anthony DiGiulio. Sure. And Franklin Nicholas Moraldo is probably going to have some thoughts. And there's a Pronio out there that's going to do his. <laughs> and there's a Dallas Sala who owns a pizza shop mm-hmm. who's going to have their entire thing. And this can literally go on for the next 15 minutes of the most Italian names that you've ever <laughs> heard of in your entire life. Master Giacomo was yeah, one there of them. There you go. I mean, that's it. his first name was Angelo. I mean, you're talking about all Italian. <laughs> all the time. So when I say Pizza Hut is phenomenal. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. Pizza Hut is phenomenal. Party with Cinnabon too. Oh, yeah. and their wings. Yeah. Their wings. Oh, wings. Pizza Hut is so fucking good. And that's, listen, now the difference. Like I ate that Grimaldi's yeah. number one in New York. Right. You could tell that they have like natural ingredients. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it was like super fresh. This morning I didn't wake up and feel you know, the urge to sprint to a toilet. Exactly. And like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it was a much more fresh pizza. Sure. Mm-hmm. And it did taste good. It was delightful. Yeah, now, there's some New York pizza that is not good. Very mm-hmm. bland. Agreed. Very cheap. But. And people act like it's better than everywhere else because it is New York. I can respect that. I understand that that's how you think. But we in Pittsburgh also like the way we make our pizza. And then there's some in Chicago that's lasagna well, that yeah. they call pizza. Mm-hmm. So there's different takes <laughs> in this entire it's thing. Not. I will say Pizza Hut, most consistent when you go to town where there's no <laughs> Italians. Okay. That's actually, uh, that's, yeah. 
No Italians. Yeah, if we're if we're eating pizza no. in Indianapolis, sure. Boom. You go to Pizza Hut. It is going to be better than all the other chain ones. But also, I'm not scared to admit it tastes better. <laughs> yeah, it does. I mean, and that's it the, tastes better than what I ate last night. And that's yep. the thing. is like if you're, <laughs> if you're in the pizza But game, it's terrible. It makes me feel terrible immediately afterwards. Absolutely. Charge Grimaldi's it to the game. tasted great. Made me feel good. Charge it to the game. You're going to have... Awful diarrhea the next day. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Almost immediately upon taking it down. Yeah, right? exactly. It's wanting to get out. Yeah, like for me, it's same night and next day. That's going to happen. <laughs> but the thing is, is like people in the pizza game, like Grimaldi's, like they know, hey, we're playing for second place. <laughs> we're not going to put all <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, we're never going to be able to true. eclipse Pizza Hut. You know, everyone knows that. I'm going to sell their soul to get them Everyone more. knows oh, that. They do. It. Well, it's just like what Grimaldi's is willing to put in their pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as much as what Pizza Hut's willing to put in their pizza. Exactly. Because sure. I have no idea what's in there. I know the grease on top of it is oh, my plenty. God. I know it's a lot. Grimaldi's didn't have much. Grimaldi's was like optically. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Tasted very good. Mm-hmm. I bet. But literally, the only thing I can compare it to is the pizza that I'm able to eat now in Indiana on a regular basis. Sure. And that's greasy ass. Who knows what the ingredients are? Yeah. Pizza care. Hut, pizza. And uh, in this particular one, I got to give it to the Hut. Absolutely. And people in New York know, like, hey, the big New Yorker from Pizza Hut is better than any slice you're going to get in New York. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I don't think that's true. It's just true. the way it is. I mean, I, I don't hate, think what you're saying no, is right. No, it's a thousand percent true. And I hate saying it because I do love New York pizza. But I'm eating Dallas Salad Pizza over Pizza Hut pizza, though. That needs to be. Well, I've never had Dallas Salad. You should, yeah. So I can't, you know. Dallas Salad would never be able to make it out of about a mile radius of where Dallas Salad Pizza is. Sure. I don't think they're doing DoorDash. Okay. I, they are. We're talking every morning. They're doing right. Uh, Mixing it up. Yeah, they're yeah. doing it. Yeah. Does yeah. it help that the uh, owner of Pizza Hut, his last name is Hutzioni? <laughs> Does that Piazza Hutzioni? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. It's like <laughs> that's not real. That's, I don't think that's, no, no, it is Piazza. Like Mike Piazza, yep. that's his first name. Hatsioni is, is his so name. So it was like they say Adidas is Adi Dossenheimer. Right. You're yeah. saying Pizza Hut was Piazza Hatsioni? And he was like, shit, mama's recipe. I could turn this shit into, hold on, Piazza Pizza. No. No. Piazza, I mean, P- Pizza Hut. Hut. Hut, yeah. hut, hut one, hut two, hut oh, one, hut two, hut well, three. Well, 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 well. Here's well. a man that doesn't like any flavor oh, on anything. Ladies and gentlemen, a, food, a guy who's made his home in this particular studio. Dan Watts this one. Wasn't he supposed to be here like four hours ago? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, That's weird. Was it? Yes, we you were. Yesterday, we literally talked to you. Yeah. Then what's this all about? This I don't is the know. New York thing. The way the way he looked at me too, I can't I can't shake his hand because I think he's gonna pull it away. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? No, he's not gonna do that. Smart. Smart. Different in person. What are you talking about? What fatter? I get it, dude. <laughs> Sorry, I don't eat nothing. Do you want to sit down or you, you come just... across nicer in person? You want to sit? You want to sit true. down? Can we get you a chair? You want us to get you a chair? I got a chair. I just drove. So Yourself or? Yeah. Oh, you guys are on our. Yeah. Here? Yeah. Right here? And this is there everyone this else studio? in oh, this well. studio? No, no, no. I sit in like a little closet here. I usually do it from Bristol, but UConn plays. You going tonight? No. You can't place tonight, so no, uh, at MSG. I don't laugh. Don't these are just the way you said it. it. Yeah, you oh, two oh, are the two surprised most you're not famous UConn alumni of all time. 
It worked. Man. They played the the Dickie V Classic tonight. So they yeah against uh, UNC. Yeah. Hell yeah, Dickie V. Gonna get killed. Hey, what do you think about um, what do you think about Jake Browning? You think if you just drop him in the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> offense, he'd be able to do what Brock Purdy does? <laughs> Basically. Yeah, it works. What? He was good last night. It was just a question. I thought he played really good. I thought he played really good on time. I also think Jacksonville's defense was so bad. Not great. Like surprisingly bad. They didn't challenge him once. They played a ton of easy zone. I thought they ran themselves out of so many different plays. I was really disappointed in Jacksonville's defense. Didn't but Browning played good. Away. They moved it. What'd you say? Didn't take Chase away. But even in zone, mm-hmm. like they didn't play much man. They just gave him throws in zones. Now he played on time, so that's a credit to him. And they moved a pocket to hit some screens versus some blitz. But I was more disappointed in how poorly Jacksonville's defense. Could have been the one seed if they won. Dude, they literally just lined up in zone and just got ripped apart. Pass after pass. Just 350 yards. Yeah. yeah. Think Bethel got a chance with Jax? Was it going to be three weeks? A chance Probably. to like yeah. hang in there? Yeah, like yeah. eight and yeah. four right now. Yeah. Good player, obviously. No. Iowa guy. Yeah. Texans and Colts at their heels. It's because you hate Iowa? What do you mean? Come on, Dan. He's a good backup. So, okay, backup, solid back. I mean, nine solid. to 10. Solid. Talk about Beathard. Yeah. Is that what we're talking about right no. now? Is he a yeah. former Niner? Eventually, no. Hmm? If he is a former Niner. Former Niner, too. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. He should, that, that's the he one. He's spinning in that Shanahan offense. That's the one that everyone says. Like, you could play anybody there, and then it's like, well, there was a stretch where there was Nick Mullins and him. Did yep. not oh, and team. Jimmy G yeah. and Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy G played good. Really? Like good. Brock Purdy? No. Oh. Dan. Hmm. Is that no a compliment to Brock Purdy? He did good. Yes. All right. Damn. They like that, Dan. That's a full moment. We do like that. You're getting better. 6'5". You're tall. He's very tall. You know what? Everyone always says they come up to me in the streets. They're like, man, you're so much taller than I thought. And I look at him. I said, dude, I was an unathletic white dude playing quarterback. (laughs) That's not true. I heard you were athletic. Well, definitely athletic. Can golf, can hoop, can play. I was an athlete. No, I was very unathletic. But you got to tell Hulk. When you're doing your stuff with Hulk, you got to get him closer to the camera. (laughs) He looks so low. Because when you're close to the camera, he's far. Andrew, a model? He's getting uh, Hawk is. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. Got her married. I'm married. <laughs> oh, you're right. I mean, the boys are buzzing because Dan Orlovsky stopped in his studio. Dan, when you walk in here, what do you think to yourself? You know what? Today, every take is mine. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think when you walk in here? What day is it? Like today or Mondays? Every day oh. you walk in here, you say, you know what? It's fucking take time. Yep. <laughs> is that what you do when you walk in here? Because it, you, every day you bring it. Oh, yeah. Every to. day you put that bat mm-hmm. right there on the shoulder and that... When you see first pitch fastballs, we swing. Boom. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's well said. I yell at all the kids when they look at a first pitch fastball in Little League Baseball. It's going to be the best pitch you're going to get you're the entire time. You're not allowed to coach them, though. I can coach. Uh, baseball, I can coach. Okay. I'm coaching basketball right now. I also hit up J.J. Reddick to ask him for five plays that I could run for my youth basketball team. Not a bad little connection there. Yeah, J.J. sent me a seven-minute video. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah. All position on a dry race board. And what do you say? Let's get the elbow inside. Yeah. 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 yeah, seriously. Ready. JJ Reddick's assistant coach. I mean, yeah. we, we got a. We he gotta gave win. me a dry race board. All the positions where people go, why they get called that position, the type of player I should put in that position. JJ! That. Wow. We're going to be awesome. Thank you, JJ. Connor has a question for you, Dano. Yeah, uh, Dan, when, when you're thinking about, you know, Time Magazine's Athlete of the Year. Uh, do you immediately go to, you know, maybe someone like Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones, or do you think Lin- Lineal Messi deserved it? 
<laughs> Good horse. Good uh, question. We better hear a take. Are those the three, in our, the three that I can choose from? Can I tag team off of that? I, thought, I, I will yeah, throw yeah. Uh, Kenny, Mitch, and Mason Rudolph in there. You too. want Mason strictly because it's Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Oh, How did the Patriots offense yeah. look after they benched Matt? Just answer the fucking question, dude. <laughs> He's happy with slinging it. Yeah. He was slinging it. If I had to choose between those three, I'd go Mac one, Messi two, okay. Bailey three. Yeah. Put him on the cover. What do you think about the fans in New England that won't even show up at the stadium anymore? That's crazy to me. And are thinking about the draft already. Why are they sitting right Patriots, now? Right? Crazy. Wow. That's crazy That's to the me. That's the Patriots. That in that really? Three years. It's gone from the pinnacle to being like 20% or 20 other teams that always suck. Well, it's been five years uh, since Brady left and three years ago. Yeah, but they went to the playoffs in 21. So it's been two years. So three seasons. Yeah. yeah, two seasons. You're right. Yep. 22 and 23. Boys, we're fighting over the minor details. Yeah. The fact yeah. of the matter is, Dynasty just ended seemingly yesterday, and today they're already Don't taking show the bill out of the building, and they're not even going in there. Yeah, but it's been bad for – it's been uh, below average performance or average to below for four or five years now. Two years. But it's still crazy to not show up. Two years. I would play in Detroit when we were the worst team ever, and, t- and people would show up. How about Detroit? You think they're all the way up? Are they, is, this, is this the brand new Lions? Oh, golf is kind of, yeah, Detroit. I think the doors. NFC. I think the NFC is one team that if you you catch them and they play a B game, you can't beat them. San Fran. And then there's the group of Philly, Dallas. That's probably that tier below, and then Detroit. Ooh, say it. And you maybe Seattle, say it. Say it. Green Bay. Oh, and Green Bay. I think Green Bay's in. Okay. Wow. Rams got a shot. Can I ask Stafford you? spinning yeah. it? Rams, Rams Speaking of that, shot. can I ask yeah. you about this dream scenario that I just Ooh. discovered yesterday, okay? From a Detroit person. From yeah. a Detroit person. Yeah, yeah I was, I was listening. Yeah. 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 So, That's brutal. The Lions. He would throw for 500 yards. <laughs> Stafford? He would throw for 500 yards. That'd be awesome. In that game? Yes. Uh, and I love Foxy, him. did you hear that? Might, Sorry, Foxy. Might throw two pick sixes in that. Uh, okay. Why do you, yeah, why no. you always have to be that? We got you, Foxy. Okay, we got it. Yeah, no, Dan, you know this cannot happen. You know Matthew Stafford has five touchdowns, 500 yards. Our offense is great. The Lions, Jared Goff has been awesome. He's not keeping up with that. There is no way that that can happen. We cannot allow the Rams in the playoffs, especially against Detroit. I can't so hear him, good. but I can. He also has great hair. Um, Rex yeah, thinks that that face. Rex thinks that Foxy. I'm asking you a question. Rex thinks that that uh, the uh, defensive lineman, the rush end, fr- that it was so hot. Houston. He's coming back this year. Have you heard that? Have you heard that he's going to get healthy? Yeah, people think he's going to be healthy. He was so good at the end of the year last year as a rookie. So we need him because that defense, you know, has issues. And they can't stop anyone right now. Don't be so negative. They're the brand new Lions. That's not negative. That's just being real because I love this team. You were the one yesterday that said, Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to get in the playoffs. They're going to play the Lions. I just said that's my worst is. nightmare. That is my absolute worst nightmare. But I just want to see him win a playoff game. And if they have to play Stafford, I don't know if that's going to happen. If they play the <laughs> Packers, the Vikings, any of these other teams. I Hey, hell, even the Cowboys. I like us against the Cowboys more than I like us against Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Okay. Especially I think a lot of people are going to question that. Yeah. They play the Cowboys <laughs> soon, don't they? On Monday yeah. Night Football, don't they? they? Do. Yes. Foxy's are you calling it? No, I have Miami Monday night. Ooh, oh, you're Miami. doing Monday night football? That's a doubleheader, right? Two, yeah. two games, same time. Miami plays Tennessee in Miami. Okay. And then at the same time on ABC is Packers-Giants here. Okay, real quick. You're calling Monday night football next week? Yes. Let's That's go. Let's go. Oh, Dan. It's pitiful. Let's go. It is. Yeah, fired up for it. Mm-hmm. And they're the one seed. 
Okay, yeah. let's right. go. Yeah, what are you going to lead off with? Like, hey, what am I going to lead? What's the like, open going to be? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that last time, what did he choose to do? Uh, I did oh, oh, Was it the last time? No, last, last time he didn't Last wear, time I was in Germany. No, last time he didn't wear pants. No, the last time I was in Germany. No, you yeah. sneezed yeah. and your microphone caught your fart. Yeah. Well, wh- where were you when you didn't wear pants? Uh, that was London. Okay. London. That was London. You always um, show up. I don't know what the lead. The lead is probably the fact is Miami is the one seed. And I don't know the last time that they were the one seed in December. I mean, it had to Dan, be Marino. Dan not a baby yeah. company. Yeah. Pennington might have had those boys buzz. Chad? Not a one seed. Not a one seed. I don't know the one seed. We were in a division with... Not Brady. maybe. Darius knows. Oh, yeah, right. Remember, he's a Dolphins fan. He's Dolphins for 20 years. So. Jason Fiedler? Hey, Fiedler has some years. Yeah. Well, we've been looking for that. a guy like Tua since Dan Marino. Like, legit. No doubt. Obviously, we had Breeze, but... Didn't, you know, the shoulder thing. But, uh, Dude, a great Tua story yes. um, with McDaniel. So it did the Germany game. Two great Tua stories. Mm-hmm. Did, the, did the Germany game. Mm-hmm. And so we sat with Mike and, and Tua. Great. And Tua's sharing a story of, like, within the first day or something, McDaniel calls him. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm fired up, this and that. And Tua's on the golf course. And he was, like, in between, like, do I tell him the truth? <laughs> like, do I, do I tell him I'm golfer? Or do I tell him, hey, coach, I just got done working out, and I'm about to go watch tape. And McDaniel was like, I want to come watch tape with you, this and that. And so, too, it was like, okay, uh, coach, I'm golfing. And McDaniel was like, oh, dude, that's awesome. You know, so, like, that was great for two in the moment. And then so the, like, the next day or two, Damn. Mike McDaniel made, like, a 700-play cut-up at two. Yep. Oh, yes, just we've heard about passes, that. whatever, and then – you know, he was like, Tua, these throws. And Tua thought it in a bad way. Tua was like, oh, I probably should have thrown it here. Or, yeah, the read. And McDaniel's like, oh, no, I'm not talking about it. He's like, I've just watched you throw 20 straight out routes to the field to a dude that's completely covered, and you put it on his face every single time. And he's like, Tua said, like, that was massive for him. Relationship building, yeah. trust Confidence. building. Yeah. And then he, like, the first offseason, Tua threw, like, seven picks a day. No, because Mike was just like, listen, when I tell you to throw it here, just throw it there. He's like, if I don't get him open, it's on me. And Tua was like throwing all these interceptions, and he was turning around to Mike, and Mike was like, just trust me. Just keep throwing it. Tua, like, at first was very hesitant, and then now as the offseason went on, he started to, like, do it more and more and more, and that's why he's playing so fast. You watching Hard Knocks? I have not seen an episode of it yet. I've watched one. It looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, what McDaniel's doing, mm-hmm. the way he coaches, they talk about the accountability. We had Jalen on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll run in the middle of seven-on-seven seven to, like, a corner and be like, what are we thinking here? Why are we running this? We're running this because of this, right? Yep, yep, yep. And then, like, just jog away. It's like, oh, that's his style of coaching. Like, mm-hmm. just like a quick little, hey, remember, this is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like – he was everywhere in the episode, talking to Tua, wide receiver. I think even the offensive line at one point, he was talking to a corner. It's like, oh, this guy is like, he does it his own way, mm. but I think he gets his message across. I think he's a very like, hey, this is how this has to be too, especially with that offense. I don't, I don't think he gets a lot of credit for that because he looks so cool. Yeah, because yeah. he looks so cool. Yeah, Rio engages him as like this very like reserved personality maybe and quiet, and he's not. And he's very, very, very like upfront and, and to the point. Yes, and diligent. And quite yeah. calculated. And Cerebral. They, they got the right team for it, too. Yeah. He's good. Fucking genius. He's a fucking They're genius. He's so fast. He like should get everybody. more credit, too, when you look at how Tua was with Brian Flores. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yeah. like a completely different. different guy. Think about it, too. They, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Well, that was on the owner because they were paying him to lose. Allegedly. Well, he was, Allegedly. was tough to... Allegedly, that was being talked about yeah. in this studio, though, yeah. too. Oh, Not yeah. just us. Underground yeah. game. Not just us. Legend. Let's get out of here. Hey, thank you for stopping by.
Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. You we got to live Dan's life for a couple of days. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It's good life. It is you guys honestly life. didn't know that wasn't real, or you did and just didn't share wait, wait, wait. it? Dan, oh, dude, it's real. Dude, Dan, Dan, it's real. This is disgusting. It's real. Dan, it's real. Don't be falling in for Aaron's conspiracies. Yeah, look at that boat. It's going across right. It's yeah, right now going across. always got all the answers. Yeah. They do, don't they? Mm. Did you see my journalism? Don't threaten me. I'll jump out. I thought it was a very good, very good spot. How come you guys don't do that type of stuff every day? Why aren't you over there journalism? Yeah, you guys never yeah. use that area. They used to more. Uh, we what don't happened? use it that much anymore. You got anymore. too comfortable in here? Too journalism? Um, I think that is just so like one-on-one. -on -one. So if he has, if Greeny has like, like a, uh, an interview that is one-on-one, -on -one, I think he uses that. He should sit that, you down one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, yeah, let you, me say, yeah. hey, you know what, Dan? Not every tank. What if you said that? Yeah. yeah. No one will watch. You should step brothers. Dan, in. we watch when My your dad. face is on the TV. Mm -hmm. We watch your I don't face. think I'm that takey. I honestly don't. Okay. Well, that's part of the problem. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. We appreciate you. You just say things with such conviction that it comes off that way. Bro. Yeah, well, it's not You have to say what you're convicted about, Pat. Not all I felt the, I felt the wrath of the Florida man. State fans yesterday. Yeah. So, What's that? Oh, yeah. I felt the wrath of the Florida State fans yesterday. So. Well, yeah, everyone did. Yeah. yeah. Well, they were you wrong. You guys so got it cares? too? Not as much as Herb Street, but... Yeah, Herb got I, it. The, the way I handled it was kind of like... Let's let everybody else talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. So I like, had Herbie on. Herbie's 28 years. He has a real passionate view on this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he knows more than we do. Let's have him come on. Mm -hmm. Now, the reaction to him through our show... Not, not great. ...was loud. Yeah, it was. A lot <laughs> of comments. It was loud. Ooh. Now, Herbie knew that was coming, though, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he decided he to knows. do it. This morning on First Take, it was awesome. Molly goes, uh, Pat... Florida State, go ahead. And it's like, oh, I've been, Here trying, you go. To, I've been <laughs> trying to stay away from this one because I understand it's not fair. No. Like, I very much understand it's Sucks. not fair. And if I was on that team, I'd be so pissed. Oh, if I was a fan of that team, yeah. I'd be so pissed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I would feel completely fucked and betrayed mm -hmm. by the entire situation. But then you look at the other side of the coin, and it's like... What about the other teams, though, and how they feel about it and the rules that were put in place for this exact situation to potentially happen? It's like, I just, it sucks. I can't wait for the 12-team one. Yep. It sucks that we've had to have this entire situation yeah. for Florida State, for college football as a whole. Because mm -hmm. now all of college football is getting attacked for this, and it's like, hey, it was a hell of a season. It was, an, a, yeah, well, it was it an awesome playoff. It was a phenomenal season this year, and it's like kind of sucks that this is going to be the thing that everybody's going to kind of talk about. But I'm once again, not fair. Yeah. Not fair. You can't yeah. cut off the head to save the body. Now, to be clear, though, and I said this earlier, like I understand we're on ESPN. Yeah, of course. So this is ESPN coming in my ear to tell me to say this, obviously. Yeah, we we'll do what we're told. How much yeah, have you got to pay for That's that. the type of human I am. I yeah. always has been. That's right. why you see, we're now we're in New York's studio. Yeah, that do is what, what happened. People, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. I do exactly what I'm told all the time. Yeah. Right. That is kind of how I operate. If Alabama plays Florida State right now, Alabama wins. And I think that is the conversation. Like, Jalen is playing his best football. Yeah. Alabama's playing their best football as a team. Florida State winning. We're very happy. Not playing their best football. You know why? Their best player is no longer there. Yeah. So it sucks that this situation even exists, but I think that's the reality of the situation. Dude, when he went down, I, I was on first take, and I was like, no matter what happens, they, they, if they win out, they should be in. Florida State. I also did not expect them to look that bad in two weeks, or I did not expect Bama to be Georgia. Sure. 
That's what changed. Georgia they also be beat Florida too. Georgia playing should, yeah. a backup quarterback. Georgia, Georgia should be pissed, too. And now, yeah. granted, they already had national championships, back-to-back ones, mm-hmm. so you have enough. Yeah, I'm agreed. And you guys try to kick me out of a restaurant because I'm not Dave Pollock and all the bullshit, you mm-hmm. know, that you guys were spewing this entire year. But to speak up for the Georgia people, it's like they won 29 straight. Yeah. yeah 29 straight, get back-to-back national champions, and then he lose a game They by also three. had a three-week stretch this year where they beat – I think it was number 12, Missouri, Tennessee. 10, 10, Ole Miss, and, and whatever, Tennessee. top team, Tennessee, by 75. Yeah. It's like Georgia fans probably thinking to themselves, yeah, we get Florida State. Okay, cool. Yeah, they got a legitimate, yeah. What, yeah. About, uh, what about what everything we've done, no, and now we can't no. defend our national yeah. championship? We're not, and there's a one-loss team in there, yeah. two one-loss teams yeah. in there, yep. and the defending national champions who just won 29 straight Good point. can't get in there? It's yeah. like, yeah, valid. Yeah, that, that, very valid. But, like, hey. We're going to 12. You're going to beat Alabama. That's right. Hey, Who would be 12? Who's 12 this year? Uh, Liberty. Liberty, yeah. And they would get beat by 90. Liberty. Whoa, those boys got heart. <laughs> for do. sure. They but do. if they're playing five Georgia in Georgia. Honest question oh. for you. This is honest. Don't. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How many Dang. shirts, the animal shirts, do you have? Uh, uncountable. Over 100. No, that'd be countable. <laughs> <laughs> Did you love animals as a child? Like, what's the reason why? Yeah, dude. Love PETA. Kidding me? I look like an <laughs> asshole. Yes. Okay. That's it. You just love animals. Just love them. Who's, what's your favorite animal? Uh, too many to love. Do you have a pet? No. Do you like cats? Yes. That's a flaw. What? Jeez. Okay. Have you ever met my cats? My cats are awesome. Yeah. Got a three-legged cat named Scootsy. You don't like Scootsy? What an asshole. Wow. Yeah. You're a bad guy. Yeah. Cats are terrible. Yeah. You should get killed for that one. <laughs> get him, Peter. I mean, Scootsy. You have the only cool cats on the cats entire are planet. Dogs are the best. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. No, you don't. Yeah, you, do. you do. You don't have to pick. No, you do. You don't. Hey, I got yeah, Val, greatest dog on earth, yeah. in the house as well. But By choice or because of Mrs.? So Mrs. brought all these animals into the <laughs> house. So not so, by choice. So none of this was by choice. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole how, thing. Many, how many animals are in the home? Six. Six. No, it's not, not the most at one time, though. There, there's been a time where we had like 10. The other house had a pack of raccoons living in it. Yep. Outside, <laughs> but then it moved into the wall. And they all had diabetes because Sam was feeding them actual Fruit Loops and Fruity Pebbles mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. <laughs> so then we moved, and we just assumed that that diabetes ended up killing them all. No, yeah. no it was the construction workers. They put nails in, in the raccoons' heads when they saw them. <laughs> They did not do that. They did. That's what I heard. They did. <laughs> Anyways. You're a one of a kind, man. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'd say. How did you find this this? Well, wow. his internship we'll send you the video. video. Long yeah. story. Yeah. Actually, from start, we knew exactly what we were signing up for. From, <laughs> were you at the from same the, company he was at recently? From the moment. God's company. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. They were all interns. Yeah, that's how it all started. At his company? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, well, I we thought were you Barstool. were Barstool. No. Oh, no. I was, no, I was there, not. too. Yeah. yeah, they joined when we were at Barstool. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we were in Indy. You know, Barstool was yeah. in New York, so we were in an operating situation. So I've been, like, his first boss. Yeah. Really, Ever. I had time. to go back to Fairfield because I was valedictorian, so I had to give that speech <laughs> and everything. And then I moved back Are to you Indy. Valedictorian at Fairfield. Look it up. No way. Look it up. Look it. Read it. It's in a book What's your somewhere. last name? Stallions? You, you, you don't have to know. Campbell. Yeah. He, Stallions. he is our For Connor sure. Stallions. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about that whole situation? They're number one in the country. Michigan. Yeah, we're doing a show. 
Yeah, I Damn, we're them, live still. I made them wipe my records away. I don't want the gum. How do you spell Valedictorian? Uh, you figure it out. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not here to pop it. Yeah, I'm not here to teach, Dan. The hell? What are you here to do? UConn. Well, if you ever, know. if you ever met my cats, by the way, I'm just so. You, you need to take back what you said. I can't stand him. I got a buddy who's one of my good buddies has got a cat, and he thinks it's, he likes the cat more than he likes his wife, for sure. Well, that sounds like that your guy's buddies. a weirdo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> sounds like there's a lot brewing there, um, Dan. I'm happy to hear the couples you guys hang out with like to keep things a little spicy. But, uh, we also appreciate what you do for sports media. Yeah, love it. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Dan. guys. Thank Thank you, Dan. Dan. Home, Dan. Travel you safely go. home. We're proud of you, Dan. Love you, Dan. Love you, Dan. Dan. Proud. Of, way to go, Dan. Hey, man, Dan, Dan oh. rip it up on Monday night. Dan, oh, Dan, oh, Dan, oh, Dan, oh. Check ball, ball game. That was really good. That guy's quarterback. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. All right. All right. That's the show. I think that's a good way to go. That is the show. Mm -hmm. It is the show. We show respect. Yeah. To. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we we had journalism today for real. Journalism. Awesome sit down. A lot of journalism. He didn't address the Achilles, did he? No. 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 But I think the shoes did the talking. And you. Hammered that home. She did do the talking. Barbara Walters would have pressed a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? If it, rest in peace? No, uh, she's still on house arrest. Sorry, what? Oh, house arrest. Um, or hey, Martha someone Stewart? Else. You're thinking of Martha Stewart. Oh, there it is. She's not on house she's arrest. She's not on house arrest, by the way. She did her time. Yeah. yeah. She's Please. out. She's a dog. That's great news. Barbara Walters still still doing it. Hell yeah. Now Thank you, know. Barbara. I thought of you were wherever, Barbara. I'm getting a Barbara's dead. Barbara's dead. Okay, rest in peace. She had a hell of a run. How'd she die? How'd she die? How'd she die? Old age, probably. Barbara, we apologize. Barbara's in her sleep. Who cares? She she lived a great life. Bingo, just like the snakes did on his boots. I gotta tell a lot of people in New York, snakes died comfortably in their sleep. They were turned into boots. Mm -hmm. That's how this whole thing goes. Barbara Walters lived a full life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fun fact about that. And I thought of her. I want to let her family know. Although we did not know if she was still with us because her presence is always with us. Right. I thought of her as I was walking over there. Standard. Boom. Barbara Walters. Mm-hmm. She's dead, though. We need to remember Fun that. Fun fact, uh, so everyone can sleep peacefully at night. Uh, the snakeskin boots, the snakes accidentally bite themselves, and they die. And that's where the boots come from. Genius. Okay. So it was a dumb snake. Hmm? Huh. They accidentally bite themselves. Yeah, they're poisonous. One bite kills you. That actually works. <laughs> Barbara Walters died at her home in Manhattan right here on December 30th, 2022. Oh, almost a year ago. She had been suffering from, okay, Ooh. her last words were no regrets, had a great life. Hell yeah. That's awesome. Hell yeah. I no mean, regrets, had a great Barbara Walters don't. went down like a G. Are we really, don't, are we really, uh, don't do it. She had dementia in her last years and right before she died, she said, God, my life was sick. How did, did she really know or? You have moments she did, of yeah, yeah, it, 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 Okay, it, I'm just asking. Jesus. I'm just asking. 93. I mean, whether she knew or not, that's a great one. Ty, what are you going to remember from this New York trip that we had here, pal? Um, 
a lot of things for sure, but <clears throat> unquestionably, you saying this morning that Pizza Hut pizza was better than Grimaldi's. I will, I will think about that probably every day for the rest of my life. I'm getting Pizza Hut right when I get home tonight. I cannot wait. What kind of crust? Well, we'll see. I'll probably do one, uh, one thin crust. Four. Might grab a big New Yorker, and then, you know, you just got your, your traditional, you know, hand-tossed pie. Maybe if, if I'm feeling crazy, I might throw a little pretzel crust on there. Whoa! I don't know. I don't know. Grimaldi's didn't have that option. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's the thing about Pizza Hut. They will do things to pizza that others won't. That's right. You know, and I will say the Grimaldi's was DoorDash. Now, every Pizza Hut I've ever had has been delivered. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm comparing similar sure. things. Okay. But a lot of people say, like, when you're in there and it's fresh off the... Hey. The, might be different. Yep. Don't, you know how New York... Little Caesars. I know New York has lost its fastball because there's a lot of New Yorkers in that same studio and no one has smacked you guys in the mouth <laughs> for saying that that pizza <laughs> is worse than Pizza Hut. Couple pops, actually. Yeah, they, yeah. Actually, they know it's right. They know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, they are very... You know what I, uh, one of my takeaways will be before we get to... Yeah, oh, boys. How professional are these people? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you for dealing with us. Yeah. Good people. We're sorry. Tone, how about you? What do you take away from this New York trip? We have someone in our office who likes to say, as a New Yorker, a lot. Ooh. And they, and they oh, say, yeah. basically, uh, a lot. So basically. So, so basically. His name's Matt Brown. <laughs> also uh, Bruce, Bruce. Bruce Brown. Yesterday, he said, hey, we were at this place. He goes, hey, guys, let's go to this other place. I know this other place. I'm from New York. This place is awesome. It's a great little bar that we can go to get some drinks before we go to dinner. We went to that place, and it was a Whole Foods, and there was not a bar in there. There was no... Oh, kind of got there was exposed? No, yeah, he... It was, it was the worst... It was the worst worst recommendation I've ever heard from someone in my entire life. And him putting himself on this New York pedestal that he normally does, for that to happen just was the best thing that's ever happened. Bruce, if you want to speak for yourself, I guess you should now at this particular time. Yeah, that didn't happen. It's the place right right there. The tin roof place. I just want to check it out. Was there a bar in there? No, no bar. Raw bar. What was the? Why didn't you guys go to the bocce putt putt? It wasn't open. It was yeah. closed. Huge. Yeah, it wasn't open. They must be paying a hundred and fifty million dollars a year yep. to run whatever racket they're running. Easy grade right here. Yeah. There, there yeah. is uh-huh. a there is a building on the right pier here. right here. Prime real estate, I think, oh, yeah. in New York, where Perfect. this is. It yeah. is beautiful view, obviously. Massive. Literally, Statue of Liberty is right there. Brooklyn Bridge, right there. It's like pretty perfect spot. They have maybe the entire pier, mm-hmm. and we didn't see a single soul inside of it. Nope. Has to be a front for something. Oh, yeah. Has to be. They were like, come play bocce here. It's like a bocce bar is moving enough to pay for this. Bocce, and they had putting pool that you stand on top Looked of. Looked awesome. Yeah. Shuffleboard. 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 Yeah. I assume there's no food in there. there though. Not a single soul in there. No. Nope. I'm Lights not, were on. Lights were on. Yeah. Nobody no, we saw had Schefter's uh, huh. recommendation, Il Bargante, the last night. It was how, was the, how was the vibes? Good vibes. Great vibes. Wine was great. Food was great. Right. It was a classic little Italian place in New York. Little Italian place? Yeah. Il Bargante. Well, where we were sitting was little. It was. No, the yeah. whole place was small. A little cozy. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cozy. even inside. Tight quarters. You guys were sitting in a shed on the sidewalk, I heard. Yeah. Yep. They yeah. built it during COVID so that they could uh, stay afloat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's ingenuity. Ingenuity. Exactly. What's your big takeaway from our time in New York, Conor? Um, my big takeaway, as someone who kind of experiences bums on a daily basis uh, in Indianapolis, um, my big takeaway was this weekend while we were driving.
Well, not, not sure. Assuming. We don't know shoot, that it wasn't. Yeah. Assuming. True. That is shoot, shoot and piss. That, to me, is like... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. That's like a Hall of Fame bomb right there. That's my. That's my LeBron bomb, and I saw him <laughs> with my own more. two eyes. It was crazy. And now all I'm that's thinking Chris is Chris Kyle of bombs. Yeah, exactly. American hero, uh, you know, bomb of honor, if you will. And what I think I need. To it was do, absurd. It was the biggest was water gun I've seen. It was a 50 cal. It was a 50 cal water gun. Yeah, huge yellow, bright yellow. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, he had no shoes on. No shoes on. He's pointing this thing Just, at people walking down the street. It, it was wild. Yeah. I don't, I, and I, we actually had a full conversation about it. how do we react if Bum turns corner with 50 cal water gun? Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to experience because we were driving by. Hit the mm-hmm. deck. But that, is, that was quite a scene. That was cool. So cool that uh, first thing I'm going to do when we get back to Indianapolis, buy eight of those things, spread yeah. them out around the city. We need, to, we need to get our Bum game up <laughs> all right. immediately. All right, all right. Jeez. All right. I'm happy you want to bring that tradition to Indianapolis. Absolutely. That's, I mean, the city sucks. Aside from that, this place blows. So I'm glad. <laughs> what that are I you talking this about? Week. This place is beautiful. These look at these beautiful. nice people. Beautiful. The people are beautiful. It's been cloudy and shit. I mean, look look out the window. Oh, right the now. weather. Yeah, Yesterday was yeah. beautiful. It's probably your fault because you're driving a truck now. Yeah, you know right. I mean? That's why. That's yeah. why the weather is. If I was driving a truck, it'd probably help how shitty this city is. They're, they're, they're what doing, are you talking about? Nothing for us here. Okay, nothing. These what people is, are doing a lot. That's why I said the people are great. The city itself. Okay, New York City, pizza, bagels. We got Pizza Hut in Indy, so there's one. Yeah. See ya. Well I haven't had a bagel since I got here. <laughs> in fact, the spread out in the morning, I believe they had stuff, you know, one of those mini bagel stuff things from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh. Okay. Can also get that in Indy. What What do they got then? What are you talking about? Water. Great water. They got, it, it's not great water. You're not. Look at this. It's the best tasting water in the country. Yeah. I mean, they've actually People won that People swim award. in the Hudson all the time. It's beautiful. Yeah, swim in the Hudson. And guess what they do as soon as they get East out? East River's even Die. nicer. Wow. Die immediately from the sludge. No. Yeah. Kramer, I think he got all Kramer had a swim club in it. This city's. And you know what happened to Kramer. That guy's got a pass. <laughs> Do you know how long he certainly has said some things? Um, it took me an hour and 10 minutes to get across that bridge. Oh, my God. I, yes. I can't believe I forgot that. Hour and 10 this, minutes. This is L.A. East. It is as big of a pain in the ass to get around One lane up to that Brooklyn Bridge, one lane down. Yep. It's, ha- it's barely a lane. You're, you're, touching, you're touching the railing of the fucking lane. Like, it's just, but hey. Beautiful can't wait, city. Can't wait to come back. Can't wait to come back. <laughs> uh, hopefully we do this, you know. Two years, three, four. Semi sooner. We got to do it sooner. We got the tech figured out. Semi in. Do we? I'm I'm excited to listen after after the show. We do. Big Mike and the boys worked on it. Thank you for that, team. Appreciate that. The, the video. Did you see the camera on the journalism show? Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. That was unbelievable. Oh. Every shot was. See, that's New York. You should associate that with New no, York. No, it's the people. Once again, that, that is the people, people here who are fantastic. Everything else about this place fucking sucks. <laughs> All right. Now die on that hill. What do you take? Die on that hill. All right, Darius, on that note. Man, What's your big takeaway from? That's hard to follow up, but uh, no, we need you. But yeah, yeah we need, big I, mean, I, I personally love New York. Yeah, yeah, me, me too. Me, me too. Nice little speakeasies off the beaten path sure. spot. So I asked the guy at the place where we stand, "Hey, where can I find a nice little sports bar to watch the game?" He said, "Oh, I got something for you. Come outside. You hit this corner, you make it right. It's going to be a door. Crack glass. 
Doesn't look like shit in there. You reach up top left, pull a lever. Yes. It'll open up. Him and I'm dumped like, right. this together. So I'm like, all right, cool. I go take a little peek. I'm like, ah, probably not a good idea to go by myself. <laughs> you know, he's like, hey, yeah, you're getting there. It's great vibe. It's three, ran by three degenerate gamblers. Nice guys. Sweet. But he's going to pour you some shots all night. Oh, sounds awesome. Me and Gump up. Hey, Gump, what's yeah, up? Guy. Got to Soldier spot. Hill, yeah. Gump yep. comes downstairs. We go, we hit it, you know. And I get there. I, I, I feel shitty about this. I, I'm very disappointed in myself. Couldn't get that motherfucker open. Oh, no. <laughs> so, now, so now I'm the guy at the door. I know he's probably inside looking. So guy comes and opens it for me. I get about three steps in. Dude comes from behind the bar. Hey, you know this guy? Gumpy? No. You ask the guy that opened the door for me, does he know me? So dude's looking like, no, he was trying to open the door. Like, you don't open the door for people here. You got to get it yourself. Like, say, hey, uh, Bernie sent me. Oh, Bernie sent you, huh? <laughs> Definitely needs to fuck it out. So it was a little, it was an event, but hey, great time. It was an event. Oh, wow. Wow. A, a, a great vibe. And when I come back to New York, that'll definitely be my spot when I come back. So. All right. Oh, I'm down to some private club. Yeah. yeah. I like how the best spots are hidden. That's another great that place is, about this city. That yeah. is. Best restaurants, mm-hmm. best spots, but yeah, good time. Yeah, Bernie, too. What a plug. Yeah. Shout out Shout Bernie. Out. Sanders? Not, Bernie might be a little sketchy. I'm sure. I won't drop his name next time. I tell you how much. No, got you right in. Did, right? I was already in. The guy that almost got his head blown off got me in. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate him. He didn't know He didn't know the drill, but that was a little awkward situation. But Happy you all survived. Yeah. Uh, boys in the back, great work back here. Yeah. Hell yeah. There you go, boys. Bruce, you too, pal, on your own little Thank you, Bruce. Boy, Bruce. So basically, like, oh, on, man. you guys did New York, you know, right, Bruce? What did we not do? We saw the Statue of Liberty. Yep. We we broke into a speakeasy, yep. mm-hmm. had local pizza, right? Yep. Had some pasta. Yep. Yeah. Uh, saw was pissed too. He was pissed about Bruce leaving us. Hang all the fucking king of New York. <laughs> Bruce and Gumpy got a nice little rivalry they going. Do. Yeah, yeah, they do. We saw the homeless guy with the, with the fifty cal yeah, water gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it. What did we miss, Bruce? Anything? Um, I mean, you could hit a Broadway show. Oh, we kind of did that. Yeah, Flatiron area—that's that, a good spot. But in a way, I, I think you did great. I don't know who told you that Grimaldi's was the best pizza in New York. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Is there another? John's is a popular answer. Oh, okay. Papa? Spots um, <laughs> that I, I would rank above. The Papa? Three Uber drivers that drove me over that bridge that took an hour roughly every single time to get mile and a onto half. it, across it, and down the other side. They all said, that place right there, Grimaldi's best pizza in the city. That's what they said, Bruce. I'm just going by what the locals are saying. Is on the in the Brooklyn side? Mm-hmm. It was on the, but they weren't saying like in Brooklyn best pizza. They they like reiterated a couple times like, hey, this is our city's best mm-hmm. option Cross right here. Board. Is what they say. You don't think that's true? No, I don't. I don't. No. But in- so that was this baby face, the yeah. pizza hut. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you, Bruce. Had a baby, Bruce. Zito, what'd you say, pal? Burnley's down one zip right now. Oh, no. They yeah. did win and five. And water is wet. No, they won 5 nothing this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. The boys were buzzing huge on Saturday boy, morning. Yeah. That was huge. But Huang Lee Chan just scored a goal for the Timberwolves. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah. He is. Once he, he gets rolling, too, he gets one in the first half. <laughs> Normally, Huang Lee Chan will score in the second half as well. Yeah. It's yeah. what he does. Gumpy, what's going on? Who, what's the name of that team that they're playing right now? This thing worked. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sounds like you're in Bristol. Wolverhampton. 
It's not. No, nah, that one doesn't work. Yeah, we can hear Bristol. We can't hear you. What was that? That was awesome. It was. We need that to happen more yeah. often. They should not be able to okay. hear you. All right. All right. Yeah, 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 we hear you, yeah, Gump. We can hear you. That's good stuff. Hey. That's it. Hell yeah. Thank you, Gump. Thank you, Gump. Hell yeah. Dynamite drop it. What's her name? Wolverhampton Wolves. All right. On that note, I think it's time for us to get the hell out of here. What a fun time. Yeah, I appreciate cool. New York. I appreciate all the people that set this up, and uh, we'll be back in Indianapolis tomorrow. Be your friend. Tell a friend something nice. It might change your life. From New York City. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs>